Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 70, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? Today we're talking about episode 606, Sundown. The Great Sundown. That's right. What happens Which, uh, when the sun goes down? Well, what happens when the sun goes down is Saeed gets down. <laughs> yeah, and sun but shows up. And the sun, yeah, and sun shows up, and so does Claire. That's right. So yeah, in this episode, we see uh, we see Saeed uh, in this in the flash sideways with um, uh, in, a, in a version of of reuniting with Nadia, right? Uh, with an obstacle or two in the way. Yes. Yes. Uh, none, the, none the least of which is his own heart. Right, right. Um, that is definitely none the least. Which, uh, which I think uh, corresponds to the the island uh, events, where Said has to uh, sort of uh, judge the, the the darkness of his heart. Is, is he a good man or not? Yes. The answer is no. That would be the theme, and yes, the answer is no. <laughs> I think Ben finds that out quite. <laughs> Quite expertly. <laughs> yes. Uh I think one of my one of my favorite one of my favorite moments one of my consistently favorite moments in Lost, because they don't happen a lot is when is when uh uh is when Ben is Ben is not the uh you know, Ben gets egg on his face or something. Right. You know, when when, when Ben gets surprised by something. Right. And this was another one of those times when uh when he, he was, Oh man, I love it. I love it. Ben is not. Come on, Saeed. I know. Yeah, there's still time. <laughs> not to fool me, though. <laughs> Back away slowly. <laughs> smile, smile, smile. Blood drips from the knife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Back away slowly. Smile and nod. Yes. Oh, I see, Saeed. I see. Uh, yes. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Might I say your hair is quite curly? And, uh, look over there. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> Are you using a new product to boom? <laughs> yeah, um Yeah, uh Ben Ben is not in control. He's uh No. He's he's in a situation he uh he cannot uh, manipulate or uh really have any kind of power in and so he yeah. just runs his ass out of there. You know, I was going to say, you know, that that little joke we were making, it, it, you know, it's turning into a Scooby-Doo cartoon. Uh, but, but like, I, and I have that feeling uh, of the, you know, I get that feeling of watching that this whole the whole last part of the episode at the temple, you know, especially when Alana and those guys show up. It's yeah. Like, it has a Scooby-Doo vibe. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, they arrive, like, just in time. Yeah, exactly. Uh it's like, come on to the mystery van. Right. <laughs> and they find the secret passageway and and escape just you know, just before Smokey can fly by and Yeah, exactly. Uh, pretty soon they'll unmask Smokey and find out that he's really, you know, the guard. He's a substitute teacher. Yeah. <laughs> he's the gym teacher slash health teacher. <laughs> and he would have got away for it if it wasn't for those uh meddling lofties. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so yeah. what do you think about the episode? Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that uh, I I'm gonna say that I liked it a lot, but that seems like the wrong word because I didn't find it a pleasure to watch. Uh, it was to me it was really depressing to watch. Uh, hmm. I I couldn't really get the episode out of my head, so it really worked for me dramatically. But I guess I guess you know previously previous podcast uh, I mentioned how I really didn't want to see Saeed turn into Smokey's best minion and I I really feel like that's exactly what happened in this episode and I felt it coming and uh and and then when you actually see it uh it's just it's just depressing to me that um I I I think I think once they decided that uh once they decided that Saeed was going to be an assassin for years uh I think I think they really sort of damned the character, and mm-hmm. he's been on this path um, ever since then, you know. And the final word on him is, you know, you're right about me. I'm a killer, and you know, there's there's still time, not for me, you know. It's a, yeah. that well, theme, I think. Well, I think I would argue that that Saeed was on this trajectory from the beginning. I guess I thought he was on a more redemptive trajectory at the beginning of the show. I mean, maybe I misjudged it, but mm-hmm. it felt to me like like they were, um, you know, he was tempted by his um, past, but he, you know, banished himself and, you know, attempted to atone for it. And I guess I thought that, you know, he would he would be able to overcome um, his dark past at some point. That's what I was expecting. I mean, maybe... Yeah. You know, well, I think that's what they, I think that's what they're saying is he 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 can't overcome it. Yeah, I agree. You know, like, because I mean, he spent all those years as a, as a torturer, as an interrogator, and then he crashes on the island and then goes right back to it, and then yeah. he feels sorry for it because he's like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. But then he, you know, but then he goes back to it again and yeah, again, and then he gets off the island and he starts killing for Ben and. Um, and, you know, they, they had that scene, you know, in, in, uh, yeah, season four where, um, I think it's season four, yeah, where he, you know, you see his flashback and, uh, you know, you're, you're a killer, Saeed. I mean, <laughs> right. that's just what he is. And I, I like this episode. I agree. It's not, um, I, I wasn't like eager to watch it as many times as I was last week's episode. Um, it was, I think it was really good, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's a little sad to see Saeed turn into this, but I, I, I'm kind of being objective and just seeing, since I know that the, you know, after he died and they're like, you know, something else brought you back, it's like, okay, yeah, you know where it's going to go. Yeah. Because someone has to be the example, you right. know. Uh, someone has to be the one we see uh, become become dark like this, so. It's 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 interesting where Saeed has come, how, how far he's come, and you know from from the early days of on the island, and uh, and you know pretty much being consistently a, a, a really good character and consistently uh, you know uh, helpful and uh, industrious on the island. Right. Um, it's it's interesting to see him him go sort of to the dark side, but but again, like we'll see what that really means in the end. Yeah. Is yeah. there a difference between between a human and a Cylon? That's really the question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think whatever the final word is on Smokey and Jacob, and yeah, that's still all up in the air. But I I really think for Saeed personally, this is going to the dark side. Mm-hmm. You know, 
whether, whether somehow Smokey becomes the good guy or not. Yeah. You know, because I, I, think, I think that was the arc. And really, even in the Flash Sideways, I, I felt like, in, in a way, you know, as opposed to Jack and Loxa, Flash Sideways, where it really felt like they had overcome a lot of the problems that they had mm-hmm. in the timeline, the original timeline, it seemed like with Saeed, it was like, no matter what universe it is, yeah. he, he's not able well, to escape this aspect of, of who he is. Yeah, and I think I think that's an uh, important distinction to, to note, because I think that, that I have a theory where I think that that directly ties into how the Flash sideways are related to the main timeline. Uh, which we can get into later, but uh, oh, okay. But I, I do think it's—I do think some people on the Flash sideways will be better off than others, and I think it will directly correlate to, you know, who is deemed good or bad on the island, or who, you know, my 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 the, my general theory is is um is that um from from pretty much from this episode uh, is that. Uh, those who those who leave with Locke will basically, you know, get a chance to get a get a second chance at whatever big thing they wanted in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's pretty much what the what the what the flash sideways are. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So so I think it is important that and, and now that, that that's why that's what I was trying to trying to hint, say earlier is that. Um, it seems like they were saying, yeah, so you can't be redeemed because even in this Flash Sideways, you know, even in the main storyline, he kept coming back to the, the, the torturing and the killing. Right. Uh, but he, but but in this Flash Sideways, too, it's like, you know, and they make a point, you know, in the, in the scene at the end with Nadia, he says, you know, I don't deserve to have you. Right. And it's kind of like that's the answer for why he couldn't have her in the first place in the main storyline. Yeah. It's because, you know, fate or destiny or the universe is saying, no, 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 you... You don't deserve this. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You can't just come back to the real world and live happily ever after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and I buy it. And I guess over time, you know, as I've digested the episode, I'm living with it. You know, I think I think just like uh, Locke's death, it, it took me a while to really accept it. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I have accepted it now. That's who Locke was, and, you know, that was how he died. Um, and, and so I, I think uh, as, as, as time went on and I watched it again and I sort of processed it, you know, it doesn't bother me as much. But the first time I watched it, I, I found it very, very depressing. Um, and I, I really liked, I, I really liked the ending, the, the slow mo walk uh, mm-hmm. with the, with the music, um, and like no, no real like, you know, shocker, cliffhanger. Just this kind of, you know, epic style conclusion. I. It, it sort of reminded me of the man behind the curtain. Uh, they they had a sort of similar walk through the the barracks with all the with all the dead bodies laying there. Yeah, you know, um, it, you know, really, you know, with the temple sort of ransacked, and now a bu- you know a bunch of the the others are either dead or they're following Smokey now, and so you know we're really hitting a new 
phase of the story. Totally. You know, that whole thing doesn't... The temple is not a sanctuary anymore. No. Yeah, he, he, he cleaned that place out pretty well. Yeah. It seemed like the trick to avoiding Smokey is to hide in a hole or a secret <laughs> passageway. Apparently so. Like, if you're just out and about, you're done. Yeah. Yeah, and this, again, like, this is what happens when Smokey's serious. Mm-hmm. He kills everybody that's mm-hmm. in his way that gets in his path. You know, I, I'm still irritated by what he did to Kimi's team. <laughs> <laughs> like, it makes me think that he didn't really want to hurt them. Like It does make it seem like – it makes it seem like he – he did. He wanted them to do some more stuff before he was done with them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like maybe he actually, you know. He well, I think I think I think Locke did need to survive. Yeah, that's true. And potentially Claire. Uh, so I think I, I think maybe he was holding him off. You know, it, it, that whole thing is just weird because it's like Ben called him and right. Yeah. But, Why but, did he respond? Yeah. You know, he does you know, he doesn't respond. Of course he's locked at that point, but you know, he's got free will apparently. Yeah, and it's strange that uh that um that yeah, when Ben called him like he like he's done that before. Yeah. I just can't see Ben doing that. Like, hey Smokey, we need like <laughs> what else would Ben have have done ever done that? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. How did he how did he even find out about that? Yeah. Who told him? And and then in the past, like, who used that thing? How did it get there? Why is that the way to communicate with Smokey? Who is Smokey? Mm-hmm. Obviously, these are questions. <laughs> you know what? I I, I, I sense those were questions. <laughs> I, the, I guess I meant to say something a little stronger than these are questions. Um, <laughs> that's pretty obvious. Uh, I mean, like, mysteries on the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was that was that was a little weird. Um But anyway, um Yeah, but I thought on you know, on the level of drama, um, you know, it worked really well and you know, if I can if I can get over my desire for Saeed to redeem himself, um, you know, it was very good. It it wasn't it wasn't as much fun to watch as Lighthouse, definitely. You know, totally. but Lighthouse had a kind of light, airy tone, and mm-hmm. it was pleasant to watch. And th- this was just very dark and and depressing, I think. Yeah, a lot of good moments in this episode. Um, Said, you know, anytime Said has a fight scene, it's just great. Oh yeah. Uh, his fight scene with Dogen is probably better than the one with Saeed versus Kimi, which is which is usually which is pretty much my favorite one. Yeah, it was it was really good when it started. I was like, oh yeah, I guess they, I I, I guess it was just inevitable there would be something like this. When it started and it was going on so long, I honestly thought that this was Saeed's death scene. Wow. I'm like, well, okay, Dogen's Dogen's just gonna kill him right here then. Yeah. <laughs> bye, Saeed. I guess I guess I need to say bye to you. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh but and, but I forgot about the whole uh, I wasn't thinking about the whole he can't kill them thing. Right. Um so, but I was thinking, well, Saeed, you know, something's going to happen to him at some point and Dogen's fighting him, so uh we'll see. We'll see if Saeed survives. Yeah. 
Yeah, I had the same thoughts. Uh, actually, the whole episode, I thought Saeed was going to die. I was just waiting for it. I didn't mm-hmm. know how it was going to happen, but I thought he was going to die somehow. The sunset on Saeed? Yeah. Oh, that's what that's what we should mention. You know, according, if they were going to go by the season one template, this episode should have been a Sun Jin episode. Um, it corresponds to House of the Rising Sun. Mm-hmm. And having the title be Sundown is a clear symmetry with that. Uh, and, you know, you would expect it to be that kind of episode. You expect them to pun like that. They love that. Yeah. But uh, they threw a curveball. So this is the first uh, breaking of symmetry, uh, which I think will have to continue uh, for the rest of the season. But they, they, gave, it a, they gave it a good uh, try for the first part of the season. Yeah, it's interesting. Because um, the, the, the Saeed episode was solitary, right? Yeah. Yeah, which was number nine. So, yeah, they'd have to uh, make the next one hearts. Right. <laughs> or Spider Solitaire. Minesweeper. There's your t- episode title. Minesweeper. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, um, yeah, and Harley didn't get an episode until Numbers, which was number 18, and there's not even going to be 18 episodes this season. Yeah. So, you know, I think they're going to give Harley an episode, and... Well, they, you know, the, the, uh, the Boone episode won't be there. Right, right. But even if you cut all that out, it's still too many. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they kind of gave every main character two flashbacks in season one, and some of them got three. Yeah. So, you know, you have to cut those two. I like, I really tried to make it work, but it's clear they're going to have to change something. Yeah, they're not, they're not trying to re- recreate season one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a different show now than it was back then, so they can't they can't exactly copy it. Um, what did you think of the, um, the surprises? So I remember you telling me before, like, don't, you know, don't look at the credits when you watch the episode because, oh, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. It, was it Kimi? It was Kimi. I told you that because oh, okay. I saw, I saw the actor who played Kimi's name mm-hmm. in the credits and I was like, oh, that means Kimi's going to show up and it's not going to be on the islands. Yeah. So I was just, the whole Saeed thing, I was like, okay, how's Kimi going to get into this? And as soon as we found out about the, you know, the, the, the guy that uh, Saeed's brother borrowed money from, I was like, okay, that's probably going to be Kimi. That's unfortunate because I was I was nicely surprised to see Kimi. Luckily yeah. I wasn't spoiled. And when he shows up, because, and it's, 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 a, it's funny because I didn't recognize Omar the oh, first yeah. time I watched it, I, I I I saw that guy and I just didn't get a good look at him. And uh, but when I watched it a second time, I'm like, oh, there's Seth Omar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a little hint. But yeah, when Kimi showed up, I was I was super surprised and uh, I thought it was a really good tie-in and uh, really random tie-in. But yeah. Um. Yeah, it, were, it was a nice little surprise. Yeah, the flash sideways is turning into their vehicle for bringing back old characters mm-hmm. who are dead or, you know, just aren't in play on the island at this point. 
Um, So it's it's good for that, you know, because, you know, they want to sort of do a show retrospective and it kind of gives them the ability to have those characters come back without, you know, creating a really bizarre circumstance. Well, I guess the whole idea is bizarre, but, you know. (laughs) Alternate universe. Yeah. I guess I can't really call that normal, but, uh, yeah, just, you know, some some kind of convoluted uh, thing on the island why we would see them again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, it was it was uh, it was good. Uh, I I still really liked how they did it, but yeah, that's why I um, that's why I didn't want you to read the credits because it it you know when you know actors' names, it's just you know it's a giveaway. Yeah. I I uh, I did I did recognize Omar. I actually recognized the actor who plays Omar's name as well. I remembered it from season four. Mm. So then I, I was expecting him and Kimi to show up. Yeah. So, uh, but Omar was the, you know, much less prominent character. So, you know, they, they show him first and it's like, if you remember Omar, then, you know, right away, then you can kind of catch on, but maybe you don't. And then when Kimi shows up, then you kind of remember the whole thing. And Yeah, totally. Just, uh, it, was, it was nicely done. I also liked the kind of... Uh, ambiguous ending that the Flash Sideways had, you know, finding Jin in the freezer, mm-hmm. sort of leaving that up in the air. You know, that that's it's very different from the way they uh, concluded the um, the Lock and Jack uh, Flash yeah, Sideways. Uh, yeah, it, it's it, it's kind of like the Lock and the Lock one when he sees Ben, because you wonder, okay, what's going to oh. happen next. Yeah, but 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 this one's more like there there's a there's a plot there's a plot mystery inherent in that scene. Yeah, of like how did Jen get there? Right. You know, uh, because the last time we saw Jen, he was at the airport. Yeah. Being uh, you know, being questioned about the money in his bag. Right. So it's uh it's 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 weird to tie uh you know to tie two different flashes together that way. Yeah. Sideways together. Yeah. Yeah, and so I'm assuming whenever we actually do get this Sanjin episode, they'll they'll explain this. Yeah, and I want to see what happens afterwards. If it's if it's just so he lets him out and that's supposed to be it, or yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah. You know, I'm expecting all the losty, all the prominent losties in the Flash sideways to somehow, you know, all find each other. Oh yeah, okay. I'm wondering if if anything like that's going to happen. Because they yeah. all, correct me if I'm wrong, they're all in the L.A. area, right? Cause yeah. I mean, that's where the plane landed. So yeah. So far in the story, they're all still in the It's a area. bit of a contrivance, but they are, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of not even a contrivance, because that's the setup of Well, yeah, because they <laughs> were all in the plane. Is there right. a plane going I, the contrived part is really all the all the non eight fifteen characters, like yeah, yeah. Ben and Dogen and Kimi, and yeah, that's. The, it's the, it's more yeah, the fact that they're all in L. A. You know, and if if Michael shows up, you know that'll be um, if if <laughs> wasn't he already? Yeah, he was already living in L. A. Wasn't he? Or he was from New York? Yeah, yeah. I thought he was in L. A. At some point. Was that when he got off the island? Or am I just making that up? I think I think he was still living in New York when he got off the island as well. Hmm. Okay. I mean. Yeah, they. I mean, they didn't actually shoot it in New York, but I think it was supposed to be New York. Yeah. Uh, you know, the place where he like runs into the shipping container. 
Um, but then again, yeah, he was on the plane, so he has an excuse to be there. Yeah. Or presumably he was on the plane. I guess we didn't actually see him. Well, that's the thing. Uh, depending on, I guess, if Michael is good or bad, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, thing, things could be drastically different. So, you know, if, if uh, maybe his ex-wife never leaves him and they raise right. uh, Walt together. Right, and then he wouldn't. He has no reason to go to Australia. Yeah, 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 they could do that. They could do that, but I guess, I don't know. I feel I, like we still have to see them again, though. Yeah, I expect him to show up. Yeah. Uh it seems like it seems like it would be a huge gap if if he didn't show up. Maybe doing some art stuff? Maybe. Yeah, they could do that. Isn't wasn't that his, his goal or something? That was his ambition, yeah. It yeah. would be it would be uh that would be the kind of thing they seem to like to do with these flash sideways. Mm-hmm. Show him sort of uh living out his dream. Like I, I kinda of felt like I didn't really make this comment but I kinda of felt like Locke becoming the, the the substitute teacher was in some way a fulfillment of that 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 stuff from Cabin Fever about how he, he should be a scientist. Hmm. Yet they did make him a science teacher. Well maybe maybe that Well they did that. make they did make him some kind of biology teacher. Well I think he was just the the, the gym coach who usually does health stuff. Yeah. At, at middle schools. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, which is different than being a science teacher. But um, but maybe maybe that will lead to that story-wise. I mean, now that he's at the school. And he's yeah, he was just a substitute. Yeah, you know? so it could, it could lead to, hey, we got a science teacher position or something. Yeah. Ben helps him get it or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and I guess, like, teaching teaching the gym class and teaching – the biology class is sort of um it's sort of like is also suggesting that kind of thing that you know he he wanted to be he's like I'm into sports and cars and you know and it seems like that that duality is still there as well mhm that he's sort of doing both things sure I mean, it's a stretch, but it 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 seems like uh, seems like it's at least uh, sort of a coherent thing to say. I, I'd say that that stretch has about thirty five percent lycra. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, take it. It's better than uh, better than nothing. Yeah, not too much of a stretch, but there's there's some lycra in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you want to start the yep? Get a start. Episode? All right. Yeah. Sure. I'll be your tour guide today. Let's see. Where's the gift shop? Um, oh no. <laughs> That's the other tour guide joke. <laughs> <laughs> there really is more than one. There's more than one. <laughs> um, okay, so we start out the episode in the Flash Sideways world. Uh, Saeed sits in a taxi outside a house. He hands the driver some money, keep the change, and goes up to the door of the house. Nadia answers the door. They say hello warmly. Some kids say hi to Uncle Saeed. And we discovered that uh, Nadia has married Omer, Saeed's brother. They sit at the dinner table later and talk. We find out that Saeed translates contracts and Omer 
owns the dry cleaning business and has just opened up a new store. Omar gets a call. It's business, so he leaves the table, uh, leaving Nadia and Saeed alone. Uh, Nadia says she wrote Saeed some letters, but Saeed didn't write back. Uh, then the kids find a picture of Nadia and Saeed's stuff. And then Omar uh, reenters the room, and everyone looks at each other and looks away from each other. <laughs> I'm sure that's how it was written in the script. Yeah. Omar enters. Everyone looks at each other and then looks away from each other. <laughs> There's God, a number God, of scenes in this episode that have really like inconclusive endings. Mm-hmm. Where I just I, I I write what happens at the end, and it's like that's the end of the scene. Okay. Yeah. Um, inconclusive because it's not about the action; it's about like the drama or the emotion in the scene. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it's hard to write what they do because they're kind of just standing there. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I liked. Uh, well, I guess we'll start at the beginning. Uh, but I, I like how it ended. But um, Oh, yeah. I agree. You know, when he opens the door and it's Nadia, you know, and then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so he <Saeed> loves Nadia. <laughs> Let's go down this road again. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out for cars, all right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just know you just know it's gonna be tragic. It's like Romeo and Juliet. You mm-hmm. know? It's just like you know what, guys. It's just it's just it's just not. You're you're a Capulet. You're a Montague. Yep. Just stop. All right. <laughs> yep. Every universe, but it doesn't. Every work universe. Out. Every universe. It's like, uh, hey, Uncle Saeed. I'm like, that's a weird thing to call your father. <laughs> These kids are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, and and Saeed bringing flowers that that was pretty bold. Oh I yeah. Was, I feel like one thing about this Saeed, um, he I don't feel like he's as um, suave or as or as um, I don't know what the word is. He's not uh, he's not like the other. I feel like some a couple things in in, in this storyline that that this Saeed does, the real Saeed wouldn't have done. I agree. You know, like like I feel like he he isn't on he isn't as on top of it as the other Saeed is. Yeah, he's not as sharp. Yeah, that's what, that's what. Yeah, he's not as sharp. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So yeah, so bringing the flowers like is an interesting idea, but as Omar says, it's like you bring flowers for my wife. Yeah. He's just like hmm. You know, it'd be different. I mean, he did bring something for the kids too, obviously. Right. Uh, but but I I like that as a little. Here's the beginning of the tension, and you know, and uh, and the and I, you know, I I thought the storyline was really well written, actually. You know, a lot of the the um, the subtext that goes on in the earlier scenes, you know, is obviously sort of explained later. Yeah. Uh, but I like how you can go back and you can see all that. It's like, well, you know, why he brought flowers for her, and you know why Omer says that comment. <laughs> right. Know? Because uh, he 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 knows he knows about the whole thing. So yeah, um, yeah. It's it's uh, I it seemed like they spent less time on it than say in the Jack Flash Sideways story. Um, so it wasn't as fleshed out. It was kind of truncated. But um, wait, spent less time on what? On the Flash Sideways for Saeed. Oh okay. Um. You mean you know, in like, terms of the number of scenes, or yeah, yeah, just just screen time, just you yeah. know the amount of time in the episode. 
ratio-wise. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, they had a clear point, and they got to it, and, you know, they built they built the story very succinctly. Mm-hmm. Um and so yeah, it was it was it was well done. It was very much like a classic flashback, but not a flashback. Flash sideways. Right. Yeah, um I I enjoyed the the the, the scene with the three with the three of them with Saeed, Omar and, and Nadia talking. Because uh, at one point I realized there's just a lot of accent going on in the scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You don't usually have a scene with that much accent going on, and and because you know it's like you you know when you when you're listening to people talk and you know especially if there are people characters with accents you know your ear hears different things and it changes but when it's kind of the same kind of accent and it's like you go to another character and they're sounding like that too mm-hmm. it's like wait a minute that's this is different yeah you know your ear hears it differently so uh, so it was interesting. There's a there's one part where 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 Elmer's phone rings and Nadia leans over. She goes, you know, I thought we talked about you know the phone calls at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And the way she says dinner table, you have to you have to go listen to it. She's like dinner table. <laughs> like she she adds a couple extra syllables in there, and it it, it somehow reminds me of uh, I think it's Donnie Darko, where uh, um. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Drew Barrymore talked about the uh, oh you know the most beautiful word in the English language right. or whatever. Cellar door. And, uh, and yeah, and who was it? Uh, who I forgot who said it was cellar door. Was it? Oh yeah, or? there was somebody specific, somebody famous. I don't remember. Yeah, either. some literary person says you know uh, says cellar door is the most beautiful combination of sound or whatever. Yeah, and it just reminded me of that when she says dinner on the table. It's just like. <laughs> She makes that sound way more interesting <laughs> than it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I Nadia's accent in particular was very prominent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely, uh, it definitely caught my attention. And you know, Saeed's accent, I've gotten used to as being basically muted British. <laughs> well, you know, I heard people say, and I have to agree. I feel like his accent this season is way more British. Yeah. In general. I feel like he's not doing what he did in, in the earlier season. No, it's like he's sort of relaxed it. Yeah, I feel like he relaxed it, and I don't know if if it's conscious or not, you know, because it seems, it, you know, the beginning of the season he kind of died. Right. So it's like, it seems like after he, after all that, he's, you know, you, you hear all this sort of, you see the lessened accent. So it's like, I don't know if that's supposed to mean anything or not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, someone did ask Greg Nations about it, um, and uh, he he just said, "I don't see it. It doesn't sound that way to me." Yeah, and that's what, and that's why I think no one on the cast and crew has has made Naveen, you know, stiffen up with it because I feel yeah. like it changed gradually over time, and they don't hear a difference. Right. You know, because and they because they talk to him normally. Yeah. You know, they know what he sounds like normally. Right. He brought that up as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, "You have heard Naveen in real life, right? He's, you know, got a very strong British accent. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's probably breaking through." And I, I, mean, I think Saeed has always had a little British edge, even He's in the early has, days. He always has a little British. Yeah, but it has it has gotten stronger. Um, and I guess, yeah, I've sort of gotten used to it. I mean, I think of Saeed as sort of part British, even though mm-hmm. he's not. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, any tea is good tea. Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, uh, But, you know, Nadia's laying it on really thick, and it's not British at all. No. So it's it's kind of a contrast, because they're supposed to be from the same place. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But I do Uh, think Saeed is supposed to be... I I, I think they, they did kind of suggest earlier in the series that Saeed had very good a very solid grasp of english mm-hmm. um for for whatever reason um and you know he's working as a translator so yeah know, exactly it, it sort of makes sense that maybe he would be less accented yeah i can do that yeah so the uh the uh you know what did you bring us oh go look in my bag and mm-hmm. uh you know and they find uh Mommy, Uncle Thing is a picture of you. Oops. They, you know, and I, I, they didn't show you know the kids looking in the bag, but I assume the picture was straight on top. Oh, of course. Like, yeah. uh, like Claire's baby mm-hmm. picture and that Kate finds. I assume Nadia's picture was the first thing they saw. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what you do when you put a picture in a suitcase. Right. You put it on top so it doesn't get wrinkled. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it seems like Saeed didn't really. It seems like the 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 usual the Saeed we're used to would have prepared better, would have thought of that. Oh man, this, yes, exactly. Saeed that we know would not have made that mistake. Those kids would not have found that picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's yeah, that's the kind of mistake I was talking about before. It's just like, yeah, it didn't seem like that. It seems like you should be better than that, Saeed. Right. You know, and then. <laughs> And then I just I I love how that that the, the end of this the scene is shot when you know when 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 the daughter says that and the little girl says that and then you know they cut to Saeed and they cut to Nadia and then they cut to the kids and everyone's just kind of standing there like you know the kids are like you know we don't know what that means something weird's going on mm-hmm. and, you know and then they and then they cut to that long shot of Omar in the background just kind of like you know, already has have it's not like he, he he walks in and he stops it's like he's already you know been been there standing right. with the rest of them like thinking about like what yeah i i i i love that i love everyone was frozen mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a group you know uncomfortable situation it's uh uncomfortable yeah. moment. it was awesome. that's what they did they cut out on uncomfortable silence yeah yeah i was like uh oh <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said I found this picture. Yeah, yeah. This is why mommy and daddy are getting divorced because of you, because of what you did. <laughs> wow, the kids are just as petty as Cisco and Eber. I like that. Why wouldn't they be? I agree. Um, but uh pretty good first scene. Uh I, I, I enjoyed that that the cab driver had the first line of the episode with uh you know, meter doesn't stop to get out of the cab. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's like Saeed's been sitting there for a while. Yeah. Not really. I mean, you can stand and think too. And then you don't have to pay <laughs> for it. It is cheaper. It really is. Yeah, and he he hands him the money and says, "Keep the change." Every time I hear that, I think, "Oh, you know, <laughs> that that's that's a lot more common in um, television shows and movies than it is in real life." Right? Yeah. 
Realize you want your change. You do want your change. But in that context, he'd have to sit there and wait for it, and mm-hmm. they just want to get him well, out of the cab. Well, he probably tipped him, you know, mm-hmm. probably like, you know, here, keep the, you know, the tip. But uh, yeah. But usually, you know, depending on, yeah, the odds are you'd, you'd be getting change back. Yeah. Don't pay with a credit card because they hate that. Oh, they hate that. Oh. Even though there's a machine there <laughs> for your convenience. <laughs> But don't inconvenience them by having, by wanting to use it. All right. Yeah. <sighs> um. All right. Well, next scene. Okay. Uh, the next scene we go back to the island. Saeed is in the temple. Saeed charges into Dogen's office and wants some answers. Saeed asks about the test. Uh, Dogen tells Saeed that the test told them that Saeed's scale was balanced towards evil, and that's why they tried to poison Saeed. Saeed says, you think you know me, but you don't. I'm a good man, so if you're trying to kill me. But in mid-sentence, Dogen attacks Saeed, knocking him to the ground, and an extended fight scene ensues. Crash, clank, bang, throw, jump, swing, dive, flip, smash, tackle, roll, kick, knee, stab... And Dogen's baseball flies off of his desk, falls off of his desk, and uh, Dogen notices this and stops himself from stabbing Saeed in the throat and uh, releases him and tells Saeed to leave this place, meaning the temple. And then he picks up the baseball as Saeed just lays there in shock. All right. I think it was punch, punch, throw, stab, not stab, punch, kick. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I tried to get it right, but it was a lot of stuff happening. It was. Uh, Saeed's, like, fighting style seems to be, like, uh, you know, 90% of what he does is evade. <laughs> yeah. Which I like, because uh, he's, he's quick on his feet. Uh, and it's like, he's, it's like, if you could only hit him... <laughs> He'd be dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he just, he, he, you know, uh, I, 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 and I just love how you know, he just throws things, you know. It's like, mm-hmm. he just, whatever near him, he's just going to throw it at you. Yeah. You know, and wreck the place. It's great. I'm going to throw this bookshelf down. <laughs> Organize this later, damn you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they really, the room just gets trashed. The room totally gets trashed. And, uh,. It reminded me of the fight between Charlotte and Juliet, where they just, like, smash into things. (laughs) Roll around in the mud. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was just a lot of smashing. Yeah, this was, you know, my, my favorite Saeed fight team has to be the Kimi and Saeed fight team. It's, it's, it's just too good. Yeah. Uh. And, but this one, this one I like a lot. But this one's a lot different, though. It um, is because, like I said, Saeed's mostly just like trying not to get hit. Because uh, I think Dogen, uh, you know, I hate this to be a stereotype, but I assume he's a martial arts master, right? <laughs> uh, and, and it's not. <laughs> so do I. And it's and it's, it's really not a hundred percent just because he's like Asian. It, it it has to do with how he's playing the character and how yeah. the atmosphere of the character. Yeah. And it just seems like he's been studying some. You know, he's 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 got defensive abilities. Yeah. And they had Hurley call him a samurai. 
Yeah, exactly. Which um, I don't think he's exactly right, but uh, I think they're kind of hinting, you know, that you know he's 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 got some kind of that he's some master at something. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah. And and the, I mean, the way he attacks Saeed here makes him look like he knows what he's well, doing. Well, of course, and then, and then when they actually fight, you can tell like he he does know something. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's the first time we've really seen him in action, so mm-hmm. um, it it did catch me a little bit off guard. Uh, I I I assumed that you know he could probably take care of himself in a fight, but I didn't I didn't quite expect uh, you know the uh, what what he shows off here. Yeah, once he started once he started uh, fighting Saeed, I was like, okay, Saeed can't probably can't probably can't take this guy down. Yeah. You know, yeah. Saeed's more. You know, Saeed's an assassin. He wants to kill you quickly. He doesn't. Right. He, he 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 can't fight extendedly. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think hand to hand combat. I mean, he's not bad at it, but it's not his specialty. No. And I'm I think that's cheesy. why you know Kimi Kimi was able to overcome him eventually as well. Mhm. Um, well, that's what I like about the Kimi Saeed fight team is because. They, I think they were pretty evenly matched, except for you know Kimi's just bigger, right? And but but in terms of combat, like fighting skill, I think they they're pretty evenly matched. Yeah, you know and I, I like that fight team. Yeah, no, that was a great one. That's that goes down um, as as uh, one of the best on the show, definitely. Um. So. Dogen tells Saeed that the um, the machine machine you know was measuring his his balance. Right. You know, I hate I I always get upset with myself, which really I just you know get upset with the show mm-hmm. when when it, when when like things have such simple answers. Right. Because it's like I'm like oh that machine shocks Saeed, so obviously it's a shocker machine. Right. <laughs> you know, like obviously that's what it was. It was you know it was it was shocking him, so it was a, you know it was just electrocuting him. Right. And then they go oh no 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 it was it was measuring his, his the balance of good and evil. <laughs> oh yeah. naturally of course why did you yeah. guess that? <laughs> I know. It was it was staring us in the face. I, I when we theorized about why he failed the test, you know, we came up with these very like down to earth explanations. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he showed too much pain. He didn't show enough pain. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, some some simple thing like that. But it's like no, somehow all that stuff they were doing was measuring the scale of good and evil within him. Mm-hmm. And like that's I you know that I think that would have sounded like a crackpot theory at the time. Yeah, but like it's such a simple answer, and I think that's the answer we're gonna get about what this test does. Yeah, I mean that machine particularly—that's what it did was to measure his the balance. You know, I think the other stuff—I don't know—I don't know what the burning thing was for. You know, they did a declare to. Yeah, uh, and I don't know what the the dust stuff was for, but you right. know, but he, but but what I like is he was like, well, let's start with the machine and tell me what that did, and that's pretty yeah. much the big thing is that right. you need to know. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was interesting to, to to finally figure that out. Um, Cause you told us, right, right. Yeah, the uh, the thing that uh, the thing that seems a bit odd to me is that I think they, you know, they went to the the thing with Saeed's character in this episode. I think they they tied in 
his being claimed or infected and succumbing to that in some way with with his sort of personal darkness and history and mm-hmm. you know it coincided that he sort of succumbs to the infection at the same time he sort of succumbs to his own darker nature you know but like that story can't work with Claire you know he can't. and i think that's why Claire's different is because i don't i i feel like Claire is not not bad not evil or something She's just, as Doga says, she's under the influence of Smokey. Right. Like that's why. That's why they keep saying she's acting like everyone is like, oh, she's acting weird. She's acting weird. Yeah. Uh, but I think she's savable. I think she's redeemable. I see. I see. Yeah, because she's not like Saeed, where, um, because I don't think I don't think they told us they. Yeah, they. Yeah, they didn't tell us that she was in the pool. Like they didn't do that whole thing they did to Saeed. Right. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think that's I think that's why Claire's different. Although I think I think later on in the episode they're trying to tell us that it wasn't the pool that caused what happened to Saeed. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think I think that's what they're trying well, to tell us. Well, the pool us. by the pool, I mean, like actually killing like killing him because uh, that was the thing. Like they killed him and he was, he was brought back to life. Oh, okay. Okay. Like they tried to say, cause he was alive and they put him in the pool. He was right. really hurt. Right. And they tried to heal him and he ended up dying. Yeah. And see, I don't think that's the thing with Claire. I mean, I feel like if anything, I guess she's, I guess Claire isn't dead already. She just can't be. I'm, I'm still assuming that she is dead or was dead. Whatever that means. I feel like she's not now. Cause I, I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I don't know. Uh, I I want her to be dead. <laughs> I don't mean that, but I mean, ouch. I it makes more sense I think if she's dead. But I feel like it can work if she's not dead. If she's not dead, yeah, I don't because know. Because why can because why can people see her? You know, no one can see Jacob but Hurley, and he's dead. And right. I just feel like if Claire's dead and she's talking to everybody and their mama. You know, like well, I, just, I think she was. I think she was sort of reanimated the way Saeed was. So it's still her body. You know, people can see Saeed as well. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. So so she but so she was reanimated from the yeah from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my theory. Hmm. I don't know. I, I'm starting to get the sense she's alive. Like I, I, and she's just—he's somehow just controlling her. Okay. Because Dogen, I mean, Dogen didn't make it seem like she, she was, she was like Saeed. Well, I mean, he did tell Jack that that's exact that the same thing happened to her that happened to Saeed. Oh. Well, I, I feel like when he says she's under the influence of him, it makes it seem like she's not. Yeah, yeah, I guess they have to be the same. He said that other one. So she's just not as far along or something? Yeah. Or it just, I don't know, it just seems weird. I agree that she seems different, but I, I feel like she shouldn't be, like her origin should be the same, but maybe because of who she is or something, the effects it's having on her are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Wild, wild conjecture. Um, 
How do they build a machine that tells the balance, <laughs> the balance of good and evil for for each man? That that's a good question. Is that a can you get that a sharper image? <laughs> I that would be pretty awesome if you could. I would like one. Next to the massagers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That that's weird. It's yeah. It's really weird. It's really weird. Um, but um, for the moment, I'm going to take their word for it. So, did you think you know every when I rewatch this scene um, and Dogen tries to stab Satan in the throat? I can't tell if he stops himself from doing it or if he is being blocked from doing it ah. by some force. Right. So, I mean, that's a possible, like, the idea maybe that Saeed's a candidate and he can't kill him for that mm-hmm. reason. Um, or there's some rules about the people Smokey claims. Um, you know, I mean, they, they, you know, they try to get Jack to do it and you know, he tries to get other people to do it. And Yeah, it seems like mm-hmm. for, for whatever reason he can't seem to do it. Although, really, my interpretation of the way they played it, it seemed like, it seemed like it was the ball, the baseball falling off of the table that caused him not to do it. That he saw the baseball, he thought of his son, and it was sort of, he couldn't, he couldn't bring himself to kill this guy, you know, when he was thinking about that. Yeah, I didn't know how the baseball played into it. Um... You know, because Saeed sort of asked, that question later and his answer is this story about how he came to the island and so I yeah I mean it's not totally explicit but I I feel like it that that's the reason why he doesn't stab Saeed yeah but but when he when he when he's actually doing the strike to stab him he he sort of stopped that and it's like a split second before the baseball falls yeah so it's like he hesitates or something stops him before he even sees the baseball yeah. Now he doesn't continue. You know, then he sees the baseball and he decides not to continue. Of course. Yeah. What I got from that baseball thing, and I get your point about the story he tells later, but what I get from that, or what I thought we were supposed to get from that, is that he he sort of remembered his. Basically, he's being reminded of the rules, or he's being he's remembering his commitment or his job duties or whatever. Like he sees that baseball, you know. It, I, I didn't, and I couldn't tell if it falling off the table was supposed to mean anything. Like, yeah, like I, I don't know, but um, but I got the sense he was kind of like reminded of the rules, basically. I think that works too, like because I think the baseball can represent both his son, his past life, and his you know personal tragedy and. <laughs> his responsibility and job on the island. Yeah. So so I think I think it kind of works to be both. Mhm. I mean, I feel like the son thing though, I don't know why he it would matter about his son because he has no problem with Saeed dying. Right. <laughs> and he has no problem if he, you know, I feel like it's more about the rules that he can't kill him. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I I guess I I I feel like somehow um you know he can't bring himself to do it even though he you know wants Saeed to be dead because he thinks he's evil. 
But then you're saying, so there's two reasons why he's not going to do it. Yeah. Okay, which is not yeah. the simple answer. I agree. You're uh, right. This is not a New Year's Justin theory. <laughs> you're right. But I, I, I don't know. That's that's the way the episode is, is pushing me towards. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what I'm going to say. Could be wrong. All right. First time for everything. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> that'll be that'll be my one wrong theory. Mhm. Oh, speaking of, I meant to bring up this up on the last podcast. Uh I've been I I I sort of combed through some of the some of the older posts on the last slowdown and I found this little trivia section um which was about the last slowdown and about lost itself and one of the questions was, um, who believes 100% that the sickness does not exist? And uh, <laughs> that was me. So, nice. uh, yeah, I just uh, want to point out how wrong I was. I really didn't think we'd be getting to the sickness this late in the game, but uh, here it is. It exists. And, uh, I, uh, you know, the evidence was pointing the other way back then. That's my defense. But, mm-hmm. um yeah, we. I guess. I guess we just didn't. Uh, you know, the circumstances that that causes the sickness to manifest weren't there. You know, I think a problem I'm having is I don't really. So Jacob, uh, I think Jacob sends Ilana to pick up Saeed and sort of get him on the plane. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so so he's like taking a direct role in that in a way that he didn't with anybody else except. her early, I think. Um, and then uh, once Saeed is, is, is uh, back on the island and then uh, he gets shot, you know, Jacob goes to Hurley and makes sure that Hurley takes Saeed to the temple, um, mm-hmm. you know, to get healed. Like he takes a personal interest in Saeed seemingly. Um, but uh, it's, it's hard for me to imagine this is what he wanted to happen. Well, no, I think I think the the the, uh, the the problem in the plan was that the water wasn't clear. Okay. Okay. And it didn't, and it didn't save him. Like. Yeah. Now the question, of course, is now why why didn't he know this would happen? Right. Right. Since he seems to he seems to have some kind of foreknowledge. Mm-hmm. Or um, at least should know how the pool works. That too. You know, and it's like, okay, well, if I'm the one who's powering this thing and I'm dead, then maybe, yeah. you know, maybe it's not going to work anymore. Yeah. It's a little weird to me that this entire time they've been on the island, there's this pool on the island that will just heal you, whatever your wound is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's good they didn't get in the temple before this, or that would have been, you know, the thing, like, go to the pool, get healed. Nobody yeah. needs to die. Don't worry, take Boone to the temple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Don't kill yourself, Jack. It's it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> uh yeah, and, and of course now it's tainted, so they can't use it. You know, like mm-hmm. I think they had to do that or the stakes wouldn't be high enough. Totally. You know. Um didn't really occur to me before. Like it sort of works for the story because Jacob's dead and stuff, but uh yeah, that's I don't know. Not sure what what my point is supposed to be, but there's some random thoughts. It's like where's Waldo? Got to find it. Yeah, yeah, it's in there. I think. Um. Well, I think we both, you know, anytime you make a lot of uh, 
hypotheses, uh, some will be wrong. Yeah. But uh, but I like that you thought 100% that there was no sickness. <laughs> I was so sure. I was I was willing sure. to go that far. Uh, yeah. I mean, it happens. I I uh, I've had a number of wrong theories. I remember at a certain point in season five, I thought. You know, I thought Charlotte was going to live because she found her constant, and, you know, that was just mm-hmm. way off base. Um, <laughs> oh, that Dan was her constant? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't, I, don't think, I don't think they're ever going to bring up the constant thing again, although now that I say that, they probably will. Yeah. Are you 100% sure they won't bring I'm up the constant? I'm 100% sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's easy to get things wrong. I mean, you know, they... There's a lot of details. It's hard to get them all right. You know, and they're not 100% explicit about how we're supposed to take certain things. Yeah. You know, and there's definitely, later on in this episode, there's definitely some things that happen that I really don't understand based on what we've seen before. Well, we'll have to talk about that. But, yeah, we'll 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 certainly get to that eventually. Uh, you want to go to the next scene? Sure. Uh, let's see. Ah, the next scene, um, we have Smokey, Locke, and Claire. That's Smokey Locke, not Smokey and Locke. Um, uh, and Claire talk outside the temple grounds. Claire wonders why Smokey doesn't get someone else to do it or just do it himself. Locke says he can't. Claire says if she goes in there, she needs to know that she'll get her son back. Locke assures her, I always do what I say. Claire nods and begins to walk away, but then asks, are you going to hurt them? And Locke says, only the ones who won't listen. Claire leaves, and Locke uh, walks away from the temple. Lost. Boom. Great season finale. (laughs) Wow. Uh... So one of the things I didn't notice the first time I saw the episode, but upon rewatching, uh, is that they're standing outside the circle of ash mm-hmm. that that that's around the temple. Yeah. You know, the layout of the temple is a little confusing to me. Oh, me too. Um, I have no I, I, clue what's going on in there. I think I get it now from from some of the descriptions they said in this episode that. There seems to be the temple wall, which which I guess is pretty, because I, I believe Sayi says Locke is waiting a mile south right outside the temple wall. Yeah. Which means that the wall is like a mile away. I guess. That's what I it mean, that's like. a pretty huge area. Yeah. Um, to, to wall off for the temple. Um but then you see in it, like with this scene, that the that the actual circle of ash is just around the main temple part. Right. So like you can get through the the gate or the wall, and then you got like a long time before you actually get to the actual main part of the temple. The inner circle, if you will. Yeah. Um, so that that's interesting um, because it made me wonder why Smokey was, you know, you know, we see Montan and those guys go down and. Mm-hmm. And the little hole next to the wall. So I'm thinking, well, how close is that to the actual main temple? Right. You know, it seems like that's an easy way to get into the temple if you're already sort of right there. But it seems like that's actually far away. Yeah. 
I think it's supposed to be. Um, I don't think they've really showed us that. I think they, they've they've only shown the wall and then deep inside. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we've ever seen the in-between area. I think that's why I got confused about the idea that Sawyer shot some guy on the way out. Because when he left that door, in my mind, he just left the temple ground mm-hmm. altogether. Yeah. You know, but then there's that intermediate area, and that's where he shot some guy, and you know that's just not how I envisioned Allegedly. it. Allegedly, and like the way the story plays, it really does seem like the inner temple is all there is. Yeah, but in reality, I guess that's not the case. Yeah, well, I guess it's a big island. Yeah. Yeah. So Claire asks, uh, "Why does it have to be me? You could send." Sawyer, Jen, or do mm-hmm. it yourself, and he says, if I could do it myself, we'll be asking you. Um, oh, Claire, come on. Uh, but he doesn't so, mention why not Sawyer or Jen. That's what I said. Oh. I'm pretty sure I said that. Um, yeah, he says, why not Sawyer or Jen or do it yourself? Um, and so I'm assuming he's saying he can't do it himself because of the ash. Right. Although later... Lennon says the only thing keeping him out is is Dogen. Right. So I didn't know what that meant. Uh, that's what I was bringing up earlier. That's the thing I don't understand. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was well established that the ash keeps Smokey out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bram puts a circle of ash around himself, and Smokey can't seem to penetrate it. He uses a little trickery to get Bram out of the ash so he can kill him, but... You know, it it didn't seem like Bram was Dogen there. Uh, so I don't understand how that fits in with this, where it seems like somehow Dogen is giving power to the Ash, or, you know, I don't know. It seems like the Ash is still playing a role, but somehow Dogen is the power source or something. And and once Dogen dies, the Ash becomes, you know, stop, ceases to function. Well, here's the theory that I think explains it. You ready? All right. Time for a theory. Here we go. He came up with it. That the that the that the ash that the power of the ash is connected to who put it down. Okay. So if the person who put it down is dead, then it's ineffective. Ah. Okay. Maybe maybe that's interesting it. theory. Okay. Okay, so... It's hard for me to believe Dogen did the whole ash ring by himself. Especially since they showed some others spreading the ash and they weren't mm-hmm. Dogen. Yeah. Um, but, it, but it's his ash. But it's his ash. Okay, okay, okay. Or he's the leader. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone has their own supply of ash and all the ash at the temple was Dogen ash. I just, you know, I just hate scenes like that where, where yeah, where, where some established mythology gets debunked by some random character saying some little line. Yeah. Where, like, he was the only thing keeping it <laughs> Why did you just say that? No one had any problem with this, and then you just had to come in and say that. I know, I know. It's, yeah, and it's like, and he gives no detail. There's nothing no. we can, there's nothing we can take from that to really figure out what's what he means, why they had him say that. It's just, you know... <laughs> And it's Saeed true, just says, I know. And it's I like, mean, that's the thing, yeah. Saeed, Saeed seems to verify that claim in the fact, especially because he killed Dogen. So yeah, like, and Smokey promptly enters the temple. Yeah, so it's like, well, that seems to be true. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I I think it is true, but yeah, it's it's it is frustrating when I mean I guess yeah I I don't know. It's yeah, I don't know what to do with that. Me either. I think your I think your theory is at least at least points in the direction of something that you know is something that they might say. Yeah. Later on. You know, but I, I it kind of feels like a retcon. Like, why couldn't um, they just have someone, you know, break the ash circle? Like Claire. Like Claire, sure. <laughs> I mean, it seems like she could have done that right at the beginning when they were standing next to the ash circle. Yeah. Just sweep it away, in goes Smokey, and, maybe, you know. Okay, so maybe this is one of those cases where they're introducing a new element, and maybe the answer is that, Smokey, like the the ash was keeping Smokey out, but but maybe you know here here it goes. The rules Uh-oh. say you know uh, he can't come in and let you know if, if Dogen is there. Okay. It no matter whether there's ash there or not. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um. Yeah, it, it's weird. They they kind of just uh just 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 put some wrinkles in that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and I mean I think Lennon actually says he was the only thing keeping him out. He did say that. Like not even you know the last thing keeping him out or you know I mean it's it's I mean he left he left no room for the ash. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like Smokey wanted Dogen to come see him. You know that's what Claire said yeah. in the beginning. Right. So it seems like he wants, and that that's the thing that seemed to reinforce the Ash theory. Like, okay, well, if he leaves the circle of Ash, then he's unprotected. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Oh, lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, endless problems. I mean, the thing is, like, some of these could just be sloppy writing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they do deleted that sometimes. The, or deleted scenes, sure. Production yeah. error, all kinds of things. Well, it, yeah, and again, this scene, they're standing next to a circle of ash, and Locke is saying, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't It doesn't make sense that they – I mean, Dogen's still alive as well, but, I mean, they're making the, they're making the connection between the ash and his inability to go in. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's hard to believe they forgot about the ash by the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what they're doing there. That'd be a really fast retcon. <laughs> um, I like that he says I always do what I say. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of threatening. <laughs> yeah. That means Richard's dead. Uh oh. <laughs> um, yeah, no Richard in this episode. Yeah, no Richard. He was supposed to be going gonna... straight to the temple because that was the only safe place to be. <laughs> yeah, everyone else made it there. Yeah, yeah, it was it was everybody made at the temple. Yeah, I wonder what the where is where's the where's old Ricardus? Yeah, uh, he, good question. Because he wouldn't choose to go with Smokey, so right. he would die then. Yes. Yeah, that's right. But he although. I'm curious now that Jacob's dead if if Richard would start aging. Oh, that's interesting. 
Yeah, possibly. Not that we would notice it all that fast. Maybe he'll maybe he'll hyper age. Ooh. He'll, his 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 years will catch up to him fast. Play catch up, yeah, they could do that. He'll be Ugh. dead soon. Ugh. Well, it is season six. It is. The season of death. The season of death. That's that's what they're calling it. Um anything else in the scene? <laughs> Only the ones that won't listen. Oh, okay, that's fair then. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I mean we we can talk about this maybe more at the end, but I'm not re- I'm not clear on exactly what Smokey's plan is. You know, why does he care? Why does he care if he has if people are at the temple? Oh, when he leaves? Yeah. Well, because I think um I think that ties directly into what his whole motive is. Okay. I mean, because his, his, his prime motive, they keep saying, is to kill everyone on the island. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I think, you know, it's just like he wants everyone to be dead because he just, I guess, at the least, thinks that people shouldn't be on the island. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like, you know, if you want to leave, I mean, Dogen sort of says he's free and it just, you know, leave, just leave. Mm-hmm. You know, but it seems like he feels the need to do all this other stuff. Yeah. You know, to get everybody to leave. Mess. What? He's gonna clean up Jacob's mess. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I bet we'll get that line. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a last line. Jacob left me a mess, and I had to clean it up. Mhm. Jacob's very messy. Uh, uh, so next thing? we we do find that um uh, uh we do find that apparently at some point Smokey has promised Claire that she'll get Aaron back. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like um the show's juggling so many plot lines that they couldn't really they didn't really have time to address them all. So by the end of this episode, it seems like that that thread has been sort of tabled for the moment. What do you mean? I mean the idea of her getting her son back. Well, what do you mean? I think she. You mean well, I don't know. She doesn't mean. get her son back. Oh yeah, of course not. You right? mean like the fact she didn't get her son back this episode? Yeah. Yeah, of course not. It's been yeah. like three hours or something. Well, the point is, or... he was supposed to be at the temple, and she leaves without apparently even looking for him. Well, but yeah, because Kate, Kate tells her that Aaron's not there. Right, but again, it doesn't seem like that. It doesn't seem like that registers sufficiently. You know, I mean, they don't they don't address that as a problem, like her realizing that that was a lie, and you know, like she just sort of leaves, like, you know, nothing really is wrong. So, I mean, I assume in a later episode they'll sort of pick that up and, and, and resolve yeah. it, you know, but it seemed like in the ending they, you know, they wanted this big dramatic conclusion. They just have time to work in all that other stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, what is Claire going to do? Like, come up to Locke and say, like, you lied to me or something? Or Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't or, work. Or it wouldn't work. work. Yeah, it wouldn't work. Yeah. And yeah. I think the whole thing is she wants to get her son back. He he. I think he knows that Aaron isn't in there. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, I'll get your son, you know, I'll get you back to your son, but it's not like, you know, it's not like it's going to be this episode or like, you know, we go into the temple and you're going to get him. Right, right. But since she thinks he's in there, I feel like she should be expecting to get him back. That's the thing. I feel like she doesn't even think that. I mean, she should think that. She says she thinks that. I know, but I feel like she, I feel like she doesn't. Because she walks in, when she walks into the temple and talks to Dogen and all those, she never says, where is my son? Yeah, you're right. You know, when they kidnap her, they, she doesn't say, put me in Aaron's cage. Right. You know, like, right. I feel like she doesn't act like he's in there. I feel like somehow in this episode, somehow Claire knows that she's not in there. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was trying to get at. I mean, I feel yeah. like they, you know, they had the point, they had the, the, the problem they wanted to address in this episode primarily was Saeed's story, and I just... Maybe... Maybe there's a deleted scene where, you know, because the last, you know, we saw a lot come into, you know, Jen and, and Claire talking. Mm-hmm. And Jen was saying, I can, you know, I'm your way back to the temple. Aaron right. is there. You need me. And yeah. you know, Jen doesn't come with them. So maybe, you know, maybe we'll find out Locke said, you know, Jen is, Jen is lying. Like, Jen is lying about this lie. He was telling the truth the first time. And, and you know. But then, okay, but then, yeah, but then that's... But then he doesn't right admit because, he was lying. Well, but then that doesn't even work because later Claire does tell Kate they have my son. Right, right. She's just acting weird, and they keep saying she's acting weird. So she's I inconsistent. Not, yeah, so I think I think it's fair that she's, she's, she's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's supposed to be the idea. But I guess my point was it just seemed like, it seems like as the audience we know he's not there, so it didn't it didn't seem weird to me that, like, they didn't come back to that, after, right. especially after Kate was like, I took him, and it's like, right. well, okay, he's not here, so. Right, yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah, that is supposed to settle the issue. It didn't seem weird to me either, you know, and I think they got, they got, they made sure Jin wasn't there so that we didn't have to have a son Jin reunion, mm-hmm. you know, because that would have cluttered things up as well. Man, we'll get to it, but I love when, when uh, Miles was like, Hey, where's your husband? <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's like, you know, his son is like the only one who hasn't seen Jen. Yeah. I, I love when it's same with Kate and Claire. It was like, everyone's seen Claire but Kate. Everyone's seen Jen but son. And yeah. Like, son, you're like, you're like a, almost a season behind now. You know? <laughs> like, catch up. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. She really is. It's... Uh... <laughs> It is really old news that Jen is alive. Yeah, it's really old news. <laughs> You're just finding that out? Yeah, by the way, the Civil War is over. <laughs> what? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, she's... <sighs> yeah, and Miles, yeah, Miles just casually saying that. It was, mm-hmm. yeah, that was kind of comical. <laughs> I think Miles would be surprised to see Son. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you're alive? Yeah. Yeah. I would love, I would love somehow, I don't never do this, of course, but I would love for all the characters to just go, go to a bar and get drunk and, and all tell each other their adventures on the island. <laughs> would that be awesome? Yeah. 
Yeah. You did what? You're right, because it's it's that was something I realized watching rewatching the earlier parts of the show. Like characters really don't know the other characters' stories. No. I mean, they know some. They know what they were there for, but the you know they they missed a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, watching. they could have they got they got great stories to oh, tell each so other. Oh, great stories to tell each other. Oh, it's so awesome. Yeah. That would be a really fun all night. Let's mm-hmm. get drunk and tell stories to each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Son's like, then I lost my wedding ring, and I was so so guilty and upset, and I was just digging through that garden. <sighs> That's not the one I would lead with Char- if I were Charlie's her. Like, Charlie's like, and then Vincent bought me a statue full of drugs, and I'm like, what's going on here? I just mean, like, those little things like that, like, just, mm-hmm. like, little, like, you have no idea what happened. Yeah, yeah. You know, Kate, you know, I woke up in a tree. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone ever ever found that out. No. Did she you guys wake someone. up in any strange Did place? Wake up in a, yeah, exactly. Like, anyone wake up any tree, in a tree any point on the island, <laughs> you know? I was the only one, huh? Well, hmm, interesting. Yeah, that's the thing, like. <laughs> Because they could like they could make a game of it and do like points, you know, mm-hmm. like you know how many people went to how many people were on the sub, you know, ooh, you know, ten points if you were ever on the sub, or yeah, how many people were in the you know were flashed to the seventies, ooh, you know, twenty points, <laughs> if you, if you, you know, fifty points if you lived through the seventies, or you know, well, <laughs> how many people saw Jughead, you know, like, mm-hmm. how people know what Jughead is. No, that's that's your question. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that'd be so great. That'd be so. How awesome. many people actually actually uh, were in the same place as Jughead? Mm-hmm. Um, How many people did their laundry at, in the Swan? Yeah. Don't forget, they had washer and dryers. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh... Oh yeah, the washer and dryers. Wow. Mm-hmm. I bet that. Don't forget. It's a good one. How many people push the button? How many people push the button? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that uh, you know, who how, how many people how many how many people knew about the hatch when? Mhm. Uh <laughs> How so many people stuff. even know that the flame station existed? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that it communicated outside the island and you know, Who's, yeah, who's been to the Hydra Island? Yeah, yeah, that's a select group. Yeah. How do people even know there's a Hydra Island? Exactly. <laughs> Who landed on the runway? There's so many, you know, there's so many good good little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many people got on that helicopter? Yeah, exactly. How many people were ever on the helicopter? Or the How freighter. many people went to the freighter? Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, wow. Yeah. How, wow. Many, how many escaped the freighter? Yeah. How many yeah. survived how many survived the helicopter crash? <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's a there's a lot. There's a ton of there's a ton of points. Yeah. 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 The, how many know about the donkey wheel? Oh, that's a small group. That's a really small group. Yeah. That's pretty much that's pretty much Locke and Ben. Yeah. And I don't think anybody else knows about that. Yeah, no. 
I think some of the Dharma people kind of knew about it. Yeah. But uh, but as far as main characters, yeah, I don't think I don't think they ever had yeah, a clue exactly. like what caused the time traveling to start. Yeah, uh, that's exactly yeah. That's and that that's the thing like explaining like you know I can just see the argument they got you know that that would erupt at this at this, uh, at this party of like that's why the flashes happened. <laughs> And then it's like, that's why they stop, you know, like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Jack is like, no, 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 they, you know, we saved you guys by coming back. No, 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 we were already saved, like, for three years, you know. Like. Mm-hmm. But wait a minute, destiny. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome to see the characters just talk about all the stuff that, that, uh, that that's happened. Yeah, if they put if they put all their stories together, I feel like they'll really understand what was going on on the island a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know, their little partial stories must be really confusing. Yeah. Yeah, Jin needs to tell someone he he flashed to Rousseau coming to the island. Yeah, yeah, like he he casually mentions um, mm-hmm. that when they when they find Montan's skeleton, and it's like, okay, so I guess they kind of know that happened, but like, well, you know, but that's the thing he didn't he didn't say he flashed to when Rousseau was. Right. Yeah, that's he right. Just, he it's, just said why the guy was missing an arm. Yeah, he and, just, and that's no clue of when it happened. Right, right. You know, obviously. Or, or really no clue of how he knows that. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, no one really like pressed him on that. Or... But, yeah, that's, that Jim's got a really good one. Like, Jim's man. got a great one, yeah. <laughs> he's got a 100-point adventure right there. Yeah. Yeah, wow, guys. I saw Rousseau's team arrive to the island. <laughs> yep. Beat that one. Yeah, beat that one. No one, no one else has got that. <laughs> Yeah, you think Saeed was the first person to, to meet Rousseau, and it's mm-hmm. Jin. Nope. <laughs> nope, yeah. Not only was he there for that, but he was there for, uh, you know, the key parts of her story. Mm-hmm. With the exception of Alex being taken. How many people even realize that Ben took Alex? Yeah, that's not a lot of people. Like, I, I don't think a lot of people, like, personally. How many like, people I, know Alex? Uh, yeah, good point. <laughs> I guess most of them, but still. I think some of them know about Alex. Yeah. But I don't know how many people really, really know her or have seen her. Although I guess she was there when they were in that big group. Yeah, she was there for a while. When but do they know what that the backstory was? Do they know she helped Claire escape? Like, how much do they know? Yeah. They know she lived with Ben as his daughter for years? Yeah, like, she helped, she helped uh, 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 Kate and... Sawyer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, escaped the Hydra too. Yeah, wow, she was all over the, the place. Because you weren't supposed to be in those cages. Oh gosh. Blah blah blah. Those cages. <laughs> <laughs> what, Alex? Enunciate. Enunciate. I still don't, don't know what she meant. We don't know what you're saying. <laughs> something, something, something in those cages. Well, okay. We got we got cages. We got cages. Something about cages. Yeah, remember? Yeah, she had the outrigger, and she mm-hmm. put that little uh, that little um, leaf trap door thing. Remember that little? Oh yeah, door? The her little, hidey hole. Her hidey hole. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, she was. She was. She was pretty. Pretty crazy back in the day. Very industrious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Throwing rocks at people. Oh yeah, she was all about that. It's like a hero of a of a like kids TV show. Totally. All right. Well, next scene. Okay, so the next scene is a flash sideways. Saeed sleeps on the couch at Nadia and Omer's house, and Omer wakes him up and tells him that he's in trouble. He borrowed money from a man who wants interest uh, indefinitely. Omer wants Saeed to convince these people to leave him alone. And he knows what kind of man Saeed is. Saeed is reluctant to uh, hurt people, but Omer appeals to Saeed's feelings for Nadia to get him to help. Uh, But Saeed says, I'm sorry, I'm not that man anymore. Boom. Um, I love... I love... In storytelling, how you have a and this is a classic example of you have a you have a character needing another character to do something, and they say no, right? And you go, oh, okay, well he's not gonna do it, you know, tough, tough shit, Elmer. Uh, but yeah. then of course, of course, you know things are gonna happen, and Saeed's gonna end up doing it, right? Right. It's great. It's great. He gets the. I mean, it's a classic Joseph Campbell hero. You know that that, yeah. that part of refusing the call. You know. Like, yeah. No, no, no. I'd rather not save the galaxy thing. <laughs> uh, right. right. You know, because it, it just works better that way than to be like, see, I need you to, you know, <laughs> break your, you know, your 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 morality uh, meter, whatever that is, and, uh, and go do this thing. And it's like, no, no, no. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Better than jumping in right away. And of course, they wouldn't. I mean, they wouldn't introduce this if you're just going to say no, and that's that. Mm-hmm. And that'd be that, and then he like, you know, Omer wins the lottery or something, and yeah. pays off this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's just a crap story. Yeah, that's just bad. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. It's. Um, I mean, he kind of does that on the island as well. You know, initially he refuses to do things. And His island storyline is a yo-yo. He really is. It's like, no, leave, no, go, no, no, leave, no, 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 come back, but not really. And leave, go, then, leave, leave, go. go, leave, go, leave, go, leave. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, so once we get this, it's clear that this is going to be the main conflict of this um, mm-hmm. story. Um, and this personal thing with Saeed and Nadia is going to be the background. Yeah. You know. Um, and they make clear, somewhat clear here, you know, Omer sort of knows, you know, there's something between the two of them, and he's even kind of using that to try to mm-hmm. convince Saeed to help him. <clears throat> yeah, which is interesting. Um <clears throat> For for a guy to say, hey man, if you like my wife, you can do this for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but I, but but you know we get we get sort of why this is sort of the case later in that you know Saeed had a chance with her, right? You know, uh, and that I you know his 
you know, the cultivation of his feelings for Nadia was when it was when she was fair game. Right. And it's not like he's been coveting his brother's <laughs> wife, you know, like when he didn't know her first or something like that. Right, right. Yeah. Because that'd be breaking the commandment. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Saeed takes his commandments very seriously. He does. Um, what else in this scene? Um, oh, I feel like I should bring up, I think that Omer is supposed to be that kid from that one yeah. scene who couldn't kill the chicken. He has to be. I mean, how many brothers can say you'd have? Yeah, good um, point. <laughs> I mean, they probably said his name. I just don't, I don't remember. I don't even know if they said his name in that episode. Oh, maybe they didn't. I don't, yeah. I feel like I feel like they said Saeed's name, you know. He was like, Cause yeah. you, I think you, you know, you're supposed to be confused on which one's Saeed. And, That's right. That was the punchline, that yeah. Saeed was the one who killed the chicken. Saeed's the killer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you like, know? this This kind of does, this mirrors that, you know. Yeah. His brother can't handle In the situation. situation. can't handle. And, yeah. You know, to the rescue. Saeed has what it takes. This time it's not, it's not a chicken. Right. It's a Kimi. It's a Kimi. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, both Kimis and chickens like eggs. That's Hey, look at that. <laughs> Wow. Oh, yeah, that's why he was eating eggs. Wow. I found that whole egg thing to be really weird. It was and maybe really that was weird. supposed to be the connection. Um, uh... <laughs> I mean, just, just, you know, the chicken and then, not you know, just some sort of loose, tenuous connection. Right. I, it, that actually sounds convincing to me now. Although, it, I thought it would be a, probably a little bit better if he was making chicken, but that's a little more involved. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He needed something he could prepare quickly. Yeah. Because he had to make good eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was... was, Please, someone eat his egg. He was acting like... To to me, he reminded me of a character from some other movie or something. Like, he just... He walked in from another universe. Yeah. Like, it just... It just didn't... That's not the way people on Lost are normally. No. I got poached. I got I got broiled. I got get, get what do you poacher. want? Get the get the George Foreman egg poacher. <laughs> yeah, he's like what? Since when are you Eggman? Yeah, no. Why are you the king of eggs over here? <laughs> um, but I guess they're really good. Um, I guess he never eats them, but that's the way it goes. Yeah, I think he takes a bite, doesn't he? Does he? I thought he just he set it down and sort of like rubbed his hands and then never touched it again. Yeah, that that, that seems. That, yeah, because I was thinking, uh, anytime actors have to eat foods that like I wouldn't want to eat, mm-hmm. I always wonder like, do they care that they're eating that? Yeah. You know, do they take a bite and spit it out when the camera's not on them, or do they, you know? And I think, yeah, I think maybe you're right. He didn't eat it because I'm thinking, you know, oh, I wouldn't have to eat those eggs because I don't eat eggs. Right, as you know, um, and uh, and uh, and I think yeah, he actually doesn't eat them. Fine. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, but that's another scene. Um, it is. <laughs> we will get to that one eventually. Um, so shall we uh, continue? This this particular scene is just kind of exposition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So the next scene, we go back to the island. Uh, Saeed's in the temple courtyard preparing to leave because he's been banished. Oops. Yeah. Miles talks to Saeed and asks him what's up, 
We find out from Miles that the others tried to save Saeed but failed, and Saeed was dead for two hours. They did not bring Saeed back, according to Miles. Claire enters the temple courtyard and tells Dogen, who sort of comes out there, um, he wants to see you outside the temple grounds. Dogen refuses, saying that Locke will kill him. Uh, he doesn't say Locke, of course, but I'm just referring to him as Locke. Um, Claire tells him to send someone Locke won't kill. Uh, Dogen orders some others to stop Claire from leaving and orders Claire to be put in the hole. Then he asks Lennon for Jack and Hurley. Lennon tells him that they left and can't be found. Dogen is frustrated and looks to Saeed, saying, come with me. Saeed is curious about this request, and Dogen says, things have changed. All right. So here's flip-flop number one. Did things really change? No. I feel like they didn't. No. See, my interpretation, the first time I watched this, I thought things did change. But Mm -hmm. the second time I watched this, I realized his first instinct is to send Hurley or Jack out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing because they're candidates, um, uh, Smokey can't kill him Yeah. as per the little kid. Um, so, so, so then I guess he decides to try to send Saeed out there. Um, as a kind of last ditch effort. Well, really a two for one. And a two for one. <laughs> Yeah. Or really, maybe just a one, because oh, one. if he expects Sayu to die, then what is he going to get out of sending Sayu to talk to, to, to Locke? Right. Since he did not expect him to come back. So, or really, two for one, that's really a one. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is, this is definitely the first flip-flop. Yeah. He, do, he doesn't, I don't think he has in mind that... Um, I don't think he has in mind that Saeed's going to sort of, you know, go out there to talk to him. I mean, he doesn't even tell Saeed to do that. I actually wonder if Hurley or Jack were around, uh, if he would have sent them on the same kind of mission. You know, if he would have given him the knife and said, like, stab him as soon as you see him. Well, no, I don't think so, because the reason he told Saeed to do that was because he thought Locke would kill Saeed, would kill the person who stabbed him, and, and if he's if he's going to send someone Locke can't kill, then why have that person, you know, try to try to you know provoke Locke into killing them? Right. So I think I think it wouldn't he wouldn't have done the knife thing. He they would have just sent him for information, and Jack wouldn't have went. Right, right. Of course not. Jack, Jack wouldn't have went. Jack doesn't go anywhere. Jack's not leaving unless Hurley says so. Right. Unless they can come up with another quote from his dad. Exactly. <laughs> Stop, count to five, Jack. <laughs> oh, no. What did you say? I'm going. Uh, get out of my way. I'm cursed. Um, yeah, it was weird uh, to have Claire come in and do this. I mean, obviously, we this is set up from the scene before. Yeah. Uh, I like that she tells Dogen to speak English. Oh, yeah. Um, so like at this point, you know, we only got a couple more episodes left. Don't don't waste our time, buddy. Yeah, yeah, that was that was fun for the first couple hours, but mm-hmm. we're we're done with that. 
he's 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 all English now. Um Yeah, um and oh so yeah, like what I said earlier, I think um I'm concluding from what Miles said that um that the uh that it the spring wasn't what brought Saeed back to life. No, and I'm also happy uh uh that Miles said that to Saeed. Yeah. Like by the way, something evil has taken you over because uh it wasn't it wasn't these guys. Right. It must be something else. Right. Um, no, it's good that that my uh, that side because yeah, because you know at first I thought Jack saved him. Right. And then and Jack was like, I didn't do it. So he's like, I don't care. Like, all right. Um, but then, but then, yeah, then he then he assumed the other saved him. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, no, no, no. Try again. Right. Yeah. He keeps getting it wrong. Um. Hmm. I got a question about Saeed and Locke. I guess I'll wait for that. Okay. Till the next, till 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 the stabby scene. Okay, stabby, stabby, yeah. Um, all right. So shall we uh, go to the next scene? It's kind of straight lead in from this. Yeah. Um, Dogen leads Saeed inside the temple. Uh, Dogen asks Saeed where Jack and Hurley went. Saeed asks about he doesn't know. Saeed asks about Claire. Uh, Dogen says she is a confused girl under the influence of an angry man. Dogen pulls out a box from a, I don't know, a little plant. A plantern. Yeah, thank you. Plantern? Is that a word? Mm-hmm. That's the word for that thing? Yep. Plantern. I've a never plantern heard that. Plantern Wow. Wow. Nice. Okay. Uh, so he pulls out a, a box from a plantern. And Saeed asks, uh, what man? And Dogen tells Saeed he has been trapped for years, but since Jacob is dead, he's free now, and he will not stop until he's destroyed everybody now, every living thing on this island. He is evil incarnate. Dogen wants Saeed to kill him. He pulls out a knife from the box. He tells Saeed that he will come to you as someone you know, someone who died. Saeed has to plunge the knife into his chest before he speaks, or else it will be too late. Saeed wonders why he would do Dogen any favors. Dogen appeals to Saeed's claim of goodness and asks him to prove it. All right. So, are we... um? What uh? What's the? Let's see. What can I? What can I make of this? Um. Yeah. Let's see. Um. Yeah. There's a lot of things I want to bring up, and I can't seem to get a start here. How about we start with the knife? Okay. Okay. What about the knife? So, do you, do you think this knife is something special? I mean, what's, uh, you know, is this just an elaborate ruse? Or is there really something to what he's telling Saeed? Like, it turns out that Locke actually does speak before Saeed stabs him. So, it's kind of ambiguous whether, you know, it would have worked or not. I, well, 
I'm inclined to think that it wouldn't have, but, you know. Yeah, I feel like it wouldn't have worked, and I feel like, I feel like even though Locke said something before State stabbed him, I think if you're strict about Dogen's instructions, then it's that he can't speak after he's stabbed. Which he doesn't get to speak after he's, well, he does speak after he's stabbed, but that's because it doesn't work. That's what I assumed, like, you know. Like, when Mock says, hello, Saeed, like, that doesn't count. Okay. Yeah. But when he stabs him, then he's not supposed to be able to say anything after that. Okay. Okay. I see. So you're not assuming that, you know, that there was any truth to this story about how I, I feel like it, yeah. I mean, now, now it's obviously, you know, the, the crazy stuff to talk about here is like the knife and all that stuff. It, 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 there's some evidence on both sides, but I would say from how it plays out, he wasn't going to be able to kill Locke um, by, by using that knife. But what but what's weird with the knife is okay it's in the planter plant planter I think it's planter oh I thought it was planter uh, yeah I think it's planter oh okay uh and uh, yeah it seems like a planter should be like a lantern with a plant in it <laughs> well that won't illuminate anything <laughs> <laughs> um I guess not and yeah um. It's weird that it's hidden, you know, under this uh, in this planter thing, uh, and so that definitely makes me think that the knife has some something interesting mm-hmm. about it, some some symbolism. Yeah, some. I feel like it might come into play again since Saeed gave it back to Dogen. Although I guess he killed him with it. Oh, yeah, Saeed has it at the end. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, it makes me it makes me think it was you know they make it seem like it's going to work, and I think they have to do that. Right. So I think that's what's confusing. Yeah, because they're selling it to the audience as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're supposed to, you know, think this is real. I think at this point. Yeah. Um, so they can turn it around later. So. Um, it could be that Dogen is wrong. It could it could be he he hopes that this would kill Locke. Yeah, um, I mean, I think, or at he, the very least, kill uh, at the very least, Locke would kill Saeed. Yeah. I but, think he uh, wouldn't. He would certainly be happy if Locke were killed. Yeah. Um, that you know, that would sort of, you know, be a big, really solve his his big problem here. Uh, but I guess as a second best, if he kills Saeed, there's that. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like you can't kill Locke, and so I feel like I feel like um, Dogen should know that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Which is what Locke says. You know, Locke basically yeah. says he, he knows he, there's no way you'd be able to kill me. Yeah. I, 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 I believe Locke about that. Yeah. So, yeah. So I guess I'm assuming this is kind of an elaborate ruse. And this knife is special to Dogen, seemingly, but it's not necessarily like a magic knife or anything. Yeah. It, it certainly functions as a knife, as we see later. Mm-hmm. An ordinary knife. The stabbing part, it's, it's got that down. For stabbing, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I love uh, I love Saeed's line, since I've been here, I've been drowned, beaten, and tortured. It's your hands. Love that. 
It's like, don't forget uh, shocked and dust blown and, you know, uh, branded. Mm-hmm. Does, you know, it sounds like Jack when uh, when the others kidnapped him. It's like, you know, all this stuff you did to me, and now you want me to do you a favor. Right. Those others, man, they really put you out. Yeah. Yeah, they don't make it easy. Because they don't wear shoes. Yeah. Uh, what else in the scene? And they brush away their footprints. Well, why wouldn't they? Uh, so we find out that, at least according to Dogen, um, somehow Jacob was trapping, um, mm-hmm. was trapping Smokey. And did I say Jacob? Did I say Do- whatever? You know what I mean? Um, Said the right words. Uh, oh, good. Okay. I thought I said the wrong ones. Anyway, we so we find out that he was trapping him, and somehow, so now that Jacob's dead, he's free. That's what Duncan says here. Uh, but, the, you know, Smokey told Sawyer that he was trapped, you know, still, like currently. Uh, so I, I guess I'm wondering if he really is free I mean, I kind of asked this question earlier. Why not just leave? Go. Have your fun. I think, well, I think those are two different things. I think, I think when, I think, yeah, he, he told, he told Sawyer he was trapped, but it's, but I think, yeah, he, he was just recently not trapped. Okay. Uh, he sort of, tra- you know what I mean? Like he's, he wasn't being exactly on, Until know. very recently he was trapped. Until very recently he was trapped. And I okay. think he had been, you know, so he was trying to, you know, do all these random little things before he left the island. Yeah. Uh, he seems to, you know, the recruiting thing I think is part of it. I think leaving the island isn't isn't just it. Yeah. Uh, this whole recruiting thing seems to be important. He seems to have a little more on his agenda than going home. Yeah. Uh, but it's not... Uh, it's not clear what that is, but it does it does raise the question, um, you know, why why was Jacob trapping Smokey? How did he get trapped? You know, I mean, those those are kind of big questions for the show, but you know, I I guess I didn't really understand that. Um, like I I had the impression that they were both on the island and they both wanted to be there. It was just that. Smokey wanted to kill Jacob because he didn't like what he was doing mm-hmm. with the island. Not that he was trapped there by Jacob. You know, why would Jacob trap him there? I I think it's I feel like it's a little more complicated maybe than that. Not not necessarily that Jacob was trapping him there, but that like I think it has to do with roles, and I think they they both had specific roles. Um. So I feel like it's not it, – it, it's the same thing with Dogen, like, now that Dogen's dead, Smokey can enter, mm-hmm. you know. But it wasn't like Dogen – you know, I, it, again, maybe it has to be – you know, if it, if it is tied to the to the Ash, then it would be – you know, the Ash is really keeping him out, but that's kind of, you know, tied to Dogen. And, you know, Smokey can't leave the island, and that's tied to Jacob. Mm-hmm. You know, um but I don't know. I think I think I think the big questions like that is is uh, I don't think you can even I don't think you can guess what what the answer is at this point. Okay. Okay. I guess I, that's just not how I 
that's just not how I thought it was working. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't the impression I had. Uh, you know, um, previous to this, but yeah, it's it's. I mean, I'm sure later on we'll probably have a better idea what happened with them, and maybe this will make sense. Yeah. Um. Oh, and Dogen knows that. I mean, he calls. He calls. Dogen seems to have some clue what's going on. I mean, he's he seems to know quite a bit more than Ben ever did, mm-hmm. and also quite a bit more than Richard. Mm-hmm. Um, which I find kind of curious. Uh, although we do find out that Dogen was was sent there by Jacob personally. Yeah. Um, so that probably gives him a status that Ben didn't have. Although I think Richard might have had some personal uh, thing with Jacob as well. Um, but for some reason, Richard never found out what a candidate was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't really understand that. That seems really surprising to me, um, since he was there longer than Dogen was. I think. Um, yeah, it's odd that he would know less about a sort of major issue mm-hmm. on the island like that. Um, so, uh, oh, and so so he calls him a man. So, like, Dogen, Dogen knows that Smokey's a man, which I don't think is totally obvious. Um, if you didn't hear Smokey say that uh, mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago, I mean, wouldn't have been obvious to me. As far as I can tell, he's a smoke monster who can take the form of people mm-hmm. um, and seems to be, you know, impervious to injury. I mean, that's just not, you know, not what most people are like. Um, uh, and he also knows that he takes the form of people who died and and tends to take the form of people that, if he's going to appear to someone, he'll take the form of someone they they knew who died. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's which I thought was strange because at this point he can't really he can't change who what he looks like. So you know, it, it's almost like well, it's 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 fortunate that you know Saeed knows what Locke looks like, right? Otherwise, you know, like if it was someone, it, it makes it seem like I don't know if the connection is the candidates. Like, he had to choose a candidate, and therefore, since Saeed is one, like, ipso facto, he's going to know what that guy looks like? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems it seems strange. Yeah. And what if Saeed didn't know that Locke died? Uh, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think all the major losses know that by now. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, Saeed definitely knew. Cause, well, Saeed, Saeed definitely knew. Yeah, I mean, he he talked about it with Hurley. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, no, I think I mean certainly all the all the people who left the island knew, and like think, Jin, like did Jin know? Um, let's see, Jin doesn't necessarily know. He could know because he could know. Yeah. He was he, around people who knew. He was around people who knew, yeah. So it's at least possible that he that he knew. I mean, when he meets when he meets Locke, he does he does say John, which kind of suggests that maybe he didn't know. 
Mm-hmm. Although he might have just been shocked because he knew he was dead and he was seeing him. Yeah. Um, not not enough there to really know. I think if he didn't know, he knows now. He should know now, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I don't know what Smokey did with him, but I mean Claire suggests that he could have sent Jen to do something for him. So I, you know, I don't know, I don't exactly know what that means, but. Uh, and how does she even know like Sawyer and Jen? Uh, she knows Jen is around, but how did she know Sawyer's around? Yeah, well, I guess because at some point Sawyer was around her. Well, I would, I would guess maybe Locke just told her. Or that. That works, too. <laughs> I was assuming they had some kind of meeting or something. Yeah, there's no way Sawyer was around. Unless he... I mean, we don't know what happened after that whole scene in Claire's tent or whatever. Right. When Locke comes in. I, I doubt Sawyer was behind him, but maybe. <laughs> I do, too. But I'm assuming that Sawyer is not still, you know, stuck in that cave. Yeah, he definitely shouldn't be stuck in the cave. Hopefully he, I, I guess, I guess I would imagine he went, he, he came with them. Yeah. And yeah, the question, my best where, guess, unless Smokey just told him to go somewhere. Yeah. That, that, we, that we're going to find out about. Yeah, I don't know. Don't even know. Um, Yeah. Okay. So, um, let's see. Anything else about this scene? Uh, I think that's it. Okay. Um, So, the next scene is a flash sideways. Uh, Saeed walks Nadia's kids to the bus. We find out Saeed's leaving soon. The kids get on the bus. Nadia comes out of the house, sounding distressed. Cut to the hospital. A familiar spinal surgeon walks by. Nadia calls out for Omer. Omer has a punctured lung and internal bleeding. They think that he was mugged. Saeed tells Nadia to stay there with Omer. Nadia infers that it wasn't a mugging and tells Saeed not to do what he is thinking. She asks him to go home and wait for the kids. Saeed comforts Nadia and thinks about it. All right. End of scene. Flash. So, uh, I wonder if it's going to be, if that's the only little interaction with Jack they're going to have. He's going to have, I guess, and then that's all we get in this episode. Yeah, Saeed, you mean? Huh? You mean Saeed? No, well, the interaction between Saeed and Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, yeah, who the who the he was. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of looks like it. Yeah. It was just a walk-on cameo, which I actually thought was pretty nice. It was more subtle than they usually are. Mm-hmm. I caught it, but it's it goes by pretty fast. Yeah, it's a little, little shot. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was nice. Um, yeah, I'm assuming we'll get more with Jen 
Um, but I think Saeed's done with Jack. Okay. I would guess, but who knows? I, you know, I mean, I, I don't. I would, I would venture to guess that Saeed's not getting another episode. Uh, this is, this is it, and and so if he's gonna meet Jack, it's gonna have to be in somebody else's flash sideways. I guess if they all get together, he could see him again. I feel like the storytelling needs to continue. I feel like it shouldn't just end with. You know, the one episode is the only thing you get from whatever storyline that they're telling for that character. Uh, I, I mean, some of them end con- with some sort of conclusion, but some of them don't. Or some of them haven't. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like Locke and Ben need more uh, right. from that story. Um, definitely. And I feel like uh, Saeed and Jen need more. I feel like, you know, they have to tell what happened with Jen. Yeah, I definitely think that, that we'll get we'll get a Sun and Jen-based episode where we'll find out what happened, and we'll see how he ended up there, and presumably we'll see Saeed again at that point. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I definitely think that will happen. But, you know, there's only like 12 episodes left, and... You know, if they give Saeed two episodes, you know, I can't imagine they would do that and not give some other characters two episodes, and then, then it just gets, you know, the count just gets out of control. Well, everyone's not getting two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if anyone's going to get two, it's going to be... gonna share. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah, they're going to share. So, yeah, um... Yeah, I mean, I feel like we should see what happens after Saeed rescues Jen. Yeah, I agree. So, before and after that, so... Uh, I agree, and I, I think we'll probably... We'll probably see more with Locke as well. Yeah. I would guess. If only um, via a bin flash sideways or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be... That would be my guess. But if they if they do what you were suggesting earlier with the flash sideways and sort of have the characters come together, you know, then we can see them all. Yeah. At once. Yeah, I realize that's one of the things that they used to do a lot more in the early days of the show, you know, like everyone would appear in an episode. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't really happen a lot, and it hasn't for a long time. You know, they've always been... You know, since since season three, really, they've always been split up in some way. Totally. Yeah, they've always had different groups. Yeah. It's just they shuffle around, and then we go with one group, and then we go with another group, and, you know. It's rare that you, except in finales and in premieres, it's rare that you have everyone appearing. Yeah. All right, next scene. But it is the last season, so. Um, okay, yes. Uh, next scene is back on the island. Uh, Saeed is on a mission now. Uh, he encounters Kate in the jungle, and he tells Kate to ask Miles what she missed. Kate goes into the temple. We follow her. Miles uh, plays solitaire. Kate goes over to him. Miles realizes that uh, Sawyer was in no mood for visitors. 
Miles tells Kate that Claire's back. Uh, Kate asks Miles where she is. All right. There's that scene. Um, yeah. So Kate did go back to the temple. Uh, you're right about that. Yep. And as soon as she, Miles is, huh? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, no, finish. As soon as she goes back, she finds out that Claire's there. Oops. It was kind of, she finally had a good, <laughs> she finally had a fortunate coincidence. Yeah, she looked into because it could have been Claire was just there, but now she's gone. And right, you gotta go find Claire. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the pattern so far. Everybody gets to meet Claire, but her. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, finally she uh, manages to get in the same place, and so that's good. Miles is uh, Miles is useless as he's been all season, playing mm-hmm. solitaire and having no clue what to do with himself. He's, uh, I was going to say, he looks like he's playing with Dharma cards. Dharma oh, really? Cards. Yeah. Where did like, he... I, don't, I don't know why the others have Dharma playing cards. That's a good question. Yeah, not with the Dharma shit. It doesn't make sense anymore. No. God, what the fuck? I guess they stole them from the barracks or something. Is that what we're supposed to think? Yeah, I guess so. They get, they get confused. The prop you know, people, I mean. Yeah, you know, I was wondering, you know, earlier when when Saeed is banished the first time, uh, when when they're like when he goes outside and he and he grabs he grabs his backpack, and I'm just thinking, when did you get a backpack? Like, why is that your backpack, and where did you get it, and what like you know what I mean? Like they like Kate has a backpack, and yeah, you know, they all have stuff, and I'm like, when did you get stuff? I don't remember you, you know, you didn't come to the island with that backpack, so that's someone else's backpack. You don't think that's their luggage that they took on the plane? No. It flashed with lost, them? Any of that, yeah, any of that was gone with the flashes. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. I never, I didn't, I, well, you know what I did. I know what you did. Everyone knows what you did. Or didn't do. Or didn't do, sure, you could put it that way. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's true. It's true. I love the line, so you sent you packing, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that look Kate gives us, like, you little <laughs> so-and-so. Uh, and then, and then I, and then, and then he goes, I thought about going after him, too. And the, when I first heard that line, it sounds like, you know, it sounds like he was, you know, going after him for the same reason Kate was going after him. Right. <laughs> Which would have been weird. <laughs> right. No, LaFleur, I'm in love with you. <laughs> Forget about Juliet. <laughs> um, it was always Enos. It was always Enos and LaFleur. <laughs> I had your back, LaFleur. <laughs> I always had your back. Um, and then he says, uh, I knew he ended up berating me until I turned around and came back. Isn't that a line from before? Didn't someone else see something like that before? Uh, I feel like, I feel like that line is familiar, specifically about Sawyer. And like coming from my, like Miles saying that, or somebody saying that about Sawyer. Oh, Jack. 
Oh, that that it's reminding me of my my one of my favorite Jack lines. Oh, that, I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. What was the line? He said, uh, <laughs> "You uh, just call me a nickname and call me a name and something." Yeah. Yeah, a nickname, and if I'm lucky, no, he'll give oh, me. Oh yeah, it was it was it was something something, and if I'm lucky, give me a new nickname. Yeah. Yeah. So something like sarcastic comments and if I'm lucky a new nickname, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was from season one. That's that's old, old, old stuff. Yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good line. Jack had some good lines in season one. Yeah, he did. That was uh that was a classic Jack period. This is early period, before he went all arty. <laughs> Mhm. <laughs> he was much more satisfying. Oh yeah, all I'll give for my troubles is a is a smart remark, and if I'm lucky, a new nickname. There you I'm go. Really lucky, a new nickname. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it reminded me of that of just being berated until until he sent him packing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, they're they're signaling that Sawyer is kind of back in a way, the way he used to be. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I mean not really. I mean I don't really mean that, but because because of what happened, um, you know, as like some of the negative aspects of his old personality are back. Well, I just assume he, he meant that that's just how Sawyer is, like no matter what happened, like if Sawyer was upset or or didn't want to be bothered, that he would do this. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, because of the, I, I think, I mean, the circumstances are very extreme, and yeah, I mean, that's that's how he reacts to these things. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Is is Claire still hot? <laughs> That's what Miles says. Miles says that, and I'm thinking, like, okay, really? <laughs> like, I know you've been on the island for a long time, but, <laughs> but is that the first thought you have of, wow, that, that Australian chick's acting crazy? She's still hot, though. <laughs> like, come on, Miles. Let's, let's, let's get in the game here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. It was a couple hours that she was there. Acting all weird. I love how everyone's saying that, yet nobody knows, like... I feel like nobody knows why they're saying that. Because is she really acting that strange? Like, when she, she she's acting like she knows something. You know, mm-hmm. she's acting like, you know, in this scene, when you see what he's referencing, she's acting like, um, you know, she, she's got a message to deliver. I think <laughs> this is so one of the things that... I mean, if everyone keeps saying it, I think we're supposed to we're supposed to believe that. Yeah, exactly, and that's why everyone is saying it because they're trying to tell us. Okay, yeah. Everyone is seeing that Clay's acting weird, but it's just strange because, like, in this case, uh, you know, I don't think she's really acting that. You know, if I saw her, if, if he knew her for real, I could say, okay, I can see why he's saying that. Right. You know, but he doesn't really yeah. know her. He was. She uh, was definitely acting weird in the tent with Jen. That, exactly. She was definitely acting weird in that. Well, when she's, you know, about to murder someone, I would say, okay, yeah, you're right. She's acting weird. 
Yeah. Yeah. But but it's but it's one of those things where like they're trying to they're trying to telegraph that idea to us so all yes. these characters are saying it regardless of the fact if the character believes it. Right, right. Like, right. You just have to say this, Miles. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much how it is. Yeah. He he barely he barely even saw Claire. Mhm. Yeah, um, he didn't even know her name. Yeah. Yeah. There there was a weird thing with him. I, I he still, did have that weird, remember that weird thing with Claire. Yeah. Where after yeah after her house after the house she was in uh, got blown up and 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 they they make a run for it and they're trekking through the jungle and it's it's Sawyer and Miles and and Claire and she's got Aaron yeah he he Miles kept staring at Claire yeah and uh, and that was the big you know that's one of the big reasons why you know we think that she's dead. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And Sawyer had to had to like make him, you know, give him a restraining order, mm-hmm. and and then when she walks off, you know, Miles Miles says, "I didn't stop her because I had a restraining order." Yeah. Like he actually saw her doing it apparently, and just like sat there. <laughs> oh, Miles. <laughs> yeah. When are you gonna get that one point three million? <laughs> It's it's not gonna happen. Checks in the mail. Yeah, is it? <laughs> what mail? That, that that makes me think like what what was all that stuff about Ben being able to get whatever he wants to get? I know what you can do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't treat me like I'm one of them. Yeah. Oh, you I mean the candidates to replace Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know about. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What, was, what was it? What was that? Was around the magic box time, you know? That was like, oh, maybe, maybe this magic box has yeah. something to do with that. And yeah. it's like the magic box was a metaphor, right? Well, a metaphor for what? <laughs> because if you think about it, like Jacob was a box a metaphor for Jacob. I assume the box was a metaphor for the island. The island as in Locke. Because Locke also has a sort of, you know, he tells he tells uh, Saeed, you know, something very magic box like. Right, right, right. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't think Ben knows about that. I mean, I think Ben's yeah. kind of clueless. So I feel exactly. like Ben had this. I feel like Ben had this impression of the island as a place where, you know, a place that can make things happen for you. But, True, but but. How can he? How can he? It, that situation just seems weird. If he does, it, it it's like if if the power that Ben is going to wield comes from the island, it seems weird since he can't control it. Right. Right. You know? If the magic box is a metaphor, then it's like, well, how are you going to make whatever happen happen? Right. Well, if he doesn't seem like he has any direct control. Yeah. Back then, they were making Ben seem much more knowing than he does now. Yeah. Um, and Richard, Ben was too. in two scenes. He was in a scene and a tenth in this episode, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He definitely is down on the totem pole a little bit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's He's really not running the show at all. No. And I'm not even sure if he has a plan. I, how can he have a plan? He doesn't. Even, does he even know what's going on? I don't think he has a clue what's going on. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't wonder know how he, he feels about all the stuff that he engineered to make this happen. Like, because mm-hmm. it seems like he landed on that island and just lost control completely. What? Ben landed on the island. Yeah. And lost. What do you mean? You mean when he came back? Yeah. I mean. He was a big figure orchestrating getting all those people on that flight. Mm-hmm. You know, he was behind a lot of the stuff that got people on that flight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so he was invested in it. But then once they crash on the island and Locke reappears, like, he just loses control. Yeah. Well, I think he he technically lost control when he left because he wasn't even a leader of the others anymore. Well, Yeah. And then, but he was definitely in, in control in terms of orchestra, you know, helping people get back. But, uh, but that was, you know, once they were back, it's like, well, you've got nothing to do. Yeah, it just makes I mean, he me was wonder. Gonna, he was going to leave them. He was going to leave all of them behind anyway. You know, he was he was going to leave them on the on the mini island and, and go get judged or whatever. So right, yeah, but that was that it. I mean, was that the only reason he wanted to go back to the island? It just makes me wonder why he was so invested in making all this happen when it really just turned out not that great for him at all. Well, I think he thought, like many of us thought, that they had to come back, and it was, you know, all this quote-unquote bad stuff happened. Yeah. Uh, okay. Of, but, and that's that's really the question is, why did he think they needed to all come back? You know, I asked this before, you know, they had, the you know, this seemingly, you know, big network of other, of off-island others, Helping Ben coordinate the return right. of, the, of the of the losties, yet who who's telling him to do that? Who's telling these guys to do that? Yeah, you know why do they why does why do they think that's true that that you know that they all need to go back? Right. We haven't figured, we haven't found that out. Yeah, and then you know once I mean okay first they go back to the seventies and like mm-hmm. the others in the seventies of course have no idea about this but. Once they get back to the current timeline and they go to the temple, what does Dogen do? Shoot them. Mm-hmm. Shoot yeah, them exactly. all. Like, them all. wait a minute, what? <laughs> like, like if if the others, you know, were somehow ordered, you know, the off island others to help them get back, it doesn't seem, it doesn't make sense that like Dogen seemingly had no idea who they were. Well, I agree. Now that is a good point that that he. Well, well, I think that's the thing. I think he, he, I think he would have known the names, but he didn't. He didn't ask. Yeah, he <laughs> really didn't ask. Before he did kill them, he didn't ask their names, which was which was weird. Uh, Is that what it hinges on? He just sort of forgot to ask their names. Well, because like I, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, because Cindy was like they were on the plane, and it seems like he he should yeah. be like, well, they they might be candidates. Yeah. And he should know that the Oceanic Six were on the plane. <laughs> if he, I, so that's the question: is does he even know that that any any of those people left the island? Yeah. Well, maybe you know? not. But then that you know that raises the issue of who those people were that were helping Ben. Yeah. You know, were they just well, like, I don't think there's necessarily any communication between the island others and the off island others. Well, I guess not. Anymore. Yeah, not anymore. I mean, there was at one point, um, you know, with the flame. But mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, well, the flame got blown up. Flame got blown up, that's true. Um, 
Okay, but this, still though, then so the off island others aren't getting any communication. Then who are they? T- do they are they? Is the idea that they take orders from Ben because they don't know he's not the leader anymore? Like they're just. I don't even. I didn't even get the sense they were taking orders from Ben. I got the sense that they were all in agreement that that that, that the the losties needed to get back to the island. But how do they even know? I mean, <laughs> I just. Okay. You know, for the it's funny because you know all the you know <laughs> these losties were under attack by the others for how many seasons? Right. You know, and all of a sudden it's like, no, we need to help them get back to the island. Right. Yeah, that's where they're supposed to be is the island, the place where we are constantly attacking them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, what would have happened if you know those flaming arrows would have hit one of the candidates? Yeah. Or like you know, or, or could it have hit one of the candidates? I mean, maybe that's why these people are still alive. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's not true, but I feel like it might be. Yeah, they could say that if they want. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to buy well, that. You, but you can't, I mean, you can't apply it to everyone because there are some candidates that have died. I mean, most True. candidates seem to have died. So True, yeah. It, it doesn't seem like the candidates are necessarily protected. Uh, no, it seems like for some reason Smokey can't kill them. Yeah, Smokey can't kill them. But uh, but that, but that other people can kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, which just seems like, yeah, I... <sighs> I it's... it's it's very odd. It's very odd. Yeah, there's a lot of questions about that whole season four stuff. Um, My, yeah. Yeah. That we still don't have the answer to. We probably won't get answers to some of the some of the details of that whole that whole thing. It's just it's really odd to me that like big story points are still so ambiguous. Yeah, you know, by odd you mean frustrating? Yes. I just I would expect us to have some clear understanding of mm-hmm. why they needed to come back and you know what was supposed to have happened and you know it just that stuff it just, it just seems like it shouldn't still be a mystery. Yeah, why why they had to come back to the island? Yeah, yeah. That, that that should not be a mystery. Not yeah. two seasons from when that was important. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they introduced that idea at the end of season three, and here we are in the last season, and we still don't really know. (laughs) I mean, when they were off island, everything... Actually, no, everything wasn't bad for everyone. It was was, bad for some people. Yeah, some made out better than others. Yeah. I mean, you know... Uh, Jack Jack had a rough time. Uh, Kate seemed okay. Yeah, Curly wasn't okay. doing very well. Curly um, was doing well at first. Yeah, Hurley started seeing dead people. Yeah, and uh, that that sort of made him go crazy again, or want to be thought to be crazy again. Yeah, because I guess he's actually not crazy. According to Jacob, at least. Yeah. Well, he is crazy, but he's right. <laughs> um, and Saeed, of course. I mean, he, he he was also doing well for a little bit. He had nine months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Sun, uh, well, she, I mean, you know, I think, uh, you know, she, she was, she was mourning the fact that she thought Jin was dead, 
But she was definitely taking charge. You know, she bought yeah. her dad's company or a big interest in it, and, you know, she was sort of taking control of her life. So, in that way, it was good. Yeah. She wasn't the best mom, though. Well, you know. <laughs> Who is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah, it's hard to tell what what some of that stuff was all about. But um, anyway, back to this scene. Or this is the Miles Kate scene. Not much more here. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So do you want to go to the next scene? Yeah. Okay. Next scene. I'm gonna sort of. There's a commercial break in the middle of this, but I'm just gonna. Run You're gonna read the transcript from the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a transcript from the commercial, but you are invited to read it if you do. Well, I thought you were prepared for this. Well, I, I guess not. Guess not, indeed. I'll try to prepare better next time. So, in the next scene, Said walks through the jungle. He stops to take a drink of water, and we hear some uh, wind uh, rushing around, and then we hear the signature sounds of Smokey surrounding Saeed. Rock comes out of the bushes and says, hello, Saeed. Saeed promptly stabs Locke in midsection with the knife. The knife wound does not affect Locke in the usual way. There's no blood, and Locke pulls out the knife himself. And then Locke says, now why'd you go and do that? <laughs> Gee willikers. <laughs> yeah. Um... After a commercial, <laughs> yeah, what a what a weird expression. Um, you don't hear that a lot these days. Why'd you go and do that? Uh, after a commercial, Locke offers the knife back to Saeed, and Saeed says, what are you? Locke says Saeed has some idea since he skipped the hellos and went straight for the stabbing. Saeed tells Locke what Dogen said about him, i.e. evil incarnate, Locke tells Saeed that Dogen sent Saeed out there to be killed by Locke and correctly infers that this wasn't the first time. Uh, Saeed asks Locke what he wants. Locke wants Saeed to deliver a message. Locke tells Saeed that if he does what Locke says, Saeed can have anything he wants. Saeed says the only thing he ever wanted died in his arms and he'll never see it again. Locke says, but what if you could? And smiles. That I would deliver that message for you. <laughs> yeah, that's haste. Um, that, that makes me, I, I want to bring up the, the distinction that, you know, this is not the pitch that, that Locke gave to Sawyer. That's true. Uh, he said, he didn't say, you know, what if you could have whatever you wanted? He said, what if I can answer the most important question? Right. Which is why you're on the island. So I think that's interesting that, um, you know, I guess, I guess you know, these two guys are definitely on different trajectories. Yeah. Um, so maybe, uh, so he is a candidate, though, isn't he? He is. Um, but I guess he was. he's already been recruited by Locke or something. So I wanted to talk about whether or not Locke knows that Saeed was resurrected. Like, does Locke know what Saeed is or that he is responsible for, uh, you know, presumably responsible for Saeed being being resurrected? 
Um, I I think he knows, but I don't. I mean, there's not there's not explicit evidence to support that. Yeah. Because uh, he doesn't he doesn't ever say. Um. But uh, but but uh, but I. But I think he I think he knows. You know I, what? I'm guessing Maybe he can I'm... sense it or something. So okay. Um this makes okay now hmm. Use your words. Um Ben killed Jacob by stabbing him with a knife. True. So maybe maybe you can kill Locke by stabbing him with a knife. Maybe. What's the loophole for loophole? a good question. Is there a loophole for loophole? I would uh, maybe. I yeah, know. yeah. I mean, I I do think Locke and Smokey, sorry, Jacob and Smokey are different things. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, Jacob did speak, and you know, he spoke quite a bit before Ben stabbed him. So, you know, if that's any kind of technicality, uh, it didn't apply to Jacob. Yeah. Um. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was a loophole, so I don't know. Could Ben kill Smokey? Maybe. Maybe. If he were brave enough to try. All he has to do is say, what about me? <laughs> yeah. He really should be saying that, because Smokey really just abandoned his ass. <laughs> yeah. He got used. I don't think he's going to bring it up, though. Yeah, I agree. I don't think, I think he's, he's gonna let that one slide. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. So, um but, I did like this whole this whole encounter though. It was pretty cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, he gives he gives him the knife back. Yeah, that line now why why'd you go go and do that? Um that line and a couple other lines they give Locke it just gives him this like you know, it just sounds like he's an older character. Mm-hmm. Lines like that, you know, it makes it seem like he's just older. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I think that's interesting. Uh, you know, here you want you want the knife back? Take it. I won't bite. Oh yeah. But I might smash you against a tree. <laughs> True. I won't bite you though. Yeah, Smokey's not a biter. Uh, yeah. So this, uh, I, it, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to think. But for the moment, I'm going under the assumption that, under most circumstances, Smokey is impervious mm-hmm. to being injured by metallic objects. Yeah, I'll buy that. Uh. Based on the bullet and 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 this, um, and of course he turns into a smoke monster, so I wouldn't expect his body to sort of behave normally. Yeah, totally. And there's no blood on the knife yeah. after Saeed stabs him, and so yeah, something's up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it does seem notable that. Uh, Locke never, uh, that we saw, and we really should see it if he's going to do it, um, offer to Sawyer to, you know, 
for him to be able to see Juliet again or, or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. You know, he never said he could give him anything he wanted. Yeah. He just sort of, he sort of said, you know, don't you just want to go home and, you know, get out of this place? You know, it's better, it's better that than staying here, basically. Uh, very kind of practical offer. Yeah. C- compared to what he's saying here to Saeed, like, anything you want? Okay. Um, but I agree, there's something, there's something magic boxy about all this. Very magic boxy. And, you know, later we find out that Jacob, uh, you know, makes, has made a couple of offers along these lines. Um, and so I don't really know what that means. I don't know to what extent Smokey has the power to grant a wish like this. Um, or if he's just saying this, I, I, you know, what it means for, for this to happen, you know, it, like, you know, what, what exactly will happen, you know, if he's going to make this come true. I mean, if they just go back to the real world, Nadia's going to be dead. Totally, 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 uh, which they're not going to do. This 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 whole thing reminds me of, uh, I'm reminded of the whole uh, thing with Juliet's sister. Yeah. She had cancer. And, you know, Ben promised that Jacob would cure her cancer if she stayed on the island to help with the fertility problem. Right. So it seems like there was some contact with Jacob or, you know, Jacob was doing something back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I guess we're supposed to believe that, you know, I don't know, Richard was being some kind of liaison with Jacob. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the retcon. I mean, I really feel like back then, Ben was supposed to have seen Jacob. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really seemed that way. And maybe they were intentionally deceiving us, but I, I don't know. I'm a little doubtful about that. Well, Ben's been playing games since the beginning. <laughs> it's true. It's true. They can certainly say that if they want, and 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 I'll have to believe them. Uh. So yeah, uh, when Said says the only thing he ever wanted died in his arms, you do think he means Nadia, right? Yes, Nadia. Okay. And you'll never see it again. What if you could, Saeed? Oh, luck. You drive a hard bargain. <laughs> I love when Mark said, shame on you. <laughs> this isn't the first time, right? No. Well, then shame on you. We <laughs> talk to it so easily. He's right. He does say shame on you. Mm-hmm. Fool me once. Shame on you. Pull me twice. Shame on me. It's Saeed's fault. Yeah. Something weird about Smokey saying, shame on you, sir. Yeah. He seems to expect things from people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I still want to know what he was so disappointed about. It seems like it seems like he he doesn't like when people. I mean, I, the disappointed thing seems like 
Well, I can imagine he's disappointed at maybe the others since they followed Jacob. Oh. Maybe, but I don't know. Okay. About the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah, he did say all of them, and some of them there weren't others. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe he was just saying that. Maybe that's what he, he meant. He didn't address the issue with Saeed of what he is, and he didn't. He and he didn't <laughs> dispute that he's not that he's that he's evil incarnate. Um, he didn't. No. I thought he did. I didn't write it down, but I thought he did. No, he says. He says, what did they tell you? And so he says that you were evil incarnate. And Locke says, I feel sorry for you. And so he says, why? And they go in the whole thing of what Dogen did to trick Saeed. And then they go into what Locke wants Saeed to do. I guess I took, I guess I took him to be implying that Dogen is manipulating and lying to him. So that's not a trustworthy thing. But maybe that was taking it too far. Yeah, I mean, it. <clears throat> He doesn't answer the question what he is, and, he, and well, like yeah. I said, I don't, he doesn't. I don't think he. I don't think he accurately, he sufficiently addresses whether or not he's evil incarnate. <laughs> now, I think if you asked him directly, "Are you evil incarnate?" I think he would say no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's still, you know, it, that he didn't say anything. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I think he's just saying, "I feel sorry that you got manipulated." But not necessarily that. But the manipulation was that, because uh, it wasn't like he's saying, well, you know, Dogen has no reason to want me dead or anything like that. It was just that, you know, Dogen was trying to kill you, Saeed, not really trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the issue. And the other issue here, when Saeed says, why don't you just have Claire deliver the message? And Locke says, because it would mean a lot more coming from you. Mm-hmm. Which is a great line. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> Yikes. Uh, again, I would have to say that the others took, you know, it gave it extra weight. It gave Saeed's message extra weight that he was a candidate, I guess. Oh, uh, is, is that the idea? I guess that's the only thing I can think of. E- either that he's a candidate or that he's an oceanic, you know, they, that he was on the plane. But I, I think more that that he's a candidate, and so therefore when he says Jacob is dead and there's another man, blah, 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 that, that somehow that means more uh, than if Claire would have said it, who I guess isn't a candidate or something, something. Claire? I think her name was scratched out. Yeah. Well, she was dead. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. Although I think Saeed's dead too, so... I don't know yeah. what that means. I, uh, I, I actually yeah. thought he just meant that Saeed was a better public speaker. <laughs> Maybe he means that. Because I think he is. Mm-hmm. Well, why wouldn't he be? He's British. When Saeed gets in the middle of the crowd and starts announcing something like that, you know, I take notice. Claire, you know, eh. She's acting all weird. Well, but he says it would mean a lot more. Not that it would be better coming from you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, I, I No, I think you're a lot closer to right than I am. I just that's I really I really thought he just meant Said would be more effective. <laughs> His communication uh, skills, you know, were more uh more well, he's a, advanced. He's a translator. That's true. Although I think he's lying about that by the way. 
You think he's lying? Oh no! I, I thought he was lying about trans. You know, he uh, he uh, translates oil contracts or something. Mm-hmm. That just sounds like a lie to me. I just, I mean, I guess we're supposed to believe he's got this mild mannered life, but yeah, you know, now. But I just, yeah, it, it just sounded like a lie to me. I, I I thought the same thing when he first said it, but based on the way the episode goes, I do think it's supposed to be the truth. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they have another fake out that I'll mention later that they did to me that I'm like, oh, I thought this was going to happen, and it didn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Translating oil contracts. <laughs> Not that exciting. Yeah. Like, You're such a liar. Yeah, I mean, originally he was in Australia on this secret mission for the CIA and yeah. all kinds of crazy shit going on. Yeah, like, like are they trying to say, like, none of, none of his involvements with... with uh, his former group buddies or whatever, like, mm-hmm. coming to play anymore, like, because that was the whole thing, right? His friend. Yeah. Something, something mosque. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something, it's, something attack. Yes, yes. All of the above. Yeah. Yeah, and then he had to go undercover, and <clears throat> and then it's, I think his friend killed himself when he found out Saeed betrayed him, and... And and the CIA got him to do it in exchange for telling him where Nadia was. Mm-hmm. But see, in this in this universe, he knows where Nadia is. You know already. Yeah. You know she she's clearly this isn't the first time she's seen Saeed in you know twelve years or what have you. Yeah, totally. So it's a, I do think it's a, yeah. it's a different circumstance that he's in Australia. Yeah, I feel like. Her escape might have been different too. Yeah, possibly. But she's still in Los Angeles. That's right. I wonder if that's supposed to be, if there's any way, like, it's a Greg Nation's question, if that's supposed to be the same house Nadia was looking at mm. when Laka was the house inspector. Right. Uh, yeah, that is a great questions question. I don't. Yeah, that was that was when um, when he ins- assumed she was married, and we fa- and and uh, you know she wasn't. Mm-mm. She was just living alone. But I guess she was destined to live in L.A. Gotta make her dream come true. Even though she was in England for a little while. Yeah. All right, I'm ready for the next scene. No, oh, that still happened. Um, okay. Uh, let me see here. Um, okay. Next scene is flash sideways. Saeed repairs a vase. The kids are asleep. Omer is recovering. Nadia knows that Saeed knows about the loan. Saeed offers money, but Nadia wants Omer to take responsibility for the loan. Naid asks, Naid, Nadia asks why Saeed pushed her towards her brother instead of himself. Saeed tells her he can't be with her because he doesn't deserve her because of the horrible things he's done. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. That's an ouch. Um, so this this is this is what I was referring to a second ago when I said they, they, they did another fake out. When the scene starts with Saeed repairing the vase, and he's like, oh, you know, we had a little incident with the boomerang. Mm-hmm. I was just so convinced that we were going to learn 
that, you know, uh, the bad guys came to the house oh. and Saeed, you know, just kicked their butt. And, you know, and the, and the, and the vase broke. And so he's covering up the fact that she told him not to go fight. Right. And, he, you know, he sort of had to or he got into a fight. And I totally just, that was a total loss thing to me. I'm like, this is what's going to happen. I totally know it. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's holding about the boomerang. I'm like, good cover, Saeed. Yeah, good cover. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. apparently that's what happened. No, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm just like, wow, that's – sometimes they – they it's not a red herring. Yeah. Yeah, he just went home. He did. He just went home. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I think I thought something was suspicious as well. Um, mm-hmm. it, seemed, it, seemed like, it seemed like an unnecessary detail. Yeah. You know, why put that in there if you're not going to do anything with it? Exactly. But they didn't do anything with it. Why well, put it in there? So sometimes sometimes it happens. Like, why would you throw a boomerang indoors? Good question. Silly kid. It's really Come not going to work. It's not going to work. <laughs> Got to have some space. Yeah. Um, Boomerangs are hard to throw anyway. To, yeah, to make it do what it's supposed to do. Yeah, you yeah. Know what you're doing. Yeah, you really gotta. Oh man, I always wanted them to work like they did in cartoons, but they never they did don't. it. They really don't. You throw it, it sort of hooks, and it's like, well, if I run over there, maybe I can catch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's how you throw it. You gotta know you. You gotta know how to throw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen people do it and have it work, but yeah, I just I don't know. I guess I didn't practice enough. Mm-hmm. I, I always like the idea, though. Oh, it's great. Cool to, like, throw something and have it, you know, come back to you. Like a stringless yo-yo. Because normally when you play catch with stuff, you got to have someone else. Mm-hmm. You know? Did you say, what did you say? It's like a string with yo-yo? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Checking. Does that sentence... Is that okay? All right. Uh, I had to verify. That's all. Um. Okay. So, let's see. Um. Uh. Anything else about this scene? You know, Clay says he doesn't deserve Nadia. Oh that's yeah. Why he he can't be with her. But it seems like. First of all, how old are those kids? Like six? Yeah. The oldest one is probably like five or six? Yeah. So that's, you know, so assuming that many years, at least, naive, you got me doing it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's like if you switch that, you know, she's got D-I-A. It's it's N-A-D-I-A. Yeah. And S-A-Y-I-D. Yeah. So they have an, an A in the same place and an I in the same place. Yeah. And you can, and you switch some letters around, and it's almost the same name. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, kind of like the Walton Lock thing. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of the same letters there, and they just kind of sound alike, and you just flip them. Um, my point was, I guess I guess it's been 12 years since his Republican Guard days. Right. Um, 
Which does the math work out on that? Pretty much. This is 2004, and I think uh, the Gulf War was like 91, 92. Okay. Um, my question is that um, that that she's asking this question after like six years. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's been six years of, oh, I'm going to bring you flowers when I come to see you and all these other little things of, you know, all that stuff. Uh, I just find it, I guess, a little strange that, that that Nadia, you know, was in love with Saeed, yet he pushed her towards his brother, and she was like, okay. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it, she must have, I mean, she must, she must love Omer, right? Apparently, to have kids with him, right? Sure, sure. Does that make sense? I don't know. I don't know. I thought that was a little strange. I agree. I agree. It kind of seems like it kind of seems like a story from the 1600s or something. Mm-hmm. Like, no, don't marry me. Marry my brother. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a little. It's all weird. Like he's just as good as me. Yeah, yeah. He's just as good, I promise. It's it's much the same. Mhm. Uh, all right. Yeah, so I guess Saeed does seem he does seem to be somewhat somewhat less um I don't know what the word is. He seems to be somewhat less combative. Yeah. I was going to say attached. That's not quite the right word. Oh. He seems to have made himself more free of his past here than in the original timeline. Oh, okay. Um, like, he seems to have more successfully moved on. Mm-hmm. And what would the difference be? What do you mean? That he's well, the difference between this Saeed and the other Saeed. Um, I mean, I guess at least it seems like he hasn't been in a position to 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 relapse. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. He hasn't he hasn't had the same circumstances presented to him, mm-hmm. so he hasn't had to confront the you know that past he's translating oil contracts yeah yeah he's got a he's got a nice nice job yeah but that pays a lot yeah i'm sure it does uh yeah right. I, wish I could do that um, anything else in this scene no, I think that's it. Ready for the next uh, bit good. here? Okay. We go back to the island. Saeed arrives back at the temple. He passes Dogen on his way in and raises his voice to deliver the following message. Uh, he tells the others that Jacob is dead and they don't have to stay there anymore. Uh, Locke... Uh, he doesn't say Locke, but that's what he's talking about, is going to leave the island. 
Those who want to go with him should leave the temple and join him. They have until sundown. Cindy asks, what happens at sundown if they stay? Saeed says, you die. <laughs> nothing, nothing much, Sam. <laughs> Just you die, that's all. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, Cindy's always around at the right time, right? Yeah, I know. It's we, like... we, we need someone who isn't Dogen or Lennon to say something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need an other who isn't Dogen or Lennon to speak. Uh, Cindy? <laughs> Yeah, I want someone to say, Cindy, you haven't been here for the last, like, three days. <laughs> Where did you come from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she just, like, appears when she needs to. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, so this, uh, I guess this stuff is, see, I, I, kind, I wish I knew exactly what Locke said to Saeed. I, I. I, I'm not sure. Um, uh, I feel like you repeated it pretty, pretty verbatim. I mean, that's obviously just a guess, but what, what do you think? Well, that, or what do you, what do you think? Is, I, guess, uh, I guess I just, I would expect Saeed to ask a question or two about what all this is about. Yeah, that's why I feel like he knows what this is. That he, he, he. What am I saying? From the way he explains it, it seems like he knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I feel like that's why I feel like well, whatever Locke said to Saeed was more than what Saeed said. Oh, I said. see what you're saying. Oh, you want to you want to know the answers? <laughs> yeah, I want the answers. That's oh, all. Okay. Okay, that's all. <laughs> I thought you were saying you. It seemed like Saeed left something out of what Locke said, or something. Oh yeah, no, no. I don't. I think he delivered the message he was told to deliver. I just, I just like to better understand what the point of all this is. Mm-hmm. So I just, I really don't get it. Yeah, and the whole thing about you know what happens at sundown if we stay, you die. You know, it made it seem like some 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 force, some some sort of automatic. Uh, thing would be initiated at sundown. Yeah. But it's really just that, you know, Smokey's going to come in and, and clean the place up. Right. Uh, and by that, I mean kill everyone. Right. Uh, but but if you if you can manage to hide, then, you know, you won't necessarily die at sundown. Right. You know, so it's really like what happens at sundown if we stay, you die. Or if Smokey doesn't see you, you'll live. Yeah. So it seems like if you're lucky, you might... And 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 Smokey leaves, and not you know, and and nothing you know, the island doesn't self-destruct after he leaves. Then, uh, then you might be able to stay on the island with neither Jacob nor Smokey there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, Rose Bernard would be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Where they are. Where? Yeah. <laughs> if they're if they're anywhere, that's true. Yeah. Well, I think Kate. Um, Kate basically escapes uh, Smokey's wrath and. Um, as do pretty much everybody else who's a well, but main he, character. He with Smokey. Well, that's true. That's true. But a bunch of other people are able to elude him by using the secret passageway. Mm-hmm. The um, Scooby Doo gang. So yeah, <laughs> really was the Scooby Doo gang. It really, really was. <laughs> um, Alana yeah. is Daphne. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess yeah. 
Um, uh, yeah, so it's, I mean, they're, they're simplifying things. Totally. But, uh, yeah, Cindy, uh, thanks for chiming in there. Because when someone says you have until sundown, sort of, uh, that's the question you go, you want to, you want to ask. Mm-hmm. Now, Cindy asked the right questions, and I like how quickly she makes up her mind. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's weird. I, I, I really, I, I really hope that the, you know, some of the ba- there's, a, there's a lot of little things that I would be okay if we never find out. But things just like, you know, what do the others think? You know, like, has has Cindy and the, and the rest of the sort of, you know, general others, you know, not on, like, Dogen level, but, like, the rest of the others, like, do they do they know who this man is that, that, that uh, Saeed is referring to? Mm-hmm. You know, like, do they know, do, when, when he says there's a man, they go, oh, okay, that guy, like, they're familiar. Because it seems like otherwise they're just following some random person. Right. And it's like, well, why would you do that? Just because he says, you know, just because he's and, – and the same thing. Lennon, like, I guess that's later, but, you know, Lennon says, you know, uh, it's a trap. He's just going to kill you or something like that, right? Yeah. So I'm curious what, uh, you know, and the, the, the idea that they don't have to be there since Jacob is gone – Right, right. It's almost like Jacob had them trapped there. Yeah, yeah. That's how it comes across. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I don't understand why Smokey really cares whether they're free or not. It seems like, to me, it seems like Smokey didn't want anyone to come to the island. Therefore, he was going to kill everyone that Jacob brought there, just really to spite Jacob. Yeah, okay. okay. And it seems like... Now that Jacob is gone, he's going to give people the choice to either come with him or die. Because he'd kill you anyway. Right. But he's going to give you the choice to come with him. And like he tells Claire, you know, she's like, you're going to hurt them. He says, only ones that won't listen. Right. Which is really, this is this is what he means. Yeah. Like, this is a scene where they get to listen and choose. Right. Um. So, what was my point? Yeah, I'm wondering if he's planning to blow up the island or something. Yeah, you know, somehow. If he is, it seems like it seems a waste of time to kill everyone. Well, yeah, yeah, it does. It's a good point. It's a good point, but it seems like he wants to kind of, you know, make a clean sweep of the island before he leaves. Like when he leaves, he's gonna, you know, he wants to, he wants the island to somehow, you know, not have anyone on it. Would he perchance? Sink the island? Yeah, that's the kind of thing I had in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that that really works, but, yeah, I mean, that's what I was wondering. Like, if he if he thinks that the island is better off, you know, destroyed. Yeah. That it's it's not doing anyone any good. And, and Dogen keeps... And yeah, Dogen said he, he wants to kill every living thing on the island, and we've heard that before. Right. Which seems to include all the plants and animals. Yeah. Yeah. I think when they say that, they really just mean the humans, but... That's, yeah, but it's like, why, why won't they just say he wants to kill everyone on the island? 
I think it's supposed to be hyperbole. It is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's there for emphasis. Yeah. Well, the emphasis is misleading. Because I think Kimi, you know, Kimi also didn't necessarily care about killing the plants and the animals mm-hmm. and the fungus and the bacteria and the viruses yeah. and, you know. Every there's, living thing. There's a lot of life out there. That's all I'm saying. There is. Good luck trying to kill every living thing on the island. Yeah. I don't think you're going to do it. Um, Even if you detonate a hydrogen bomb. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, the other thing about this scene is oh. is um, Saeed could be lying. <laughs> but lying about what? Lying that Jacob is dead. But he's not. The, well, I'm saying in terms of the others. Point of view. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> You don't think Jacob's dead? Okay, yes, yes. Um, what? We uh, haven't seen any proof that Jacob is dead. That's all I'm saying. We haven't, like, seen him die or anything. We haven't seen him tell someone he's dead. No, we haven't. Um, yeah, okay. They don't... Why do they believe Saeed? Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, which maybe that goes back to the reason Saeed is doing it instead of Claire... Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if Claire said it, they'd be like, oh, you're just being weird and crazy. Right, right, right. You know, but still, I thought when he said that, like, how can, you know, first of all, they should know when their leader is dead. Uh, they need some, they I need know. some sort of alarm or some sort of something to tell them that. I don't know what would do it, but it seems strange they don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to continue to think that the others are really out of touch with Jacob. Yeah. Um. You know, we do get we do get some information later that that Dogen has some contact with Jacob at least, but you know, it really seems like he he really took almost no involvement with them, even at the temple. Yeah, exactly, especially at the temple. Um, which is, I guess, where I'd expect him to be more often, but. Um, yeah, I mean, he just, you know, he, dead Jacob knew that this attack was coming, apparently, and he gets Jack and Hurley out of there, mm-hmm. you know, but he doesn't, um, he doesn't try to warn anyone else. Who else was there? So, so Kate wasn't there, Jen wasn't there. Right. The only people who were there that really matter were Miles. That's it, right? Miles and Saeed. Yeah. So, all right, interesting. As far as, like, main characters go. Yeah, as far as main characters. Yeah. But to the extent that Jacob cares about the others, you know, it might have been helpful to know that, you know... He did not care if they died. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, he just kind of abandons them. Yeah, I, we 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 have to find out what Jacob's deal was. It it really seems like he was a really bad deity. <laughs> well, I guess he was just a guy, really, who yeah. had some sort of strange powers. Yeah. Yeah.
Um, you want to do the next scene? And he mostly doesn't intervene, which would be fine if he sort of always didn't do that, but he makes it a point to save Jack and Hurley, and so... Yeah. That just... You know, it's almost well, well. They were the only they were they were the only two candidates that we know that were still there. Non-claimed candidates, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said Said definitely on Smokey's team. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I guess that's the idea. The candidates are what matters. But it's like the others are your devoted followers. Like mm-hmm. cut them some slack. Okay, they're not candidates, but Jesus. It's like they walk barefoot through the, through the jungle for you. Yeah. Yes, that's not easy on your feet. <laughs> really isn't. No. You always complain when you saw people walking barefoot in the jungle. I what? Whenever, whenever there were scenes where people were walking barefoot in the jungle, you would make a comment about that. Yeah, even in these scenes with the others, like a lot of you know, you see that they don't have shoes on. I'm just like, someone's gonna get a splinter. That's yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Be careful, guys. I wouldn't do it. No. All right, so next scene? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Lennon spots Kate wandering through the temple looking for Claire. He asks about Sawyer and Jen. Kate asks about Claire. When Lennon doesn't answer, she pushes him against the wall and asks again. Lennon asks Kate to let go and then takes Kate to the place where Claire is being held in a hole in the ground. He gives her two minutes. Claire sings Catch a Falling Star to herself in the hole. Kate gets Claire's attention. Uh, Claire tells Kate that the others have Aaron, but Kate uh, tells her that they don't, that Kate took Aaron and raised him. Kate says uh, she came back to rescue Claire and to reunite her with Aaron. Claire shakes her head in disbelief. Then she says, I'm not the one that needs to be rescued, Kate. Lennon arrives to take Kate away. Her time is up. As the others lead Kate out of the room, Claire says he's coming and they can't stop him. All right. I love how Lennon, like, Kate manhandles Lennon very easily. Mm-hmm. And notice. You know, he's like, all right, all right, let me go. I'll take you to her. And then the next scene, he's got Kate by the arm. Right. <laughs> dragging her along. And it's just like, that just seems, that seems like a weird transition. It was. I, like, I I was just muscling you, and now you're going to just drag me? Like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, you didn't bully me into taking you here. I'm in control. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, is he putting on a show for the guards or something? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, he's still, yeah, I guess he gets him back up and sort of reasserts control. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was awkward. Yeah. Because <laughs> it seems like Kate should be leading him. Um, or just like, you know, she just follows him. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Lennon is a weenie. He's a weenie. <laughs> no offense. Um, what was like I, I know, I, I for some reason in this episode he really annoyed me. I, yeah. I, I never had a problem with him in previous episodes, but he just came across really like a like a you know a, a, an annoying small dog. Yeah. 
Well, he he didn't have much to do except complain about things that were happening, and that's, that's never true. for our character. Yeah, yeah. What did you do? <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. So Claire is singing "Catch a Falling Star." Yes. I didn't. I don't. Ugh, what was I going to say? I I don't. I didn't really like how. I didn't really like that. Why not? Like you know, that's kind of the thing that they do if someone's crazy or weird or something is they they sing to themselves or something and mm-hmm. you know she's singing this like sort of kid song or whatever right or lullaby maybe yeah um and they use that music later yeah they have that song playing later and and the tone the tone and the mood of it works later you know mm-hmm. it's scary and stuff but yeah. Uh, but 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 the lyrics and like why why this song? I think any I, significance. I think because it resonates with the show. Why? You know, well that was the song that Christian sang to Kate. I mean Claire, <laughs> when when she was a kid, like she talks about that. Okay, by resonates with the show, you mean it's a reference? Yeah, it's a reference. Okay, yeah, that's what I was wondering, if it's a reference to something, because I didn't know why they would have this song uh, out of the blue. Yeah, that was a song that Christian sang to Claire when she was a baby, and she remembered it, and then, uh, you know, she sang it to Aaron, and also, like, it was on the mobile when the others had her, and then later, when Kate's taking care of Aaron, they have her singing it to Aaron. Like, they've continually, like, tied in Catch a Falling Star with Claire's story. Yeah, but why did they use it? Why that song? I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) No, okay. I was just yeah. It makes sense now that it's a it's a it's a big ass reference. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, they've been they've been continually working it in, and I thought I thought the way they used it in this episode was uh, was really good. Yeah, well, you always think things. I mean, her singing in the whole, I don't have a problem with, you're right, it's a little cliche, but the way they use it at the end was great. I liked it at the end. I, I did like the, like, again, I, I didn't necessarily like the song choice, but I liked how they, how they used it. I see. See, I thought, yeah, again, like, I'm just sort of, I'm getting intoxicated on the reference and the way they're using it. You have an addiction. I do. I do. I'm totally. I'm totally hooked on lost references. This is the your intervention. <laughs> I need one. Yeah. I've got a problem. Got a problem. No more lost references for you. I just can't help myself. Um. What else is going on? Let's see. I gotta tell you. Anytime someone is like. I came back to rescue you. Mm-hmm. You could be with them. I don't know. I found like that. It seemed like that was, was kind of a hard sell. What do you mean? Well, Kate trying to tell Claire that she came back to rescue her after having taken Aaron. Oh, you don't think she's buying that shit? Well, I think in this scene, Claire doesn't really care. <laughs> Somehow, um, but I think, but I think the the fact that they want us to believe that 
Claire would would be upset from this from like if Claire if if Claire was upset that Kate took Aaron, then I think it seems like a hard sell that like yeah I took him but I was I came right back to find you and, oh and all you know like it just seems like it it just seems a little phony. I see. You know it's the truth. Right. Um, that's what happens sometimes. Yeah. You know she didn't she didn't mention where. You know, Aaron is now. I think that was a, that was a, that was unfortunate. Yeah, I agree. I feel like that was an obvious thing to bring up. Yeah. Now I think it, it would be weird if she brought up the mom, because then you have to have Claire asking questions about the mom, uh, about her mom. Okay. Um, but nevertheless, it is a sort of a you know a, a plot hole in terms of Kate's what Kate tells Claire that you know because it's like. No, 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 no. The others don't have him. I took him off the island. Well, where the hell is he now? Right. You're on the island. Who's watching him? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um. But you know they they can't bring up little threads like that without having to talk about them. Yeah, I see. I see. But if this were real, like I feel like he yeah. should have said that. Yeah. Yeah. She should have said that. Um. Because yeah, that's. I mean, that seems like something Claire would want to know. Um. And I also think, you know, I mean, Kate says, you know, we couldn't find you, and and so mm-hmm. I raised him. But I just think no one has made it clear enough to Claire that she just, like, walked away and left the baby. Yeah, like, and that was, a, that was an opportunity for Claire to, 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 to interject, the, like, yeah, to Claire, for Claire to explain what happened there. Because she, no, she can't blame anyone for, for, for looking after Aaron when she's the one who just left him. yeah. Yeah, and then she was, I mean, she was hanging out in the cabin. They had no chance of finding her. Not that Kate knows that, but it's, you know, the, if 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 Claire had a clue what really went down, which it seems like she doesn't, um, you know, she wouldn't be pissed. Do you think there's any way they're going to make Claire like Saeed? Because I feel like he's way more evil than she is. And the only thing they can say about Claire is, you know, she had a baby before she was married. <laughs> and, you know, that's pretty, you know, <laughs> that's pretty weak for being ba- a bad person. You you don't think that's as bad as um, torturing people for <laughs> many people years? years and, and being an assassin for hire? Uh, I don't think so. There's, you know, there's people who might think that's just as bad. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's it makes her her story and Said's story really not symmetric. I think they have the same problem with Rousseau and Claire. You know, they tied them together a lot, but there's key differences, mm-hmm. and they can't really be the same story. Yeah. Um, you know, Rousseau is married, <laughs> so you know, uh, uh, I. Uh, Russo wasn't claimed either. Right, exactly. That's that's the key thing that makes it different. Yeah. Um, but it's like that's that's why that's why I'm frustrated with the way they've written Claire. Like all the signs point to Russo was claimed, but that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's not the story they told us. If anything, was making. If you look for similarities in behavior between Rousseau and Claire, I would say the common denominator is that they're they're both upset that their kid was taken from them. Right, and they're and they're, yeah, I mean they've both been living in the wilderness for a while, and yeah. you know they've become sort of 
you know, jungle survivors and, you know, set up traps and capture others and interrogate them. And, you know, I mean, that's, that's the that's usual, the usual stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they had Claire, like go to the radio tower and record a message and, you know, I mean, oh, <laughs> that would just put it over the top. But, uh, uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, but still, I mean, I think, you know, they wanted us to think of Rousseau, and mm-hmm. it just, to me, it doesn't, it just doesn't quite work. Yeah, and if they wanted us to think Rousseau was claimed, then 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 it should have been that, you know, been you know that the other sort of knew Rousseau was claimed, and therefore, you know, Ben was supposed to go rescue Alex. Yeah. From her because Russo's crazy. Right, right. Uh, and I mean, what, he, that's what they want. That's what they said, right? That's what yeah. They said. Like Ben, she's this crazy lady, and she can't raise this baby. Yeah, Ben specifically said multiple times that she was crazy. You know, right before Alex get ki- gets killed, he says he took her from an insane woman. You know, that is the story the show is trying to sell us, and I'll believe that her state of mind wasn't at its peak when when he took her, but I. I really think it's a stretch that she was as far gone as Claire seems to be. And I feel like she she only appeared to be crazy. I feel like the only evidence that she was crazy was that she killed her team. Right. And that was because they were claimed. Yeah. So I feel like if if the others had known that, why she killed her team, then they wouldn't think that she was crazy. Right. So it's like, okay, was she crazy or not? I feel like she wasn't. I, I don't think but she was either. But but it seems like they're trying to tell us she was. Yeah, I agree. And therefore, I, I don't agree. Know what, but if but... they really wanted us to think that, they played her the wrong way for you know seasons uh, two, three, and four. And that means that she was claimed for a long time. Yeah, without, I just don't buy like... that the Rousseau we saw in those seasons was claimed. Like, they, yeah. there was really no evidence for that. The closest she came to acting like she was claimed was, was season one. Mm-hmm. You know, when she first captures Saeed and, and tortures him for a while. Although eventually she befriends him. Please and, fix my music box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, that that whole thing. And then, you know, later when she kidnaps Aaron and tries to bring him to the others, like that seems that seems borderline like like a crazy thing to do. Mhm. But after season 1, she was she wasn't like that anymore. I I guess I just want to I just want to say that she was if if she's if if anything that made her crazy was having Alex be taken. Yeah. her team being on the island by herself and having Alex be taken. It yeah. seemed like those broke her mentally. Yeah. yeah, things that might make any person crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not it's not unreasonable to go crazy under those circumstances. No. If, in fact, if you don't go crazy, you're crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something's wrong with you. you. You're not going crazy. You must be crazy. You must be crazy because you're not crazy. <laughs> I don't really understand that, but it makes sense. That's how it works. Uh, yeah, but once she's reunited with Alex, you know, she behaves pretty normally. I mean, maybe that's what they're going to do with Claire. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like somehow she'll get reunited with Aaron and she'll just be back to normal again. But she's not supposed to raise that baby. Yeah, I forgot about that. Is that true, though? (laughs) Who knows? I don't know. She's also supposed to get on a helicopter. I don't know that that's going to happen. Any minute now. Yeah. Any minute now. There's a (laughs) helicopter coming. Actually, wasn't... Oh, God, I wish I could remember what Desmond said. I, I want Desmond to have said the baby was with her as well, because then it really isn't happening. I don't think he said anything about Aaron. But maybe he didn't, yeah. I don't remember him saying anything about uh, Aaron. I want to <laughs> prove him wrong. But I guess I can't do it until the season's over. I feel like he just lied because um, we saw all of his other flashes. I know, but it's just so... <laughs> Come on, Desmond. Why did you lie? Well, it got Charlie to do whatever. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, he really was having some visions of Charlie dying. Hey, Charlie oh, was but sacrifice. it was the Claire vision he was lying about. Charlie was to sacrifice the island to man. <laughs> Don't say Oh, wait. Is that a uh, wrong character? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's only one sacrifice the island demanded. Yeah, right. I think. <laughs> the island's demanding all kinds of sacrifices. Yeah, and I don't even know what the island is, so. It's only season six. Why would we know what the island is? <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to it's nice to be more or less on the same page as we were in season one, wondering what the island was. I agree. You know, I prefer shows that don't really answer major questions after yeah. six years. It's yeah. really, it really, you know, it, keep, it keeps you guessing. Yeah, yeah. Literally, literally. <laughs> you got you make a good point. I do. It was also um, an interesting move not to meet the main antagonist and protagonist in person until the second to last season. Yeah. That's that's pretty amazing. Which I have to believe, or at least I want to believe, that that this that that this isn't the first time uh Smokey has switched bodies. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to believe that as well. So maybe now, I don't think this this means this is true, but maybe, or I should say that means that the following is true, that, okay, let me start over. I was going to say that might mean that the actor we, you know, the person we saw playing Loophole, playing mm-hmm. Smokey, that might not be what Smokey originally looked like in oh. human form. Okay. Now, since that was so long ago, it could be that that is what he looked like originally. Right, 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 right. I'm kind of assuming that that's that that's true, but it isn't necessarily. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I certainly think that Smokey has made himself appear as other people, if not sort of taken their form for an extended period. Has Smokey ever looked like someone who's alive? Let's see. 
Not as far as I know. Because maybe that's what Dogen means. Like, like if, if, because I think we were saying, we were asking before whether or not Dogen knew, or the whole thing about, you know, Smokey looking like Locke and all that whole stuff, and right. Dogen was privy to that. Because I feel like he really shouldn't know a lot of that. Um, maybe maybe the idea was, it was just that, you know, the same way, you know, um, Smokey appeared as Yemi to, to, to Echo, that, that Dogen knows that the way Smokey works is he, he will appear as someone dead, someone you know that's dead to you. Mm-hmm. So 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 you know even even without this whole lock thing going on, that it would have been someone else that that Saeed knew that was dead, like Nadia or somebody. Yes, yeah, he would have appeared to him as. So that makes sense. That's what I was expecting, but I'm confused. That's not what you meant earlier. Hmm. Like what? What did you mean earlier? I thought that's what you meant earlier. What? What did I say earlier? What, what you just said just now. Did I say that earlier? Well, I thought that's what you meant earlier, but just now it seemed like you were saying that this was different from what you said earlier. I don't remember what I said earlier. Oh, okay. What I was saying what I what I was saying earlier was um I think I was just questioning the whole thing about Locke, like you know, what if they didn't know Locke or something like oh, that. Oh, oh, were you maybe inferring that Dogen knew that he was going to appear as Locke and that Saeed knew Locke? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, okay. See, I didn't get it. I didn't get it until just now. Okay. Like, I, I thought I thought what you were saying was what you said just now. No. So, yeah, I agree. I think I think he knows that Smokey appears as dead people that you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess I was thinking before that not that Dogen necessarily knew he was gonna look like Locke, but but that, that that Smokey had switched bodies with some you know, Smokey was in someone's body. Mm-hmm. And not specifically that Smokey just always appears as someone who's dead to you. I see. Okay. I think that's what I think. Okay. Yeah, I mean, as far as I can tell, Smokey either looks like someone dead or he's the smoke monster. Um, he may have had an original form. That may have been what we saw with Jacob. But, um, you know, all, from all we've seen him in the, in the current timeline, I think that's all he, we've ever seen him as. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know that that was a complete sentence, but hopefully it makes sense. All right, next scene. Okay. Uh, next scene, Lennon spots Kate. Fuck, we did that one, didn't we? Uh, where are we? Uh, this one, right? Okay, next scene. Many of the others are preparing to leave. Lennon confronts Saeed. Saeed says he just delivered a message. Lennon tries to talk Cindy into staying, but Cindy's leaving because it isn't safe in the temple. Miles asks Saeed what's going on. Saeed tells him he's not leaving because he has to return the knife, which he pulls out of its sheath and then walks away. All right. Boom. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of what? Hmm? I was just saying continuation of the previous little scene. Right. 
So I'm kind of surprised at how turncoaty the others are. I mean, listen, the others will do whatever you tell them to do. Apparently, like <laughs> they don't really care one way or the other who they follow. It's just you know. I'll just yeah. I mean, uh, okay, Jacob's dead, and his his arch enemy wants me to either follow him or die. I guess I'll follow him then. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just I'm surprised how unloyal they are. To, to it, Jacob. It, it, yeah, I mean, that definitely seems what's happening. That's not a phrase, is it? Uh, seems like what is happening. Um, yeah, that works. But I would say, I would I would direct you to Saeed's line, what your people do is now, <laughs> what your people do now is up to them. Um, back to this idea of choice and free will. Yes. Well, so I do think they're choosing that. I'm just questioning their choice. Well, here's the thing. I would direct you to Cindy's line. (laughs) (laughs) This is a tour tour guide now. Uh, uh, Look at this exhibit over here where Cindy says, um, if it's not safe anymore, uh, we can't take that risk. So that's what's interesting to me is that it's not like, okay, Jacob's gone. We need to fight. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Jacob's gone. We're not safe, right? So we just so it's just like we need to be safe. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just like you know let's save ourselves. And okay, I mean I don't blame you. I'd probably do the same thing. But I'm just since they're supposed to be Jacob's devoted followers, I'm just surprised they don't stand up for you know they don't decide to fight basically. Yeah, but who's who's there left to follow? Listen, listen. It's like the Jim Hadar, all right. When when the leader of of a Jim Hadar squad is killed, the whole the rest of the squad stops fighting. I can't believe I just pulled that out. I forgot about that. <laughs> wow. Wow. Deep Space, Star Trek Deep Space Nine reference for anyone who's curious. Yeah. Um. Uh. Wow, I can't believe I remembered that. That's old. <laughs> Me either. I forgot about that. I've seen it more recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was one of the cool things. I love that. They're just like, they're, it's just like, um, uh, what is it like? It's like the others and Jacob. It's like the others and Jacob. Thank you. <laughs> I, I feel like, I agree with you. It does seem like they're, they're turncoats. Um <laughs> I haven't said that since the revolution. Um, <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> but um, but I think I think I want to believe that that it would make sense that it wouldn't seem like that if we knew the the sort of setup of the others and 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 all of this. Like if we knew why they were there, why they were serving Jacob, like yeah, the sort of you know the the system that's set up, like. And the rules, I guess, you know, that, mm-hmm. now that Jacob's gone, like, you know, what is, what, what are, why are they there? First of all, why are they there anyway? Yeah, yeah, that's a question we don't know. <laughs> that's, that's the first, why are they there? Right. Um, and then if Jacob leaves, then why are they there? You know, yeah. Jacob is gone, so. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 weird, you know, they sent season three on the others, and I thought, you know, the point of that season was to sort of, really understand what the others are about and yet here we are in season six and I feel like we still don't really know what they're about 
and how they came to be and to what extent, you know, Jacob was involved in creating them and what their mission or goal is and what their day-to-day life is like. Like, they're just, they're still quite mysterious. Like, it seems like... To cover up their footprints. Yeah. Check. Check. (laughs) I'm done. That's all I got. I mean, there was a faction or a group of them who were just living with Ben, and, and they were sort of normal and boring, you know, but there's also these temple people, and and then there's this guy who doesn't age, and there's just there's all kinds of stuff going on with them, and, and, you know, I feel like we still just don't really know the, the key things about them. Yeah. Um, and so I agree, yeah, maybe if we understood the others better, this would make sense, but it's just like, from what I know what I think I know about the others, this just seems really, um, you know, for lack of a better word, uh, lame-o. Yeah, I mean, it seems like if you spent a significant portion of your time devoted to uh, a person who was diametrically opposed to another person, that you wouldn't just instantly go follow that second person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just because you're not safe anymore, like, yeah, you know, okay, you're not safe. It's, that don't impress me much. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So what? <laughs> Your supernatural leader got, got killed by a, by a loophole by Ben, <laughs> and now you're forced to either leave, either die, or leave the island with 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 the with his nemesis. That don't impress me much. <laughs> Shania Twain. <laughs> I am unimpressible. <sighs> wow. What would you do with that, Shania? I don't know. It's nice to have someone around who who just who just cannot cannot be impressed. Cannot be impressed. You know, I think these days people are too easily impressed. I agree. And and I feel like uh, it's nice. It's nice that there's at least one person out there who no matter what you do, mm-hmm. you can't impress them. Yeah. Even if it's something really minor, like, okay, you have a car. Isn't that mm-hmm. one of the things? <laughs> was yeah. That, that's, <laughs> was that supposed to be impressive? I think it was a fancy car or something. Oh, Okay. I thought it was just some car. You have a car. You know, like a car with power windows. Oh, okay. Okay. Fancy. Right. Fancy. (laughs) I used to think power windows are really fancy. Yeah, they used to be. Yeah. Yeah. I was was amazed with them. It was just so much less work. So much less work. Pulling, Pulling those levers. Rolling down and rolling up, and yeah, no one wants to do that. No, no, and it's really hard when you're driving and you wanna, you want the back window to go down, and you gotta like reach your hand back there, mm-hmm. you know, like maneuver it, and then like do this really awkward back and forth motion to turn the thing. It's just, it's just not convenient at all. It's really not. Thus, power windows were invented. Yeah. I don't I don't know how anyone lived without them. They didn't. Oh, okay. Well <laughs> I guess that's why I don't know how they did it. Exactly. Like Stonehenge. Right. 
Right. Did you hear they found, like, an underwater version of Stonehenge? No. I didn't. Did I make that up? Where? (laughs) 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 You know, sometimes you have to ask yourself, like, did I make that up? I like that that's a possibility. (laughs) Yeah, 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 here it is. Um, You just thought, wouldn't uh, it be cool if... Under Lake Michigan, a group of researchers using sonar to find shipwrecks on the bottom of Lake Michigan have found something far older than crashed cargo ships, a 10,000-year-old stone-like uh, stone structure like Stonehenge. Oh, wow. Was discovered, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Very crazy. Lake Michigan. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow, I wonder who did that. It said these submerged stones could have been raised by local by local populations at a time when part of the lake bed was dry in the late ice age. Okay, that's a long time ago. Yep. Oh, I guess I guess the ice the ice age was was when they walked over. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Right at the at the bridge over Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that kind of makes sense. I, I wasn't sure how long ago that was. Yeah, okay. Wow. I didn't think we had stuff like that. The Americas have a lot of interesting history. Yeah, that's true. Anyone who tells you different is a liar. But it's not it's not as ancient as other parts of the world in terms no, of not. human populations. No. So... You know, it seems like we don't quite have as much stuff as there is in other places. Yeah, but ours is better. <laughs> oh, okay. Because it's a competition. <laughs> I see. Yeah. You know what else is a competition? Ah, <sighs> what? <laughs> the Olympics. Okay. <laughs> You're right. That is a competition. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. Good example of competition. Thanks. Well chosen. Timely. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a little behind, but... Well, okay. So I, think... I clearly don't know. Oh, I found out Lost aired early in Canada because of American Idol. Oh, okay. Not, uh, not the Olympics, since they were over, as you pointed out. I did point that out. Anyway, that's neither here nor there since, uh, well. No, no, explain why it's not here or there, please. (laughs) Now, first, why isn't it here? (laughs) Well, it's not here because um, it never was here. Okay, now why, why, this is the real gem. Why isn't it there? Why isn't it there? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know why it isn't there. Oh. All I know is that it isn't there. Okay. Well, we never promised answers. That's right. I might tell you on the next podcast. Ooh, don't tease us. <laughs> That's not a spoiler. Anything else in this thing? Um, let's see, uh, da, da, da. 
Blah, blah, blah. No, I think that's it. We covered it. You ready for the next one? I am. Okay, Flash Sideways. This is kind of long. Um, Omar arrives. That's Omar arrives at Nadia's house and walks up to Saeed, asking him if he's going to pick up the kids. Omar has another man with him, and he insists that Saeed get in the car unless Saeed wants them to go pick up the kids together. Saeed gets in the car. Cut to a kitchen. Saeed is led by Omar and the other man through the kitchen. Saeed passes some food and a large man who is frying an egg. Omar asks Saeed to sit down. The man, who is, in fact, Martin Kimi, offers Saeed eggs any style he chooses. Saeed refuses. Kimi puts the egg that he's fried on a plate, sets it down, shakes hands with Saeed, and then sits down. Kimi asks Saeed how his brother is doing. Kimi speaks suggestively about Omer's injury, finally getting to the point. Omer borrowed money and needs to make payments. Saeed tells Kimi that Omer claimed to have paid back the loan and that Kimi wants more. Kimi says it's a lie. Kimi asks, Kimi, sorry, I'm losing my place. Kimi asks Kimi? That can't be right. Hey, Kimi. <laughs> Let me ask you something. <laughs> I think that's what, yeah, I remember that part of the scene, yeah. Kimi asks Kimi. That's what I wrote, but that can't be what happened. He probably asked Saeed. Uh, Kimi asked Saeed if he was... Oh, no, Saeed asked Kimi. That's what it should be. Saeed asked Kimi if he was responsible for what happened to Omer. Kimi says he didn't do that. It's a dangerous world, etc., etc. Saeed interrupts him mid-sentence by hitting Omar. Then the other man shoots at Saeed, but only shoots Omar because he's standing in front of Saeed. Then Saeed shoots the other man and points the gun at Kimi. Kimi tries to talk Saeed down. Kimi offers to forgive the debt, saying, okay, just relax and forget about it. Saeed pauses for a moment and says, I can't, and shoots Kimi in the chest. Kimi falls down. Then Saeed hears some banging from the freezer. He approaches the door cautiously, opens it, and inside is Jin, looking beaten and tied up. Jin speaks Korean to Saeed. Saeed says, who are you? And Jin says, no English. Uh, this fall, Jin Kwan is no English. <laughs> He's a loose, <laughs> loose cannon renegade cop on a mission. Um... I love how Jin is, like, tied up in the freezer and hears gunshots and starts, like, banging for attention. Mm-hmm. He hears gunshots. I don't know if that's the wisest Hey, thing you, what is shooting out there? <laughs> Come in here with that gun. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, he can explain himself. Right. <laughs> As we find out. As we find out. So, yeah, so we, you know, there is a theory. Um, I always, I'm, I'm bad about accrediting theories to people. Uh-oh. But I think it was on Don't the forum. Don't get it wrong. You will pay the price. Uh, and someone someone mentioned, I feel like it was Steven, but I forget who, uh, that um, that perchance in this, uh, in this flash sideways, Jen was the one who could speak English secretly and some oh. 
Right. Yeah. Uh, I remember I reading we, that theory as well. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about, it. I think we brought that up. We did. Yeah. On the podcast. So, uh, that looks wrong, mm-hmm. but, uh, but it's nice to know that, uh, you know, that Jen is, Jen can't speak English. So I'm, I'm still, I'm still believing that son can speak English. I see. I'm going with son. I'm going with, they both can't speak English. Oh, okay. That's I'm you know Sun said no English as well and so I mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it that to be their code for uh, they can't speak English. All right, Sun's also a liar. So well I know maybe Sun's less of a liar in this universe. She's a woman still, isn't she? Ooh. Ooh. Okay, that was that was just that was that was that was you really hit where it hurts. That was too far. I apologize. <laughs> too far. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So what else in this scene? Okay, so Kimi, um it was nice to see Kimi, you know, one of the, you know, one of the best villains on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. That actor is great. And I would say one of the best um supporting characters on the show. Yeah, totally. Even even above being one of the best villains. Yeah. You know, I would love to see um what is his name? Kevin Durand. Kevin Durand, yeah. I would love to see him play a version of the Joker. <laughs> like, oh, he's, okay. because he's got a really scary face. Oh, I mean, yeah, he does. Especially in this his, scene. If you put white makeup on his face in this scene, he's the scariest guy you've ever seen. Yeah. I don't and know I what it was about the lighting or something, but he his face looked really frightening. Yeah, and it, and he's got that voice for it. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, he's a huge guy, so I think it'd be an interesting take on the Joker. Yeah, that's true. It would be different. Joker's not usually huge. Yeah. But uh But, but he, I could he definitely had that see smile, that. you know, he had that like something yeah. crazy with the It was guy. very toothy. Yes. He had I think he had some, some teeth some extra teeth implanted. It seemed that way. I didn't remember him having so many teeth. So many teeth. <laughs> the toothiest villain on Lost. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So all of his bicuspids. Um, wow. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, okay. I just said a dental term. Uh, <laughs> well done. <laughs> I didn't. I, I I don't think I know what that means. I don't either. It's something, something, something. Oh, okay, okay. It's uh. It's your oh, it's your premolar teeth. Oh, okay. Pre pre does that mean in front? Located between the canine and molar teeth. Okay. Yeah. I see. I, I, yeah, there it is. By cuspid. All right. I'm gonna incorporate that. Um doesn't seem like there's a lot of opportunity to say that though. There really isn't. But it, that that means it's even better when you can. Exactly. Any points? Can I get some points? Yeah, you need some points for that, um, dude. I haven't had points in a while. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm gonna I'm gonna give uh, eight points for that one. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's Maybe because I haven't given it in a while. I'm feeling generous, but I, yeah, I'm right. going I'm going eight points. If well, there's uh, any any uh, industrious lost lowdown listeners, uh, and by industrious I mean crazy, <laughs> um, who want to tally my points. Uh, since the beginning of the podcast, that'd be interesting. <laughs> yes, it would actually. <laughs> I would love to know that. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, which would, word and, and how many points? That'd be interesting. Oh man, if you could throw that in there, that'd be fantastic. Uh, it yeah. would take a certain degree of dedication. Yes, that's why I said crazy. Or crazy. You could you could go that way. Um. Yeah, so I guess uh, in this universe, instead of being a uh, sort of mercenary military soldier, he's a organized crime thug guy. Yeah. Uh, so that's, O-C-T-G. that's kind of interesting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, uh, that's a technical term. Mommy, when I grow up, I want to be an OCTG. <laughs> Eat your veggies. <laughs> Yikes. That's all mommy's got, huh? Mommy wasn't listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Mommy doesn't know what that means. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I wonder. Because I'm you know, the mommy, that's why. I wanted Saeed to shoot Kimi in the head, and then, and then I, and then I, I guess, I guess, you know, doing a headshot in, in TV, maybe it's just it's. Yeah, more we've talked about effect. this before. We've never seen anyone get shot in the head on the show. Yeah, I just, I just, when Saeed is like, I can't, and then he shoots him in the chest, just because chest, chest um, shots just aren't, you know, you're just not necessarily going to die from that. Right. You know, and he obviously looks like he he dies, but. Yeah. Uh, you're just not necessarily going to die from that. It's just like, shoot him in the head. Yeah. That's what they would do in a movie. It is. <laughs> it is, it is. But, you know, many people have died from shots in the chest on Lost. Yeah. I guess the one who didn't was uh, Locke. Locke. I was going to bring that up, yeah. 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 But they gave a reason for that. Yeah. I, I, I you know, you, you really don't want to, uh, obviously, Kimi didn't know who he was messing with here. Like, yeah, he says, you know, say he's like, you know, I'm Saeed Jarrah, but you already know that. And he's like, yeah, I know. And he's like, you know, then Kimi later says, uh, you know, the world's a dangerous place. And you know that because you're from Iraq. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good line, by the way. Yeah. And um, but at the same time, it didn't seem like he knew what Saeed was capable of or else he would not have uh, only had three people there to guard right. him. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. It didn't seem that way. Like, they, they knew some, maybe they just knew, you know, Saeed, the, 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 the guy from Iraq who translates oil contracts. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily Saeed from Iraq, the torturer. Yeah. Because he didn't, he didn't specify how much he knew about Saeed's past, just that he was from Iraq. Yeah, I would imagine his, his, his Republican Guard information is, classified or something or yeah. somewhat hard to get a hold of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I guess if you Google Saeed Jarrah Iraq, you won't get his, you know, Republican Guard information. <laughs> Probably not. Um but yeah, it's interesting to see that this is what Kimi would be, would be doing in this alternate timeline. Um looks like he gets to shoot people less. Yeah. But he's making money, so That's true. And it's interesting that Omar's there. It makes it makes those two seem like uh inseparable. Yeah. 
They were destined to be together. They're destined, yeah. Omar is destined to be his like right right hand man. Yeah, and Omar also takes some friendly fire here, um, mm-hmm. just as Kimi kicked the grenade in his direction in season four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like in this scene, uh, Omar, you know, Omar's dead. Like everyone's dead, and Kimi's like, "Okay, we'll call it off." It's like after all, your guys are dead. You yeah, call it off now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure I totally believe Kimi. I, I mean, I think he, he wants to save his own life, but mm-hmm. if he got back in a position where he had people, you know, I, I don't know if he'd really necessarily stick to his word. You know, I I would, I would I pretty much agree with you because I feel the same way, but I also feel like since he was, since since I believe Omer, Omer, sorry. Omer, yes. <laughs> Uh, that um, I, that that Kimi was just charging him extra and didn't really need to. That that Kimi would have just called it off, you know. I I, I kind of believe that. I see. Yeah, it just... is interesting. There's a couple of ambiguities. Like, did you know? Did he, Omer pay back the debt and Kimi was charging him interest? And did was Kimi responsible for what happened to Omer? Like, both things are kind of he he. He kind of implies that he was responsible, but when he's asked directly, he says no. He's so responsible. <laughs> okay. I have no doubt that Kimi and those guys are responsible for, for Omer getting in the hospital. I mean, it okay. happened right outside his store. They knew it. Why, why would they know about it? Yeah. You know, and why would they know when to pick up Saeed, that, he's on, that Saeed's on his way to get the kids and all that stuff? I mean, yeah. it's, it's got to be connected. I just I love that gangster like euphemism talk where it's like, you know, he's got such a nice family. It'd be a shame if something mm-hmm. were to happen to them. Wink, like, wink. Like if you if you take the words literally, it just sounds like he's you know he's just saying something nice and reasonable. But yeah. Um. But like you know what he really means, which is like an implied threat. But it's like the opposite of what he's saying. Yeah. You know, like I just I don't know. I like that. I like that sort of way of speaking it's it's complex because he can't just he doesn't he doesn't just come out and say yeah i did it and you know i'll kill him if he doesn't pay me back or whatever you know the simple thing Mm-hmm. okay so your position i agree but i you know i did find it interesting that they didn't directly confirm, you know, either of these points. Your position is that uh, Omer did pay back the principal and Kimi was just demanding more and Kimi was responsible for what happened to Omer. Yes? Yeah, I mean, like, they they need to – either they're both connected or they're both random, and I feel like that's – that, you know, either either Omer didn't pay and Kimi didn't do anything about that. He just decided to go capture Saeed, and mm-hmm. lo and behold, on that same day, Omar gets put in the hospital. Like to me, that that seems like a, a pretty big coincidence. Um, I feel like they can't both be true. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But he did. He didn't. Not only did he not pay him, but he's not the one who didn't who put him in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't buy that. That's a bit much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I just, I thought it was interesting that they didn't, you know. 
It could be interesting if Omer's lying that that. Well, what's interesting is Omer says I paid him back, but he wants more money. Yeah, he wants interest forever. Right. Whereas Kimi is saying he just never paid me back. Right. Um. I'm thinking the bank just put a hold on the check, and they just need to call customer service and figure out what's going on. <laughs> That's I'm not surprised you think that. The bank put a five-day hold, and, and, and you know, Kimi didn't know. <laughs> banks are uh, banks are not very helpful sometimes. <laughs> yeah. That's an understatement. Ben, um, the bank is the uh, is the unseen villain in all this. The bank is always the villain, no matter what story you're telling. I see. <laughs> I see. Have you, have you heard of the Great Recession? Um, no. Well, we're in it right now. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> well, I hadn't heard. <laughs> Newsflash. I don't know. I don't. Uh... By the way, it's 2010. Oh, uh, what? In case you, in case you hadn't heard. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. John 1992. Pres- John McCain's president, by the way. Ah! <laughs> He's still alive. I know. Hide your guns. He's gonna <laughs> come after them. <laughs> Yikes. Um. All right, well, I think that's pretty much it. I feel like R.I.P. Kimi again. Um, yeah, R.I.P. Kimi again, I agree. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh... uh so, is, is there any... Supposed, it seems like there's supposed to be some... some, some uh, relevance to Saeed saying, you know, as Kimi says... Just relax and forget about it in terms mm-hmm. of the debt and everything. And, and say he says, I can't. Yeah. Is that supposed to mean anything? Like, he can't let things go or something? Like, that's Jack's problem. I, I guess I thought it, I, I was taking, I took it, um, I took it, uh, uh, what's the word? I took, I took, I took him to mean something more general than, a response to what Kimi was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I thought he meant somehow he can't let Kimi go. Well, how do I want to put this? Um, he, he's, yeah, I can't make sense of what I'm trying to say. I, I want it to be somehow a reference to his past. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm trying to figure out how, where the weight of that line is coming from. Yeah, it seems like they're trying to give it weight. To the, I agree. You know the big line, but um, I don't really know what, what what it's supposed to be connected to. Yeah, in my mind, I have an idea of how it's supposed to fit, but I'm having trouble um, turning it into words. Yeah. Have you tried drawing a picture? <laughs> no, I haven't. Perhaps a, a, a musical number. <laughs> okay, I could try that too. Maybe an opera would be best to display what you're talking about. <laughs> I'd be a pretty good opera. Yeah, you should, you should try that. Very operatic. Yeah, I mean, I basically want this line to be, I want this line to have a similar effect 
to, you know, when Ben says, um, I know a way out there's still time, and Saeed says, not for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like, he is literally responding to what Ben is saying, but he's also making a grander statement. Yeah. About himself and his, you know, his own, you know, damnation or what have you. Um, uh, and so I feel like what he's saying here about not being able to forget, it's it's somehow not being able to forget who he is or, you know, it's who he is is compelling him, will compel him to kill Kimi like he can't, uh, he can't He's bring the kind himself. of person who can just like let it go. Yeah, yeah. Because of who he is, he he can't uh, he can't let let Kimi off. I'll buy that. That's the best I can do. That's good enough. So, do you have any theories about Jen? Like I do. I have a ton of theories about Jen. How many do you want? I want I want three. You want three theories? Three. <laughs> Theories about Jin. Yes. Um, all right. My first theory is a secret. <laughs> and so are the other two. <laughs> it's a secret. It's a secret. Um, no, I don't have any theories about Ben. Let me come up with some. Do you have any theories about... I'm sorry, about Jen. Do you have any theories about Jen? Um, I could try. Uh, I could try my hand at a vague well, theory. See, the, the last time we saw him, he's at the airport. They were trying to figure out why he had so much money. Right. Uh, he had. They had. He had the watch, right? He did have the watch. He had the watch and the money. Yes. Son was there, and then somehow he ends up in Kimi's freezer. Right. So my my first stab at a theory would be. Um, somehow the money was for Kimi or maybe for someone that Kimi works for or something, and he lost it at customs. And that's why he's locked up in the freezer. Okay. I feel like that's close to being right. I need some more details, though. Yeah, it's not fleshed out. I, you know. I, 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 I want it to be more like... I want because to me the money, it, it, the money thing doesn't it doesn't really make any sense to me that he would come, he would travel with all that money just to give it to Kimi. That that to me doesn't sound right. Yeah, that's a good. But point. maybe the maybe the watch was for Kimi or something, or maybe you know maybe he was the guy that um, that uh, Pike sent uh, Jen to go see. Yeah, right. That's the kind of thing. That's what I was thinking. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so but I was trying to find a reason why Kimi would lock him up. Yeah. You know, and like, yeah, the best the best I can come up with at the moment is that is that he lost the money or the watch, I don't know. Whatever it was, he was supposed to deliver. But then why show up? Well, I guess I'm assuming that maybe Kimi picked him up or something. Mm, okay. Or Sun. Well, I guess they didn't pick up Sun. Or is she somewhere else? I don't know. I want to think... Some, I, this is what I want to think happened. 
And a lot of this is just obviously huge guesses. I, I, I wonder if, like, the rest of that story would go, you know, Sun goes in, you know, Sun and Jen are being interrogated about what's going on with the money. Somehow Sun eventually, you know, uh, shows that she speaks English, most likely in front of Jen. And and then, like, Sun, Sun gets them out of that situation somehow. Okay. With, with the money and the watch. Okay. And then, as a reward, Sun gets Sun gets the money and goes shopping on Rodeo Drive. <laughs> while Jin uh, goes to uh, do this. No, um, something like that. Something where they kind of get out of that situation. Okay. Um. Yeah, I feel like something new happened. You know, with, with Jin and and Kimi. I feel like. Jin got there. Jin got there, but something happened. The rules changed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not the yeah, rules. I don't, really, I don't. I don't really have anything. It, it's hard to predict in this universe what happened. You know, what's what's what. Yeah, you can't rely. Like some things from the original timeline are still true, but you can't rely on anything. No. So you just have to try to fill in the gaps by making shit up. But okay, so so your your story is they got the money, you know, they resolved the situation with customs and but somehow somehow things didn't go right with Kimi and um and that's how he ended up in the freezer. Yep, airtight. Okay. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, it's the it's about the as funny as my theory is. Yeah, the money thing. I feel like it's you know, he the only it's not like he couldn't have the money. It's just that he didn't declare it. So I feel I feel like if Sun can explain, you know, she'll obviously make something up because she doesn't know why Jin has it. Right. But if she can make something up and then they can just like declare the money, then I think it's fine. Okay. I mean, but I can see it going your way too of that they take the money and that's why Kimi's upset. Uh I also feel like I don't know. Uh I, I want Kimi or someone Kimi works for to be the person Jen was going to go see. Yes. As as directed by Pike. I agree. I agree with that. That seems like the most plausible story. I don't see Kimi getting involved in that story when he had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Like, Jen was going to meet somebody else completely, and Kimi just picks him up at random or something, and that doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, I agree. Um, Although, I mean, I don't think there's any way that, I don't think there's any way Jen was meeting Kimi in the original timeline. Yeah, that's why I want... Who like like they, I, I want to believe that like whoever the person was that Jin was supposed to go see in the original timeline is the person like that is like Kimi's boss or something. Right. My question is: Is there any chance Kimi is still working for Widmore? Yes, there's a chance. All right. <laughs> How big of a chance? I think it's a very small chance because I don't think Widmore is looking for the island. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess I figured if he was working for Woodmore, it would be in a different capacity. Yeah, I mean, sure, but I mean, I I don't think, 
Oh, I mean, do you, you mean do you think Widmore is, is Kimmy's boss? And yeah. That's who Jen was gonna go see? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because we 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 knew from the original timeline that Pike and Widmore had a business relationship. Mm-hmm. True, but Widmore should be in L.A. And by L.A., I mean England. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I meant to say, yeah, I meant to say London. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I feel like that's where Widmore should be, so why would yeah. Jin be going to L.A.? Oh, oh, Jin should fly to, to London him. if he wants to meet Widmore. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be my answer. Not that he can't be in L.A. right now, but he shouldn't be. Right, right. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. I'm just, you know, trying to throw in something from the original timeline. Mm-hmm. You know, because they do that sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have two theories, sort of. Oh, speaking of theories, that reminds me. I wanted to, and I meant to say that earlier. Um, clarify something. Uh, before the podcast, we we brought up, uh, we we referenced a theory that that we saw online about. Uh, the idea of sort of three entities on the island, the, the protector, the destroyer, and the creator. Mm-hmm. And we were saying, we, you know, it was from the forum or something. But but someone actually wrote in, uh, one of our listeners wrote in and was, was uh, talking about that theory, Everett Stuckley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to give him proper credit for that. Uh, um, I'll credit so you to, to Everett uh, Stuckley. <laughs> so it's not to purloin anyone else's ideas, but... Um, um, and it's nice when people write in and talk to us and absolutely us, you know, have theories of their own. So uh, I just I wanted just, to say that. Yeah, I mean, speaking for myself, I read I read pretty much everything that gets posted on the forum, and I read the emails. And uh, I'm not good enough to remember who said what where, so uh, so I, I can easily forget where something came from. Yeah. Um, I try. I definitely wouldn't give. You know, I wouldn't. I. I. I, I will at least say I got it from somewhere, but I'm. I'm not always going to be able to remember exactly where I got something from. Yeah. Totally. Be better, Justin. Be I will. I'll try. I'll try also. <laughs> you try harder, though. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> I only have to try a little bit because I'm already pretty good. Um, and I'm modest, so. I see. I can tell. Yeah, isn't it? Modesty is dripping through my phone receiver right now. (laughs) Ooh, I hope it doesn't drip the connection. (laughs) It's it's sort of a modesty syrup. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to know what it looks like. Yeah, please. (laughs) Let me be less modest. (laughs) Please. Getting kind of gross. Uh, maybe just a modicum of modesty. There you go. Ooh. You like that? Yeah. Big so any, of... points, any, any points for modicum? Modicum? Modicum's a good one. I'd say six. That's a sixer. But hey, I'll take that. That's 14 from one podcast. Yeah, no, that's a good total. Yeah, I'll buy it. I, as you know, I'm pretty stingy with points. You are. And I don't even think I've given you points for like 10 podcasts. So, uh, you know. 
this is a this is a good run. Yeah. You know, the other day I was walking down the street and I passed a colloquium. <laughs> now, that was contrived, sir. Do, do I get any points for that? No points for you. Damn it. I was walking down the street. <laughs> Come on. All right. I didn't, didn't sell that one too well. I didn't sell that one too well. All right. Uh. Nice so, try, though. Colloquium is definitely a, a, a high point value word. Yeah, and I heard it from you, so I, yeah, I won't get any points. Yeah, well, you know, you got everybody hears words from somewhere. What are you going to do? I didn't make it up. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you know this, but um, I am not responsible for the Latin language. Ooh, wow. Yeah, I, wow. I, I am aware of what it says down. on my business card. Yeah, it does. But it's but it's not true. Yes, I guess your business card also says liar on it. Then who doesn't? <laughs> well, well, maybe it, it should. Maybe it doesn't because you're a liar. So yeah, it should say you're not a liar. There you go. That's what it says. Your business card says you're not a liar. There you go. Uh, I'm ready for the next scene. Okay. Next scene. It's another long one. So buckle up, everyone. Um. Back to the island. Uh, Dogen sits by the spring, holding the baseball. Saeed enters, carrying the knife. Dogen says, you let him talk to you. Saeed says, he stabbed him in the chest, and then let him talk. Saeed drops the knife on the ground. Saeed asks Dogen why he didn't kill Saeed when he had the chance, since he clearly wants Saeed dead. Dogen doesn't answer the question directly. Instead, he tells the following anecdote. He once was a businessman in Osaka. He got a promotion, and he went out to celebrate. He had too much to drink. He had to pick up his son from baseball. He had an accident. Uh, Dogen survived, but his son. Then, in the hospital, a man came to him and told him he could save his son, but he will have to come to the island to do a new job, and he could never see his son again. Saeed says, who was this man? And Dogen says his name was Jacob. Saeed says, Jacob drives a hard bargain. Dogen says, the man outside, I take it he offered you a similar bargain. Saeed says, yes. There's a short pause, and Dogen says, it is sundown. Will you choose to stay or go? Saeed says, I'd like to stay. And then he tackles Dogen, pulling him into the spring, and then he holds Dogen under the water, drowning him. Finally, Dogen dies. The baseball floats to the surface. Saeed gets out of the spring. Dogen runs in and sees what happened. That's not Dogen. Lennon runs in and sees what happened. He goes into the spring and sees that Dogen is dead. He says to Saeed, do you realize what you just did? He was the only thing keeping it out, idiot. You just let it in. Saeed picks up the knife, slits Lennon's throat. Lennon falls into the spring, and Saeed says, I know. Can smoke is smoking like a vampire? Can he not enter a dwelling unless he asks permission or something? <laughs> Where does this thing about Dogan being the only one keeping it out? I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. So let's go back to the beginning of the scene. He Indeed. Says, you let him talk to you. Yes. Now, 
if this is what I don't like. I know. If <laughs> if, Do, if Dogen knows that Saeed wasn't going to be able to kill Locke, and they only sent him out there on a fool's errand. Yeah. Um. Then why say that? I agree. Yeah. Unless this whole seeks like, before you kill him thing is true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Saeed responds that he stabbed first, but it's like, well, technically he said hello. Does that count? Like, I, I know this isn't the time to get technical, but I really wish I could understand I feel like what the final word was. I agree. I, 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 I think the hello doesn't count. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree, but I want to be sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I want to know, and I want to know, is it even true to any extent? Like, it does. And that's the other thing. I feel like the hello doesn't count, but it's still not true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, uh, <sighs> yeah, it's like, is Dogen really keeping up the ruse, like, you know, is that is that what we're supposed to think? Yeah, and and even if he and even if you know under Dogen's ruse, okay, Saeed let Locke talk to him. Shouldn't you be worried about what he said, Dogen? Yeah. <laughs> like, shouldn't you be concerned that Saeed is now back? Yeah. Don't you want to know what he said to to, to Saeed? I feel like. I don't know. I guess I just have to throw that line away. It seems like a throwaway line. It just. It seems like there's no reason for him to even say that, even if, even if it was supposed to, even if it's true that like he could have killed him and he he botched it somehow. It just yeah. seems like uh, it seems like that line doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like it's, he should be asking other questions. It's yeah, because it just opens up. I mean, I thought. See, I, I forgot about this line. I thought that. Locke's story pretty much closed closed the book on this whole issue that, you know, Dogen was just trying to get Saeed killed and he knew it wouldn't work. And, you know, mm-hmm. that seems to me like a very plausible story, you know. I mean, yeah. Dogen wanted Saeed killed, no question about that. And, uh, and, and so, I'll, you know, I'll buy that was his plan. But having him ask this just, just throws it... <laughs> throws it up in the air again whether any, any aspect of what he was saying was true. Like, mm-hmm. could it be that he did want Saeed to get killed and he knew it wouldn't work, but at the same time, it is true that if you stab Smokey before he talks, it'll kill him. Yeah. You know, can both things be true? I think both things can be true. Uh, yeah, but it's... <sighs> Wait, they're both things that, that if you if you stab Black before he talks, you can kill him? Yeah. And that Dogen wanted to say he did? Yeah. I think they okay. Maybe they both can't be true because I don't see how Dogen expect. If they're both true, then how did Dogen expect to get both? He couldn't. He can't expect to get both outcomes then, because if if Saeed stabs Locke and Locke dies, Locke isn't going to kill Saeed. Right. Good point. So he. So one of the. So Dogen can only get one of the two outcomes. Yeah. He definitely wants to have Saeed die. Right. So that's why I want to say it's just not true. And and this line about you let him talk to you was just part of the part of like 
the ruse, or he's wrong. Like he thought he he thinks that's true, and it's just not true. Mm-hmm. I think that's the other possibility too, is that Dogen could just be wrong, and Locke is assuming that yeah, Dogen does want so he's dead, but Locke is assuming Dogen thought it w- this wouldn't work. I, I, and there again, I can I confound myself because again, <laughs> Dogen can't 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 get both things. Yeah, yeah. See, I mean, there's. It's just it's weird to have it have it like this where like every story has problems. Yeah. And you can't, you know, with the information we have, you can't really tell a story where all the pieces fit. Which is unfortunate. Like it's just yeah, it's just kind of a mess. Like what did they want to get across? I really can't tell. The big thing is Dogen wanted Saeed dead. He he says that Jack tries to kill that's him. That's true. That, yeah, that. no question about so that. That's, he wanted him dead. He's trying to have other people do it. That's the other big thing. Yes. Um, now, what, the only thing up for grabs is whether or not Saeed could have killed Locke. Yeah. Whether Locke's And also, just more generally, whether the idea that you can kill Smokey if you stab him before he talks. Yeah. Whether Dogen was just saying that is the knife special? I mean, that's an that's an extra question. Or will any old knife work? And that might be getting a little too detailed, but it did seem like he pulled out a special knife. He did seem like he had a special knife. I don't know if that's part of the ruse or not. But then it's like, well, why have a knife in the planter? Yeah. If you is planting the peanuts. Planters. Planters? Yeah. Oh, the same kind of thing. The same thing as the the plant thing. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Oh. I just thought it was some people named Planter. Well, I don't know. Maybe it is, but I'm just saying it's the same word. Yeah, I guess it is. Look at that. Wow. I thought I'd never heard that word before. (laughs) You didn't. You've just heard of peanuts for the first time today. <laughs> wow. I'm amazed I pulled that off. Peanuts are in everything. They really are. Except for corn syrup. True. Which is in everything else. That's true. High fructose corn syrup. Mm-hmm. That's the only good kind. Wow. It's the only kind that gives you diabetes, right? Well, yeah. Uh, let's see... What else in this scene? I'm just let's just leave that topic. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing we can do about it. Maybe later it'll they'll clarify how you kill Smokey and and we'll be able to understand what's going on here. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm being optimistic. <laughs> it's just Loft does this sometimes. Like I don't know where to draw the line. Mm-hmm. You know, because they, they throw out red herrings, characters deceive each other. Sometimes people say things just to get someone to do something, but what they're saying actually is true. And, you know, it's it's hard to unravel that. Yeah. It's so, always been a problem. So All we, right. get the, we get Dogen's backstory of he was a successful businessman, he was drinking and driving, 
which is right. always bad. Right. I, I, his his line about every Friday I, I pick my son up from baseball, and I was assuming like this Friday he didn't because he was drunk and something else happened to his son because he missed picking him up. Mm-hmm. But no, he picked him up anyway. Right. Apparently, and uh, and had a car accident. Uh, something tells me. I, I let's just say I wouldn't be surprised if Jacob had something to do with that car accident. <laughs> All right. Um, it'd be interesting to, to see if we ever see this. I doubt we will. Um, so what's up with Jacob driving these hard bargains? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd love to know why Dogan. Why is he the guy to fulfill this position? Right. Fulfill this position. Yeah. As you said earlier, um, this kind of reminds me of the of the thing with Juliet and her sister. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they Jacob would cure her sister's cancer, but she had to stay on the island. Yeah, but you know what? That seemed like it was Ben's thing. Yeah. Of why she had to stay on the island, and now it makes me wonder if it was Jacob's thing. Yeah. But, yeah. but Ben was like, "Yeah, mine, Juliet." Well, he did say that. I'm afraid. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, it seems like that was some sort of trade-off. He but did. that was after, though, right? Because she came there with Middleos, thinking that. Was, so she came there under false pretenses, of course. But she came there under her own will. Yes. And then it was later when she wanted to leave that that they said, "We'll fix your sister." Yeah. And yeah. If you stay longer. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, they basically told her that her sister's cancer had come back, and and then Ben said that Jacob would, would cure her if she stayed. Mm-hmm. Although he might be the reason the cancer came back? Well, uh, possibly. Yeah. You could you could say that if you if you wanna if you uh if you think if you think Jacob's into causing and curing things. Well, I don't know. Ask Nadia. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm I, my my theory at the moment is that Jacob isn't causing the things so much as He's somehow aware that they're going to happen or knows where to be and kind of takes advantage of the circumstances. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's sort of what I want to say about Jacob. I, I feel like he, he, does, he does seem to know that things are going to happen. Like he's sort of sitting there waiting and, you know, when Locke uh, gets knocked out of the window, you know, it's like he knew that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, so I do get the impression that he just, he just sort of knows things are going to happen, but I, I don't want to say, you know, and he knew that Smokey was going to the temple. Like he does seem to have this sort of foreknowledge, but, but I, I don't feel like he's necessarily causing it. Yeah. You know, he's just knowing it's going to happen and then offering a deal. Well, he's definitely not causing everything. Um, I would say anything with an automobile is suspect. If you think about Juliet's ex-husband, right? Yeah, there is that. Thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. 
That's true. Yeah, and and Nadia's death was similar. Mhm. Um. Yeah, so I don't uh, I don't know. It's also interesting to me that Dogen infers that Smokey offered Saeed something similar. Mhm. You know, like. Why does he think that? What is that he, makes that, that that makes Jacob and Smokey seem really similar? Yeah, yeah, and Dogen seems to know that. Yeah, like they're yeah, like they're just you know almost like they're two sheriffs of the same town. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I sense that's what you were thinking. I was going to say two sides of the same coin, but that seems like too much of a cliche. <laughs> two sheriffs of the same town is uh, is better. This town's only big enough for one sheriff. I don't hear that one very often. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I still I still want to maintain that Jacob is Jacob is less active than Smokey is. Um, you know, I think he's different in personality. But it may be the case that they are the same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and they have similar abilities. And so they can offer people deals like this. Although Jacob's deal is different from what Smokey said. Smokey said, I'll give you anything you want if you deliver a message for me. And Jacob said, I'll let your son live if you agree to never see him again and do a job for me. You know, Jacob's Which deal is worse, is, really. Yeah, but it's like if Jacob would have said, Dogan, I'll give you anything you want if you do this for me, Dogan probably would have been like, will you fix my son? Right, okay, okay, okay. But, but the, the way the deal is posed is definitely different. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and, and I think with Alana, like, I don't, I don't know what history Alana and Jacob have but it's just very similar in that he came to her when she was like injured yes. and asked her to do a favor and the next thing you know she's fine. Right. So I wonder if that means anything. Yeah, actually I think that's I think that's a good theory. Um that might explain why they showed her like that. Mhm. You know, that's that's what they had in mind. Like Jacob um it sort of heals her in exchange for what she does for him. Yeah, it makes me wonder if he had ever met her before that scene. Well, from from the way from the opening line, I I went back and read that scene. From the opening lines, it certainly sounds like she knew him before that. Oh, what did she say? Nice to see you again. Yeah, it was. He says he says I'm sorry I didn't come sooner. Mm -hmm. And I mean that's a weird thing to say if you've never met someone before. Um, And that's just enigmatic. What else you got? All right, hold on. Let me let me Jacob being Jacob. Let me pull it up here. Um, Let's see. Incident transcript. Hospital. Uh, Where are we? Alana, Alana, Alana. Ah, Jacob says, I'm sorry I couldn't make it sooner. Alana says, I'm very happy to see you. Mm-hmm. What did she got? 
the the next line is, I'm here because I need your help. Can you do that? Will you help me? And Alana says, yes. That's the whole scene. It's a very short scene. Yeah. I mean, it makes it seem like they already know each other, but at the same time, I feel like... Yeah, I think it's a stretch like, if you're going to say they that's the first time they've ever met each other. Well, but here's the thing. Like, the way Dogen explains Jacob's, the his meeting with Jacob, it, it seems like they kind of have the conversation, you know, before he even knows who Jacob is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think uh, Dogen said I'm very happy to see you. You know, to Jacob. Sure. No, I don't think he knew who Jacob was. I agree. I don't think he necessarily said that. But I I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Jacob has a, is a very particular character, and I don't know. I feel like it, I I want I could go either way on it. I, it. It seems like they knew each other before, but at the same time. He's coming to her, needing a favor, and I don't, I don't, I could see that being the first time. It would be more symmetric, but I... The sooner, the, the, the you know, sorry I didn't come sooner is not a problem for me. That's just, you know, whatever. The, you know, her saying it's good to see you does imply that, you know, she knows who he is. Yeah. Um... But but it could just be you know she's she's you know she's out of it she's injured, and maybe she's getting some weird sense about who this guy is. Yeah. Okay. Well, you could say that. I I think I think she's supposed to be a part of this you know this team with Bram and they're like Jacob's yeah, bodyguards yeah. and I mean I think I think Alana is a different kind of person than Dogen. Yeah. Well, hey, Alana's still alive, so maybe she'll tell us something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's certainly, yeah, it's possible that we can find out what's going on there. Um. Right. What else in this scene? Yeah, you know, how good can Jacob be if he's, like, doing bargains like this? Well, you know. Uh, oh, please defend Jacob. Go ahead. I feel I feel like I feel compelled because I really think that Jacob is doing. I mean, what he's doing here is, um, you know, could could he do something better? Yes, but you know, it's it's he's offering to save the kid's life. I mean, you know, it's like okay, you can live with the consequences of what you did, or your son can live, but you won't be able to see him again. I mean, it's a tough bargain, I agree, but it's not evil. It's not evil, but it's not necessarily good either. It's it's almost neutral at best because Jacob is manipulating this guy at his most vulnerable time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's not that's not very good. Okay, but he could. And why I mean, can't he? And why can't he ever see him again? Why can't he say? Um, you you need to you need to do this job for twenty years, or fifty years, or whatever the number of years might be. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you know, simplicity of writing, you know, uh, you know, simplifying the dialogue and, and all these things yeah. go into play here. But uh, but nevertheless, if we just take it at face value, it just doesn't seem like a a, a really like a an honest bargain. I should say it's fair, but it's not it's. 
It's just not. It's not honest. That's like that's like your car breaks down and someone says, "I'll tow you," but I, it's going to cost you a million dollars. Well, it's nice that you're going to tow me, you know, but but you're also going to get this other thing out of me too. And and I'm in this situation where I pretty much have to, you know, he has no choice. He can't really say no to that. You know, he's not going to say no to that. Yeah. Okay. That's what I mean about Jacob. That's what I, like like we don't get these stories of Jacob just being this great nice guy who's doing all this benevolent stuff for people with nothing in return, asking nothing of them in return. We usually get these no. stories of people having to sacrifice. He demands a deal. sacrifice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I agree. Um, I agree, but at the same time, he could just not save the kid's life at all. True, which would be fine. You know, like, you think it's better to sort of not offer at all? I mean, to I me... I don't know if it's better, but, 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 you know, people die every day. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, it would, just be, it would just be a normal situation in that case. Same as, you know, like my analogy, so, you know, people's cars break down all the time. Yeah, no, I understand, but I'm saying it's like most people, you know, don't get the chance to, you know, if if... If if they have someone that they care about who's about to die, they don't get the chance to save their life by making a sacrifice. You know, I True. think I think Jacob is, you know, giving Dogen an opportunity that most people don't get, and it's uh, to me it's better better to do that than nothing at all. Well, but but also Jacob could just heal the kid and not ask anything of Dogen. Well, he could sure. So that's my point: is he's not doing these things selfishly, and the fact that he's not doing it selfishly to me, makes him not good. You mean he is doing it selfishly? No, he's being selfish by doing it. Right. So he's so he's not doing it selfish, selfishly. Self, selflessly. Oh, you mean selflessly. Okay. Selflessly, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, you're right. He wants stuff in return. He's He's yeah. not... He's not in the business of just granting people things, no strings attached. Which 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 diminishes his goodness, in my opinion. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I agree. I mean, I I don't think I I don't think it's it's reasonable to you know Jacob is not supposed to be. He's certainly not depicted as a perfect being. Uh, he's he's got a. He's got a streak of, you know, demanding sacrifices from people and mm-hmm. and granting them things at great cost. Um, that seems to be his MO. And yeah, at their at their time of weakness. Yes, at their time of weakness. Yes. That seems to be, you know, the way he gets people to do things for him and mm-hmm. and yeah, it's hard to it's hard to see that as something that we're supposed to we're supposed to view as somehow just wonderful. Um Yeah. I agree. Um, but at the same time, I guess, I guess I, I'm, I, I don't think that necessarily makes him evil though. No, it makes him less good. Yeah. I'll buy that. Which means more evil, but okay. doesn't make him evil. No, I think he, he, it just moves him more towards the center on, on yeah. that scale, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I think, um. And I think it's and I think it's cruel in a way, and I think it's torturous in a way for Dogen to know that his son, yes, his son is alive, but his son is now growing up without a father. Yeah. Perchance doesn't even know where his father is. Yeah. Uh, and, and what is that for the kid? You know. Yeah. 
It sucks. And for Dogen to just to spend all the rest of his life, well, not anymore, but to spend all that time on the yeah. island uh, doing this job and never able to see his kid, and uh, yeah. it's just it's it, it it's a you know it's it's almost like a Twilight Zone deal or something. Yeah, you know, very just, much. It's just not great. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I'm really curious where they're going with this Jacob stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know what what Jacob is going to look like um, in the end, because I think it's clear that, like you said, he he makes deals with vulnerable people and and asks them for large sacrifices in return for certain favors. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we really don't know is why. Yeah, we don't know why. You know, and when we know why, it'll be easier to judge what he's doing. <laughs> we said that about the others. <laughs> once, we, once we know what Ben, why Ben is doing this, it, you know, well, Ben said that about the others, you know, like, yep. once we, you know, we're the good guys, mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And if you knew why we're doing this, then you'd understand and all that. Yeah, I know. You're right. You're right. And... In the end, well, I still don't know what's up with the others in general. I do know that Ben is just a really, really bad guy. Yeah. And uh, no matter what he says his higher mission was, he, just on a personal level, is someone that I wouldn't want to have anything to do with. Yeah. Even though he's an awesome character. (laughs) (laughs) I, I kind of feel the same way about Smokey. Mm-hmm. I would stay the fuck away from him, but uh, he's he's really interesting. What I like about Smokey is that you really he's pretty upfront and direct. He is, and, and Jacob is enigmatic and vague. Exactly. He is, he is very very different. Yeah, you're and, right. And that's what I like is that if, if he you know if he says he's not going to kill you, then I think you can take him at his word. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that's that's reassuring. And I feel like as as long as everyone's cards are on the table, even if someone's scary, you know, as long as you know where they're coming from, that it's easier to deal with than Jacob, who you you, you know you could be a devoted follower and he might not have your back. That's true. You know, that's true. On the other hand, at least in the past, Smokey will just randomly attack you, maybe. It, it well, yeah. If he's in smoke monster form, yeah, you, there's no, there's no talking, there's no reasoning with him. Yeah, yeah. So, I, and I, I, there's, I haven't, I haven't seen any evidence that Jacob does stuff like that. Yeah. You know, he's Jacob seems to be in the deal making business, not necessarily in the sort of kill random people in the jungle business. Yeah, he did let Nadia die though. Well, that's true. <laughs> I again, things. again, I wonder what what his what his deal with Saeed was. Didn't we figure that out? Yeah, we didn't. Um, <laughs> like, what, I don't know. I, I what did he? I guess he wanted Saeed to be healed, but like, I just, I wish I understood why he took such personal interest in Saeed and and what his actual plan was. Because mm-hmm. I I don't think it happened, and I I don't see how we're ever gonna know. Oh, I just figured it out. Okay. He wanted Saeed to live so they wouldn't be claimed. Oh, simple as that? I think it's as simple as that. He didn't uh, want him to be claimed by Smokey, so he wanted to make sure Saeed lived 
Oh, uh, okay. Uh, and then, but it was, you know, it didn't work. I see. Is that is that good enough? That works. <laughs> it just came to me. It was it was I I thought it was going to have to be more complicated than that. Okay. Yeah. That's that's reasonable. Yeah. Because you know he might know that Saeed is you know evil and right. could be claimed and all that and uh, right. Of course, it begs the question. Um, pretty please, question. Uh, it begs the question, uh, or not, that um, you know, if Saeed got healed and he was normal, what then? Yeah. Because I don't know if Jacob wants Saeed on his team. Right. You know, was, is Jacob recruiting? Not that he's doing anything now, but yeah, he's recruiting. It seems like Team Jacob consists of Jack and Hurley mm-hmm. and I guess Ilana um, mm-hmm. and whoever happens to be following her at the moment and Richard. Yeah. Um, and that's about it. Oh, okay. speaking of Richard, I think, I think yeah, I think once Ilana and those in that group, the Scooby-Doo gang, once they leave the temple, they'll probably run into Richard who's like, yeah. Oh, I was just on my way to the temple. <laughs> or, you know, he's hiding out because, you know, he heard Smokey in there or something like that. Yeah, 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 that's probably, that sounds right. I agree. Seems like if you want to save place on the island, if you can get down to the looking glass, you'd be pretty safe. Yeah, that's true. Because if, you know, Smokey can't go in the water, right? Although I think it's flooded now. Or maybe just that room. I think this that room because he closed it off. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He locked it up. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. I don't know if they have that set anymore, though. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? They didn't build a whole station and submerge it underwater? <laughs> well. Is TV not real life? I'm not going to assume that they didn't, but. Uh, now you're going to tell me Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> I I would never say that. Then who buys my presents? <laughs> Answer me that. <sighs> the answer is no one. Oh. Oh. All right. Uh, are we going to the next part? I just want to say I really liked this scene a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked. I really like. For there's something to me really compelling about. You know, these two characters sitting there. Dogen wanted to kill Saeed. Saeed's getting ready to kill Dogen. And they just sit there while Dogen gives this long monologue about his life history. And Saeed listens to him. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they just kind of sit there. And I feel like they both kind of know what's coming. And it's, uh, there's just, uh, there's a really nice stillness in the scene before the mayhem breaks out. Yeah. Um, I don't think Dogen knows what's coming, though. Really? I don't. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I think, think I don't think he necessarily knows Saeed's about to kill him, but I think he knows that, you know, Smokey's about to attack. Well, he should know that. Yeah, he should know that. And so I, so I do think, I think he's sitting there, you know, by the spring, sort of knowing that the end is near. I think you mean nigh. Or nigh. <laughs> nigh is better. Uh, yeah, I think he definitely knows. I mean, now that Jacob's dead, like he has to know that. Yeah, 
Um, Jacob yeah. was the only thing keeping him out. Oh, God. I'm surprised Dogan didn't say that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then the, then the Ash is like, what am I here for then? <laughs> don't talk, Ash. Ash, don't talk. <laughs> that was the budget for you to talk. Um <laughs> So that 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 was my next question. I do agree with you. I like this scene. It is cool how it's cool when Saeed sits down with him. You know, at the point that he sits down with him, it's it's interesting because it's like when he's telling this story and he kind of just sits there and you know, it's sundown. Are you gonna stay or go? I think I'll stay <laughs> and kill you. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I, it's a, it's great that he said I think I'll stay because you get you get a half second of what. Mm-hmm. Right before Saeed attacks him. Yeah. You know. And Dogen, you know, for Dogen, too, he's, like, surprised that Saeed said stay. And right. And he'd kill you. Um, here's my question for you. Okay. Now that Dogen's dead. Yes. Claimed? Oh. Lennon? Any of them? All of them? I was hoping he wouldn't go there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say no. I don't see why not, though. Yeah, I'm. I feel like no, also only because you know they kind of left. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess I feel like the claiming. I think the claiming is selective. I mean, doesn't I don't necessarily think it's just going to happen to anybody. And so are you telling me that Montan and <laughs> and those guys were bad and evil? I I don't want to say that necessarily. Okay. No. Um. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that's what determines it. Um, you know, I, did, I don't think Claire was evil. Um, and I think I think Christian was claimed as well. And, well, I guess you could argue he was evil in some ways. Um, but I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, so, so I, I kind of think they're just dead and that's it. But, you know... If they want to, I guess they could they could have that happen. Yeah. You know, but it seemed to me like, you know, they giving giving Dogan this this long monologue and, and backstory really seemed like their their way to sort of close out his character. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of his son, uh I'm assuming that's the same son we saw in Jack's flat yes. sideways. Yes. So it's interesting to see a character who's dead. Like a very minor character like that, who like who's a, who's alive in the alternate timeline, but yeah. dead. Oh wait, no, he's alive in both. I forgot. He was just injured. He didn't die. Wait, who didn't die? Dogen's talking? son. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. I was thinking he died, but no, Jacob brought him back to life. Though. Right, right, right. The the difference is that you know they're they're together. Mhm. And they so they I think they set that up nicely. It's it seems sort of random when they do it in Jack's episode, but when mm-hmm. we see this, it sort of it makes that it makes that scene um, you know, seem well placed. And you have to wonder if Dogan's son uh switch from baseball to to piano. <laughs> kind of seems that way. Yeah. Not that you can't do both, but Yeah, yeah. But it seems like he was, you know, like he said, you know, they're too young for this pressure and all. You know, you gotta, you gotta be focused on that stuff to get to that point. Yeah, that's true. 
And, you know, he's living in L.A. instead of Osaka. Mm-hmm, hmm So, you know. Or at least in town to do that audition. Oh, there's that. Yeah, that's true. Um, anything else? Um. R.I.P. Dogan. Yeah, R.I.P. Dogan. He didn't, he didn't last very long, but he definitely made an impression. Yeah, he made an impression. Lennon and what did yeah. you do? You let it in. When Lennon calls Saeed an idiot, I'm like, oh god, yeah, shut I think up. The idiot, yeah, he called him an idiot. I'm like, you're so dead. Idiot, really? That's not what you say to Saeed. No. Saeed is many things, but uh, that's he. He knows what he's doing, like Lennon. He, I promise like he, you. Like he did it on accident. Yeah. Like, look what you did. You knocked over the milk. You idiot. I did what? Yeah, um yeah, Lennon uh Lennon uh but it, it was it was actually shocking to me when Saeed slit his throat though. I I didn't really expect that. Yeah. And it it was totally unnecessary too. <laughs> like Dogan is what let according to Lennon and Saeed, Dogan is what let Smokey in and so yeah. Well, Smokey was gonna kill Lennon or you know, somebody was gonna kill him. Yeah, yeah. So it might as well be Saeed. Sure, sure. But you know, like he didn't need to do that. Like he yeah. it was it was it was just a bonus. Mhm. Two for one. You know, a little value added as they say. But yeah, I I can't uh I can't really Lennon was Lennon was not not nearly as uh interesting or of course uh fleshed out as as Dogen was. Yeah. So um So yeah, I think that's uh I think that's it for Dogen. Dogen's done. Mhm. All right, let's go to the next part. Um okay. Next scene. Um, let's see. Where are we? Next scene, we uh, we go out on the temple courtyard well, with Miles. We hear the sounds of Smokey. The others who are left have guns, and they wait in fear. Kate gets Miles and says they have to go now. And then Smokey goes on the attack. Kate and Miles run. Smokey grabs some others. Smokey knocks some stuff over. Kate goes to get Claire, and Miles is left on his own. Miles shuts himself in a room, and then there's a pounding on the door, and it turns out to be uh, Ilana. She comes in and asks about Jack, Hurley, and Sawyer. Miles Miles tells her they're gone. Then Frank's son and Ben enter. Ilana asks about Saeed. Miles says he was headed to the pool. Ben offers to go get him and leaves. Ilana tells the rest of them to come on. And right. a lot more stuff is about to happen too. I don't know how much of this, like this, this whole last thing is like one big sequence. So, yeah, uh, I only have one thing to say about this little scene. Okay, and that it's I've seen this episode I think three times, and every single time I laughed as Miles got pushed over by Alana coming <laughs> through that door. I don't know what they're trying to say there, but I just think it's hilarious that you know. Miles is trying to hold the door shut. You, you know, it's pounding open. And, you know, you think it's Smokey. 
Yeah. Uh, that's what they, they try to tell you. And then he and then he gets knocked down. And it, it's Alana. Mm-hmm. And she is sort of bigger than him, but I just think it's funny that she that he was holding the door shut and she just busts through by herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just hilarious to me. Um, every single time I see that, and it's Alana, I just it's just hilarious. Um, there was something to me about these characters suddenly appearing at the end of the episode that I found kind of amusing like yeah it's just like they just come out of nowhere they came out of nowhere i I forgot about them i was like i I was like you guys are here lapidus what (laughs) i know and then they 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 show like they didn't even do a really good job of showing establishing that ben was with them Mm -hmm. until like somebody says you know something about saeed and then they cut to ben saying i'll go get him yeah oh ben's here too yeah you know it used to be ben was the first person you showed and right yeah you know now it's like oh yeah by the way ben's here (laughs) yeah yeah he's uh he's he's a special guest star now yeah, exactly. Maybe they'll use him, you know, maybe they'll like him and keep him keep him on. Yeah. <laughs> he's just he's just there for a three episode arc. Um So yeah, yeah I, I, I think I no I'm used to on on Lost, they don't normally do stuff like this. They normally um they normally give us a setup, you know, like mm-hmm. they would show a scene with Alana and Frank and Ben and son, like going Getting to the there. temple or something earlier yeah. in the episode, you know, so that when they burst through the door, it's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, since when are you even, I, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's, there was something comical about it. I really quite make the connection with Alana sort of knocking Miles to the ground, but yeah, she like knocks him over, and and if you watch it, like she 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 not only does she, it's not like she just gets through the door, but she like keeps moving, like she yeah, you know, she keeps like running in and she, with her force, it was, it's just hilarious every time I see that because it's it's like if that was Smokey, <laughs> yeah, he would have had no shot, right? You know, you think he's doing an okay job when you think it's Smokey. Uh, but it's it's Alana, and it she didn't you know she wasn't even winded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know it wasn't like her and Frank, right? You know, knocking through the door. It was her by herself. I don't know why that's hilarious to me. It's just, yeah, it's just too funny. Yeah, <laughs> and then the way she just she you know she just she comes in looking around like she didn't even do anything. It's great. Yeah, I I don't think Miles could really hold the door closed on Smokey. Well, I agree. I agree. I don't think he he obviously can't, but uh, we see the evidence here. But uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think he really could hold the door against Smokey either. Yeah, that that would be that would be shocking to me. Although I really had no idea who was banging on the door. I assumed yeah. it was someone. Hmm. But uh, I didn't expect Alana to pop through. I thought it was going to be. I mean, I didn't necessarily expect it to be Smokey, but that's what they kind of make you think it is. Yeah, that's true. And I thought it was, you know, if it's Smokey, I thought it was going to be one of those, like, you know, when you have those kind of monsters like that, like, if they're trying to get through something and they can't get through, then they'll just, like, assume they can't and go go away, you know? Like, he'll try the door a couple times and he can't open it, so he's going to 
go. He's going to leave. I thought, you know, it might have ended like that because, yeah, definitely he can't hold the door definitely against smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. So um, do you want to go to – yeah, if you want to just finish the episode, that's okay. fine. All right, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff here, but we can just kind of go through it once I um, once I give us the uh, stage setting. Um, okay, so then, uh, let's see, Kate goes into the room where Claire is and kicks down the ladder. Claire, uh, Claire tells Kate she'll be safer down there when Smokey comes charging in the room, forcing Kate to leap into the hole, holding onto the ladder as Smokey flies over her head. Then next, we go over to uh, Saeed sitting by the pool, holding the knife, dripping with blood. Ben enters. Ben sees the dead bodies in the spring. Ben tells Saeed, come on, I know a way out of here. There's still time. Saeed looks at him, smiles, and says, not for me. Ben backs away slowly and runs out of the room. Elana, Frank, Miles, and Son walk through a temple corridor. Miles tells Son that Jin was there, so Son knows what? that Jin is alive. <laughs> um... Although he actually just says, where's your husband? Um, Alana searches the wall of symbols. Frank is behind her. Finally, she finds the right one, pushes it in, and a secret door opens. Miles' son, Frank, and Alana go through the secret door, and Alana closes it just in time as Smokey flies by. Okay, and then uh, right after this, we move to the slow-mo sequence. Uh, Saeed... Uh, walks onto the temple courtyard in slow motion. Uh, many things are on fire. There are corpses lying all around. Catch a Falling Star plays on the soundtrack uh, during the sequence. Claire and Kate come out onto the courtyard. Kate uh, surveys the scene. Saeed and Claire lead the way um, out of the temple courtyard. Uh, Kate picks up a rifle from one of the dead others. Saeed and Claire exit... Um, the temple grounds and Locke is waiting there with the others who decided to leave and um, join him. Locke acknowledges Saeed and nods to Claire. Then Locke sees Kate who looks a bit surprised to see him. Locke looks at her a moment before turning around and walking into the jungle with the rest of them. Saeed follows. Kate follows somewhat more reluctantly lost. Boom. Boom. Yeah, so I thought it was interesting how Kate picked up the gun. Mm-hmm. She's like, I might need this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm really surprised uh, Kate ended up with this crew. Yeah, it's interesting because she barely did. Um, yeah. But it seems like she's got to go with these guys. First of all, there's, she doesn't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> But, but you know, she's going to sort of tag along with Claire. Right. Because you know, she's not finished rescuing her. Right. <laughs> right. Um, the, the, the little the scene when they're trying to find the secret escape, mm-hmm. and she's trying to find the right, uh, the right hieroglyph to press. Yeah. It seems to me if you know that the that the that the mechanism is on that wall somewhere, mm-hmm. just press it everywhere on the wall real quick <laughs> until it moves. No, you Loki's have to press coming, just the right place. Loki's coming after you. You know, like there's no penalty for hitting the other one first. <laughs> you know, like well, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, 
She seemed very, uh, very intent on finding the right symbol. Yeah. And when you actually see what it is, it kind of looks obvious. Like, it stands out. It does stand out. It's like it's got an indention around it so so as to push it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and and none a sign of the, that says push here. Yeah, yeah. Push here for secret escape. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's the way that uh, Hurley and Jack went. Yeah, that's the same corridor where Hurley told uh, Dogen he was a candidate and could do whatever he wanted. Right, yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize. But that's the big secret escape, and I think that's how Alana and those guys, I would assume that's how they got in the temple. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think that's right. Yeah, so I didn't really notice or... I'm not sure. Maybe I just forgot that we never actually saw the secret passageway. We just kind of, we knew it was in that area, and Mm -hmm. we we knew that's how they got out of there. But they didn't show them doing it, so we just see it for the first time here how it works. Typical, you know, hidden door. Yeah, yeah, classic. Uh, I don't know how you build. How do, I would love to see the mechanics behind that. Like, you press this, and this huge block of stone's gonna move, <laughs> and there's a whole hidden hallway. I, yeah, I it does know. seem like that had to be some kind of some kind of electronic mechanism involved mm-hmm. to to generate enough force just based on that small action of pushing in the stone. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't seem like that could equal unless it's on like some kind of some kind of spring loaded mechanism. Yeah. Or maybe some sort of counterbalance system. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Pulleys maybe? Pulleys come into play? Pulleys? Uh, pulleys are always good. Yeah. If you if you want to work with, you know, thousand year old technology. Mhm. Pulleys were, like, the best thing going back then. (laughs) Um, What else is going on here? Everyone's just pretty much leaving. There's two groups now. Yeah. Or really three groups. The dead group. Dead group. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if they're a group anymore. We've got Locke's group. Um, Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, Miles is, where's your husband? What? <laughs> <laughs> what did you just ask me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, son. I know. I know. Jude <laughs> was here, he's alive. Yeah, only since forever. <laughs> he's never been dead. Um. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So, what do you think about Ben volunteering to go get Saeed? That was weird. And I just the way that whole thing played off of, like, I'll go get him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Um, yeah, why did he do that? I That that surprised me. It seems like he actually cares about, you know, getting out of there alive and, and that he wants Saeed to get out of there alive. Yeah, I agree, but I'm surprised. You know, I I mean... Well, maybe he grew accustomed to his face. I don't what, know. What about who cares, Ben? Yeah. The who cares, Ben, you know, killed, you know, is 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 gone. This is, the, this is the Ben who killed Jacob and saw... Oh, no. Is it 354? Let me see. 
Uh, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, that's a job call. Okay. Well, let's see what I can dig up. Unfortunately, I didn't prepare for this. I kind of forgot. I'm not good at this. Um, okay, let's see what we got in the news today. Um, yeah, see, I mean, the news is really... Uh, oh, they're going to do the census. I forget that we do that. I guess it's a good idea. I have been resurrected. Oh, all right, good. Good, I um, thought, thought you were gone. I was saying something about someone. You were, something about Ben. Oh, I was saying that um, you were saying what happened to the, the, the who cares Ben. Yes. Uh, and I was saying, well, you know, this, that that Ben's gone. This is a Ben who, who killed Jacob and saw Locke turn into the smoke monster and kill a bunch of people. Yeah. So I think he's I think he's different now. He's changed. He sees that um, whatever he was doing the last couple of decades on the island was really you know minor in comparison to what's going on. Um, I see. And I think it was a logistical thing. Uh, who uh, you know you, you could you could send Alana or Frank or Miles. You know, and it has it, it's it's more interesting to send Ben. Yeah, that's true. Especially considering Ben helped, you know, helps that you get to get to that dark place. So that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably the the yeah. big reason. It works better that way. But but I do agree. I feel like Ben's changed. Mm-hmm. He, he he doesn't seem he doesn't seem exactly you know, and he he did say with apparent sincerity that he was sorry for murdering Locke. Yeah. Um. You know that. That that seems, um, you know, when he did it, I think he wanted to do it, you know. So it does seem like some, he's he's changed his mind about his actions in certain respects. Now I got to bring this up. So Uh-oh. <laughs> I know. So why did Ben want Locke dead? Oh no! I know. That seems like a question we should know the answer to. It does, doesn't it? Um, why did he want Locke dead? Well. Locke had to be dead because um, he was supposed to die. But that's the only reason? I think. Now, how does Ben know that Locke was supposed to die? <sighs> Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, mm-hmm. Well, he, uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Oh, I, I to die because that would get everyone else to come back to the island. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's what it was. That's what it was. Good it was thing. still the same thing of his death was supposed to bring people to the island, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Woo! I couldn't get out of that one. Yeah, that's the idea. He wanted to motivate everyone. It seems like you could have lied. Like, you know, Ben always does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he could have just told all those people Locke was dead. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not like he's never lied before. Right. Right. I actually I actually still don't understand why why that convinced Jack. Why convinced Jack? Why that convinced Jack? Yeah, um 
Jack's whole thing was when he saw Locke in the hospital, he was like, uh, "Leave me alone. I want to talk to you." And then he and then he said, "Your father said hello." Mm-hmm. And then after that, Jack started booking plane flights. Right. So he was kind of convinced by that first. That's that was true. a little seed yeah. somehow. Um, for whatever reason, I don't even know why that would make Jack do that. Like, I want to go see my father again or something. Like, I don't know why yeah. that, that made it work, but but it's just it's a little bit crappy because, um, uh, you know, Locke wanted him to go back to the islands and. You know, it made more sense when he was booking flights when when Locke was dead, and um, but I guess there were, I guess it wasn't that long. The timeline's been weird to me. I yeah, it made I, it seem like Jack was flying on flights for a long time. Yeah, and I guess it wasn't that long. Yeah, I think the problem is we first saw it in season three, and yeah. we didn't see the conclusion or the intro to that story until season five, and. And so it it felt like it felt like Jack was was with the beard and flying on flights for years, but mm-hmm. I guess that's not true. Um, it was like a week or two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't think it was that long. It, it could have been, been that long. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like what really convinced Jack was his own, like, depression and guilt over Locke's death. That's what it seemed like happened. Like, Locke was dead, and somehow, you know, Jack you know, Jack breaks into the uh, funeral home. Right. And he's uh, he's all depressed. Why is he upset? Yeah. The whole thing about we have to go back, he tells why was he? What was his deal? Yeah. He was just having a hard time. Exactly. Like the whole thing with him at the hospital, right? And he's he's taking the pills and and right, right, right. right. And he's suspended or something from the hospital and yeah, something and like that. Ben Ben tells Locke that Jack booked a ticket. You know, like you said, like based on what Locke said. Apparently, I mean, mm-hmm. Jack's big thing does seem to be like his whatever interest or. I don't know to to whatever extent he feels like he should be on the island it's it's related to his dad like that that seems to be his primary motivator you know as far as as far as the island goes I would agree with you if you can tell me how I was broken and I was stupid enough to believe this place could fix me it has to do with that <laughs> um <laughs> Since that's the reason he gives us why he came back to the island. That's true. Um, I think I could answer that, but um, not right this second. Uh, okay. I mean, I was answered by saying, you know, whatever is broken about Jack is is what it has to do with his father. And the island can fix that, maybe, if he can actually talk to his father. But okay, he just hasn't you. done that yet. <laughs> yes, that works. Yeah. Um, it's just that Jack doesn't necessarily know that, you know, know that information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just seems like from the beginning, you know, seeing his dad destroying the coffin um, and, and and then, you know, Locke brings up his dad. He sees his dad that one time in the hospital um 
and um, uh, you know the plot with Locke sort of tied in with his dad, um, mm-hmm. and you know Jacob says you have what it takes. You know it's, it just seems like it keeps coming back to that. Um, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, but I, I think it's also true that Jack had personal problems above and beyond his issue with his dad. But I just feel like as far as the island goes, like that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for Jack, like he's he's just really sort of obsessed with what happened with his dad. Yeah, um, he's been trying to bury his father for years now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now I've lost what I was going to say. Oh, right. So so the thing the thing that bothers me, I guess, is that Jack just books a ticket on a random flight, like hoping it's going to crash instead of trying to contact Locke. You know, mm-hmm. like being serious about it. Like, you know, it's it's it makes more sense to book a ticket on random flights when you have no prospects. When 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 yeah, when you're just hoping against hope that something's gonna happen. Exactly. Yeah. But but see, and I think what makes that whole thing weird is the booking a ticket thing is what convinces Locke that he's pretty close <laughs> to getting his what he's what he's trying to do accomplished. Right. Right. Because that's what. You know, maybe Ben was lying. Oh, God, we can go back to that. Sure, why not? I mean, maybe he didn't, maybe maybe Jack didn't book a flight right then or something. Ben was lying, it just, he did He did eventually do that. Yeah. You could say oh, that. Bad. You could oh, say that. <laughs> but yeah, that, see, that's, so if Ben isn't lying, that makes it seem like actually Ben didn't need to kill Locke. Yeah. You know, well, like, no. Again, uh, uh, again, I do believe that it was the guilt that Locke was dead that 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 really convinced Jack to uh, to, to to sort of you know try to convince Kate and other people to go. Okay, okay, okay. So you think it wouldn't have been a, it wouldn't have been enough? If no, Locke I don't think it would have been. I mean, he he Jack seemed content to be depressed, doing the flights, mm-hmm. having that beard. Uh, and, uh, you know, cause it's like he didn't really go into action into action until, uh, he saw the obituary for Jeremy Bentham. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, then he calls Kay and then he tells her we got to go back. So I feel like once Locke dies, he's like, Oh, now this is serious. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why, but <laughs> like now that we don't have an easy way back, we need to go back. Right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you see why that sounds a little weird? I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I Yeah, I guess that is the story, though. Yeah. And there's nothing we can do about it. Um, nothing. So from I've that tried. point of view, I guess, you know, Ben was just very um, very tuned in to how, how that would work. And so he knew that if he killed Jack, Locke would follow. If he killed Locke, Jack would follow Yeah, him. yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> Okay, just making sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, Jack's dead? <laughs> Yikes. Ben's killing everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so that's that's what I'm going to say. That's the most down-to-earth thing to say about why Ben did that. I'm wondering, and I guess the answer is no, but I'm wondering if Ben broke the rules by killing Locke. <sighs> if the rules apply to Ben. Right. Which, it kind of seems like they don't, based on his ability to kill Jacob. It's like, if he can kill Jacob, how could he not kill Locke? Loophole. Loophole. 
Yeah. Yeah. It does seem like I guess I guess I think because Ben is Ben and not, you know, not one of these island uh entities, he's not uh necessarily subject to the rules. Although you know, Ben and Widmore have their own rules. Ugh, right. So I don't know yeah. if these are the same rules. Fuck, but... I forgot about the Widmore rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Ben and Widmore have their own like personal, like they're they're in they're Jacob and Locke. in themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's they they have their like mini version. Mm-hmm. And and are they related in any way? Or did they just like decide to make up their own rules? Who gave them rules? We better find that out. We better find out about the rules. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. We need to make a list of the answers that we need to, like the top 20 answers or something. Yeah. That we need to know before the end of the show, by the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I think the rules is on there. It's a small thing, but it, it comes into play too often to not be, to not have, to not be explained. Yes, I mean, and they, yeah, they've given us more recently that you know, Smokey's got rules, and and you know, the whole idea of the loophole, you know, was was based on some rules about what you could do with mm-hmm. you know killing Jacob, and so yeah, I and that episode where he first found out about the rules with Ben and Widmore was called The Shape of Things to Come, and and I remember at the time I really assumed that you know that meant that that was kind of a hint or a first step towards where the show was going as a whole and mm-hmm. the way it looks now like the Ben Lidmore story seems like a footnote to to the the story that's happening on the island now yeah um i really can't see how how that's going to work its way into this season i mean i it just doesn't there doesn't seem to be room for it well, hopefully Widmore is the guy coming to the island. Oh, that's right. Somebody's coming to the island. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. If Widmore comes to the island, then, that, then you know, I guess that would be the way to, to, to tie him in. But then what's he going to do? I mean, what are Ben and Widmore going to do against this, like, larger conflict that's going on? You know, I it's have like, no idea. It's, this is this is bigger than them, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, uh, you know, how uh, will Widmore side with, you know, one of the one of the factions on the island, or will he just do his own thing? Like, <sighs> I guess Jacob. Uh, I guess Jacob was the one who talked about someone coming to the island. So. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's supposed to be on Jacob's side. Although Ben's with the Jacob people at the moment. Yeah. Um, God. Yeah, I don't know. I agree. Uh, they they really should address that uh, at some point. Uh, if you're just going to suggest that, you know, these these just normal people just are subject to rules for no apparent reason it's, and just never say anything more about the topic, that's that's really weird. Can I, can I, let me jump over to another topic. Um, Okay. uh, Michael not being able to die, we talked about this before. Oh. Mm -hmm. But when he tried to kill himself a couple times, it didn't work. Right. And, you know, you think Jacob is doing it. Yes. But it seems like Jacob wouldn't do that. It seems like it should be Smokey that's doing it. Right. Wait, why? 
I agree with you, but why? Well, because Christian is the one who appears to him and says, oh, you can go yes. now. Yes, okay, yes, Christian. Yeah, Christian. And if Christian is, is, is connected to Smokey, yeah. then... Yeah. Although I'm still, I'm still a little bit, I'm still a little bit uh, uh, uncomfortable with Christian's appearances, since I think he's a claimed person, and so he should have a body and not be able to appear like that. But mm-hmm. putting that aside, uh, I agree that should be Smokey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I can buy that. I mean, I see Smokey as being someone who would want to blow up the ship that's invading the island. Yeah, totally. So, so I think that. More or less works. It just turned out that the others uh, were uh, were uh, working in Smokey's favor as well, and and seemed to know about it. Seemed to know that that Smokey or whoever wouldn't you know wouldn't let Michael die. Yeah, but they shouldn't think it's Smokey. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They should they, think it's Jacob. They they think they think it's Jacob. Okay. Although I think the line was the island isn't done with you yet. So you know, they even do that thing of of differentiating between the island and Jacob. And right. I, and I feel like if they say the island, they mean Locke. You know, they okay. mean loophole. Yeah, I agree. Although if he's the bad guy, then why are they crediting things to him? <laughs> like, I mean, maybe maybe they don't know he's a person. They just know the island has these influences. Yeah, and to me, it was, the only way for it to work is for them to think that the island has these influences, but they don't know that it comes from sort of a, a man or a, a conscious entity. Right. Um, and I feel like they also shouldn't know that Jacob has a nemesis. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think they should know that. Okay. At least, you know, Dogen obviously knows it, but I feel like Ben and those guys, Ben and uh, mm-hmm. Tom and those guys shouldn't um, know that. Yeah. Because yeah. if they do know that, then I feel like it's weird that they have, you know, the island and they have, you know, Locke and then they have Jacob, and I feel like that's weird. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I And I, I would say... I, I never had the impression that Smokey was really a fully conscious entity um, until, you know, really until this season. Um, mm-hmm. I, I always had the impression it was kind of it was kind of a machine-like thing. I mean, very advanced, it, you know, it could do a lot of stuff, but it kind of just, yeah. it had this general protocol and it just followed that, you know? Mm-hmm. I, like I a like a like a security system. Like a, you know, very much like a security system. I, mm-hmm. Such a, such an apt thing to say. Wherever did you get that from? Why would Robert say it's a security system <laughs> if if he's a? Cl- <laughs> Why would you lie? Because you must be I mean, lying. I I my crackpot. This isn't crackpot. What's the word for what I'm about to say? My something theory about why they had him say that is is that later or not later but later in time earlier in the show um you know Rousseau says it's a security system and I feel like they're just kind of trying to sort of you know cover their tracks for why she said that I mean mm-hmm. it cre- and then it creates a problem of why he said that but <laughs> you know it just it moves it back one level 
Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's the same reason they made sure to have Rousseau say Alex in front of Ben so to to explain why the others used the name Alex. Yeah. You know, it's it's just covering their tracks. Hey, maybe he's just lying. Maybe yeah, he's just lying. He's just he's under, he's under the influence of Smokey, and Smokey knows what he is. Right. But he's just he's just lying and saying right. and trying to. Uh, you know, trying to calm her down and say, oh, it's just a security system. And I, an alternative theory along the same lines would be that in the early days of Lost, they actually did think Smokey was a security system. Yeah, near the dark territory. Yeah, that, and and maybe they had in mind, like, you know, all that stuff about Cerberus events and such on the Blast Door map. Like, maybe they really mm-hmm. did envision that Smokey was, you know, a security system built by Dharma and. It went awry, and you know the the theory that I had a long time ago. Like you know, maybe that really was the original plan, and and they mm-hmm. changed their mind, and that's the explanation for why Russo said that. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was correct. Yeah. It's a wild guess. It's hard to know. I mean, you know. But you know what? Why do they need Smokey to guard the temple? What's so special in the temple? The pool is the only interesting thing, thing there that we can, that we've seen. No, no. Well, so my theory goes that Smokey was built by Dharma, so it was wasn't built to guard the temple. It was built to uh, protect them from the hostiles. Oh, but you know that can't be true, right? Oh, why can't that be true? Because Dharma didn't know what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> well, they did. There's no way they built Smokey. Okay. <laughs> Look, in season five, they didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> Dharma was having hoot nannies, and Horace is like getting upset about Amy's ex-husband and and throw you know throwing dynamite around. Those guys did not have anything to do with Smokey. Okay, look, I know, I know, I agree. In the end, I'm just saying, maybe in the old days, they didn't envision Dharma as being so. But then, but then. But then why would they have the sonic fence then? Oh, because it got out of control? Exactly. And they didn't have it before? Yes. Do you do you believe that? No. Okay, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me try again, let me try again. All right, now, take look, two. We didn't see the sonic fence until season three. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it may be the case that by that time they had already decided that Smokey was not a Dharma security system. And so then, you know, then the sonic fence, you know, the sonic fence isn't, isn't a part of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I just don't, I just, I just, I don't want to believe that they needed to, to create Smokey to, to attack the hostiles. That's, that's overkill. That's like a nuke to, you know, <laughs> squash a bug. Yeah. 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 And especially since, like, you know, from what we saw... Uh, well, okay, let's just stop talking about it. We're just way down the road of conjecture. It is. It's wild speculation on my part. Um, and it's speculation about uh, something they changed their mind about. Right, right, <laughs> like, right. Definitely not what's happening now, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, you're trying to argue why, you know, why they they shouldn't have had that thought back then. Mm-hmm. Right, and so like, yeah. yeah I mean, that's that's it. it, it 
I may very well be wrong. I don't really have the only evidence I have is the seeming inconsistencies in the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's whenever there's stuff like that. I mean, I do think to a certain extent there, you know, there stuff like that has happened, uh, but specific things like, for example, I, I thought that uh, I thought that Alp, you know, when they showed Alper with the long hair and the and the man behind the curtain, I I thought that the story behind that was that they they didn't originally intend for him to not have aged and mm-hmm. and you know they. You know, when it didn't work, they sort of when when fans inferred that he wasn't aging, they decided he wasn't aging. Um, but you know, on the on the Geronimo Jack's Beard podcast, they they read from the script in that scene, and I mean, okay, the script doesn't say that he doesn't look aged um, or he doesn't look younger, um, but it also doesn't say that he does look younger. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So uh, the script was was not specific about his appearance. It just specified that it was him and that he had a neatly trimmed beard. So yeah, um, I so I, I, was, I was wrong about that. Yeah, you know they it's there's no clear evidence that they intended for him to look younger in that scene. Yeah. So so they may very well have intended for him not to have aged then and it's just the makeup department that's responsible for why he looks like that yeah wasn't that what i said is it i don't know i uh, i don't think i i think i was on the other side of that that you were you were you were um i just feel like having a character like richard they should they should have known from the beginning what his deal was um yeah yeah whether or not he, you know, if he's this sort of immortal character and why and how long he's been on the island. Like, I, I just feel like that's the kind of simple things you know when you have a character. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, they, and obviously they can change their mind, but they should have the original idea there, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, so I think I think that's a case where I wanted to attribute them changing their minds, but it it looks wrong, so... You know, if I if I was able to go back and read scripts of every episode, you know, maybe I could get a better idea of to what extent my theories are about them changing their minds are right or not. So yeah, I, yeah. Uh, the the point is, I I I very well could be way off base about Smokey. Yeah, I I I I don't want to think Dharma had anything to do with it, and I definitely, I mean. Maybe in the early days they thought Dharma was, you know, they were had this this different idea of Dharma than what they eventually went with, but um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when, when it's all said and done, you know, in terms of what Smokey is, what what makes sense about what they could have thought of him from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's become a central character on the show, and I, that's, I really didn't think that was going to happen. Do you find it strange how, like, when you look at Locke, like, he's just not Locke? Yeah. Something about Stereo Quinn's face. Like, when I look at him, I'm like, man, you're not Locke. Yeah, you can tell. I don't know what he's doing, but he really, he, if you just look at him, um, you can, you can tell the difference. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's, that's really good. I don't, I don't know what the magic is. Yeah. It's some kind of facial expression or something. He's like, I lower my eyebrows one quarter of an inch. <laughs> wow. 
such a simple but effective secret. So simple. Wow. Yeah, the 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 end when he's like looking at everybody and, mm-hmm. and looking at Claire and Kate, and I'm just like, you are not Locke. You are someone else, my friend. Yeah, yeah. But you, you ain't scared. <laughs> oh, Sawyer, come back, Sawyer. Where are you? <laughs> I know. I know. I want more you, Sawyer. You ain't scared. <laughs> Sawyer, Sawyer's awesome. I. I, awesome. uh, I, uh, I, he, he grew on me a lot over the course of the show. Yeah, he did. He really, he, he was really obnoxious in the beginning. Yes. He was yes. annoying and, and, and this is my stuff. I found it. Yes. You know, but, uh, it's, he's, he's, it's the LaFleur stuff. It's, it, you know, yeah. to me, that's the stuff that, that totally turned his character around he almost single-handedly kept those people alive for three years in the midst of the enemy camp while the hostiles were in full force. Uh, You know, no small feat, my friend. Mm -hmm. And he managed to read some books. That's right. Um, (laughs) He had time to do some reading. So uh, no small feat. Jack would have had everyone killed, I'm sure, within the first week. Oh, Jack. Yeah. Yeah, and then I, I love that. That's my favorite part of season five is is all that stuff and 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 just just the constant him being on his on his toes, like trying to figure everything out and get everyone keep everyone alive and all that stuff. And, and you know, like orchestrating the search for Locke and all the other Losties that they got separated from. And yeah, he made Jin do all the work, but still, <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, Jen didn't mind. Right? No, and he's you know he kept uh, he he kept uh, he he monitored it and kept it going. Yeah, yeah, he kept it going. He's like, how long are we gonna wait? Forever. Yeah, I mean, wait till we find. Keep looking. Yeah, they, the mean, old Sawyer, the old Sawyer wouldn't have cared. The right? old Sawyer wouldn't have cared about any of those people. Yeah, about maintaining the ruse, about spining Locke and those guys. The old Sawyer would not have cared. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a big, it was a big, uh, a big change. Yeah. You know, and I mean, he starts off the season saying, give me my shirt and slapping Dan in the face. (laughs) Yeah, like what? (laughs) Hey, give me your shirt because I don't have one and you have, it's not like you have a whole bunch, but I want yours. (laughs) It probably won't fit, but give it to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was. I think I think season five was uh, was really Sawyer's season. It really was. Uh, it really was. He, he really uh, he was a star. And uh, yeah, I I really want to see what they're going to do with him. It's it's uh, it's it's interesting uh, to the what they've done with him so far is good. But I I definitely uh, am anxious since we haven't seen him in two episodes. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh man, what else is going on? So let's see. Um, you have any theories about um, Kate? Like, you know, Locke sees Kate with his group and doesn't really react, but he is thinking something. Yeah, yeah. He gives her a little look, and that's it. He gives her a look, and she's like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. Like, does she have a clue what's going on here? 
Oh, that's right. She thinks Locke is dead. Yeah, exactly. I forgot this is the this is like the first time she's seeing him. Yeah. I forgot about that. I I yeah, so she's probably weirded out. Yeah, actually, like that's that brings up the point. Like it took me by surprise when Alana storms in and she's like, "Where's Where's Shepard and Reyes?" Mm-hmm. And Mom's like, "Who are you?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you don't know who Alana is. Like, where yeah, you where been? have you been, Miles? We've known Alana since the middle <laughs> of season five. Yeah. She's one of the good guys now. Exactly. Wake up. Exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, where was, so Miles and those guys were flashing, and then, and then they were, where was Miles when 316 landed? The 70s. But I mean, after that, after the, after they all got, okay, so then, okay, then after the, after the hydrogen bomb went off. Yeah. Or was My- oh yeah, Miles was there. Okay, yeah, Miles was there helping all those guys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 He was with that whole seventies group. That's that right. whole crew really didn't make contact with the three sixteen people until just now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? And why'd you knock me down? <laughs> Who are you? And why are you strangely strong? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, um so, you know, Kate uh Kate really doesn't know the story here. Um, no, so I that means she's going along with Locke and she's she's thinking that's Locke, but that ain't Locke. Yeah, yeah. Uh I yeah, I think that's right. Um I feel like a lot of the characters are in this position of like everybody's talking about Jacob this and there's a bad man and we have to mm-hmm. join him and like I you know I feel like a lot of these characters that we know just really have no idea what the story is. No, well, hey, Richard doesn't even know, right? Yeah, leave Richard. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, if Richard doesn't know, of course they're not going to have a clue what's going on. I mean, yeah. we don't really know the whole story, but you know, we know more than they do. Yeah. So it's well, we, watch, we watch the show. Yeah, exactly. They're just they're stuck in the middle of this huge conflict, and you know, I I don't really know what Kate's plan is. I, mean, I guess she's she wants to rescue Claire, but you know, how does she think she's gonna? <laughs> what Kate's plan? What's that? <laughs> does she have a plan? I I mean, has she has she been caught? <laughs> is she... <laughs> Because if so, then her plan is to escape. <laughs> Has she escaped? If so, her plan is to get caught. Um, it's one of those two. Okay. I think that's the only plan she has. No, I don't think she has any plan at this point. I think she's going along to see what's what's going on. You know. Yeah. Oh, that that reminded me in that scene where Smokey comes into the room where Claire is being held and mm-hmm. Kate like jumps into the hole and Smokey right. bypasses. It it just it's like does Smokey not see her? Yeah. I thought like, it was what the same is, thing. Yeah, it's like why why did it not see her fall in there? And especially when it's passing over, like I mean I don't know what the field of vision is supposed to be like for Smokey. I know we had that long POV sequence, but mm-hmm. I don't know what it, it, does it only see from its front? Yeah, does it have eyes in any sense? Yeah. It's yeah, I have no idea. 
Yeah, it just seemed weird that it didn't kind of see her, or maybe it did see her and it just it let her live or something. But it, it almost seems like Smokey can't see. It does. And, like, yeah. it just feels for things. And if it catches you, then, like, it'll smash you. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just it's just this feral beast that just, yeah, kind of just strikes kind of whatever happens to be near. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I even though, you know, Locke is, is not really like that but when he takes smoky form i guess um yeah that was the way he came across i i i feel like smoky smoky really should be able to spot people i mean that you know it it just seems like he's not being careful like he's he's rushing through there that's what it seems like and it seems like if claire like claire says it seems like what she meant was if you know if they were walking around in the hallway or outside then claire could have been killed too yeah just because like Smokey's just killing everything. Smokey's just killing everything, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like he's not being selective. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I agree. I guess he didn't go into the pool room where Saeed was. Guess not. Because it seemed like Saeed was able to just kind of sit in there. No mm-hmm. problem. Oh, I was going to ask about Ben. You know, Ben says he knows a way out. Um, and Ben does not is not with Alana's crew when they go through that door. So I, I guess I was thinking that Ben uh, Ben knew Oh, about he didn't him. go with them? No, he wasn't with them. So you think you're thinking what? So I, I'm thinking I'm thinking that he that he knows about that door. The the secret escape. Yeah, the secret escape. Yeah, I'm assuming he knows about that too. I'm just surprised he didn't he wasn't there when to go with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure. I mean, both times I watched it, I didn't see him. It I it was just four of them. Yeah. I wonder what that means. Um Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, cuz it, yeah, it seems like it seems like Ben uh gets separated from them. I think it's just four. It's Alana, Franks, Miles and Son, right? Oh. That's it, right? Yeah. Okay. Ben would be five. Ben would be five. Okay. Okay. So they left without Ben, then? Yeah, they left without Ben. So I wonder if he knows another way. Because I was thinking he meant this way. Me but too. Maybe he went He went some other way. Me too. I mean, I guess what I'm saying is, I'm assuming that when he runs out of the room, he does escape. Like, Smokey doesn't kill him or something. Yeah. You know, like, he... I mean, he, he was with the others at one point. They're le- like, he could know stuff about the temple. He knows where the kitchen is, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Important things like where the kitchen is and mm-hmm. minor things like where the secret ways are. Yeah. There's still time. Not for me. <laughs> Saeed looked really crazy. Yeah. I don't know what he did or was doing with his face, but he looked super crazy. He did, yeah. Yeah, that was... Uh... That was a really intense look. I uh, Said Said doesn't smile very often, and mm-hmm. I think when he does, it's it's kind of scary. I actually mm-hmm. found even some of his interactions with the kids in the Flash Sideways, I found a little bit creepy. Oh, really? Like the his, like the him being him being sort of really happy and nice, like just feels awkward. Oh, it didn't play that well. Yeah. I liked when he when he was sending the kids off to school and he like gets down on his knees to hug them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, way to ruin your pants, Saeed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I guess you, you don't. 
I guess you don't care care about getting holes in your pants. Um, I just I don't. I mean, who does that? I mean, I understand if like you know you're gonna be on a kid's level for an extended period of time, maybe. Mm-hmm. Get on your knees, but if you're just gonna get my hug, why not squat down? <laughs> Save your pants to show. <laughs> But I guess he's got all this money from translating oil contracts, so he doesn't care about it. There you go. Yeah, you can buy some more pants. Buy some more pants, fine. It's just weird. You just don't, I don't know, I just don't see adults on their knees a lot Mm -hmm. uh, hugging kids. Yeah. That sounds weird, um, but (laughs) I don't see that. It does. Yeah. um, I'm not saying that he performed it badly. I'm just saying that um, it feels weird for the character. Mm-hmm. You know, he just he doesn't play that emotion very often. No. You know, um, and and the, I mean the thing he does to Ben is not is not anywhere near what he was doing with the kids. It's you know it's it's a it's a sinister smile, not a yeah. friendly one. Still though, I mean it's just weird to see Saeed smiling. Yeah. He's usually not happy. Yeah, yeah. He he has a he has a dry sense of humor, but he's he's not he's just not a guy that laughs a lot. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Um. Uh. Let's see. Um. I guess I guess not. That's uh that seems like that's it. Um yeah, I don't think I have anything else. Um Well, Sundown. This was this was a good episode. It had it had a fair amount of action in it. Um mm-hmm. so I think, you know, that led to kind of, you know, less uh little details to sort of pour over than say last week's episode. Um uh but I thought it was very effective. I you know, I uh I I I really couldn't I couldn't get this episode out of my head. It it, it was it was very uh it was very uh it, it left a strong intoxicating. Impression. Yes. <laughs> sure. Why not? Um it wasn't intoxicating in the way previous episodes were, but I guess it wasn't it was maybe stronger uh stronger uh alcohol content or something. Uh, all right, well, if that's it, then uh, that's it for the podcast, then. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see where all this goes. I mean, there's, you know, it's, I don't really know what Smokey's going to do with these people. Uh, so he just gonna, Eat them for dinner. Yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah. Is he just gonna, you know, 
have them climb on his back and fly him back home or uh <laughs> well he's got to he's got to uh spring, sprinkle fairy dust on him first oh of course and then they have to think happy thoughts and they oh. can fly oh, because okay. the island is neverland obviously <laughs> right um yeah or are they just going to get on a boat or uh, is there a boat uh, I, I really I don't know exactly what's shaping up. Are we going to have a war or something? I mean, doesn't doesn't seem like the other side has enough people to really like do anything in this war. But um, I uh, uh, maybe Widmore is going to come with all of his. Uh, oh wait, that's not his people. I was thinking Bram Bram's people was Widmore, but that's that's not true. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he didn't want Miles to go work for Widmore. Right. <laughs> hmm. Oh, that's a good point. Fuck. That throws a wrench in everything. It does, <laughs> doesn't it? I hate loss sometimes. Yeah, me too. It, you know, Usually when just, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like everything works, and then there's this one thing. Yeah. And And it's like, oh, shit. I don't know what to do about that. What was what was the big deal, Bram? Why did you say that? Yeah, and what's what's so bad about Widmore? Seems like he's not that he's not the one you should be concerned about. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> why, Bram? Why did you do that? <laughs> That's why you're dead, Bram. Because you're confusing. <laughs> That's why you did. I don't understand you. Yeah, that does that does seem to suggest that Widmore is not on Jacob's side. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fuck. I don't know what to do with that, though. Or at least Jacob is not uh, on Widmore's side. Maybe that's the way to put it. Um, yeah. Um, but I don't think Ben is either. <laughs> Seeing as how Ben killed Jacob... So uh, it's not going to be. Doesn't look like it's going to be as straightforward as uh, I would expect. Yeah. Although Ben's rolling with Jacob's crew right now, but Smokey's got more people, so like he doesn't need more. Ugh. I don't yeah, know. I mean, do you think if if uh, like if Alana found out that Ben is the one who stabbed Jacob, like she'd kill him? Maybe. It certainly yeah. it certainly be an issue. <laughs> I take issue with that character. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think she just let it drop. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, I'm not. I. I can't quite. I can't quite imagine what what exactly her reaction would be. Um. But it would be a problem. I mean, maybe she'd just banish him or something. Um, alrighty. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, we'll be back next week with the next episode. Hopefully, it's got answers to questions, but it probably won't. It'll probably just have questions. <laughs> One of these episodes is going to have answers. Mm-hmm. We're, we're just going to, if I, if we just keep watching, I'm, the <laughs> answers are just, they'll have to appear at some point. If we watch it, they will come? Yes. They being the answers? They they are the answers. 
All right. I'll, I'll buy that. But if now, we don't get answers by this season, I am not watching next season. <laughs> I promise. I believe you. No matter what they do. Normally I would say that's uh, that's an idle threat, but uh, this time I think you mean it. I do mean it. Yeah, um, uh, it might be the last episode before we start getting big, big answers, but uh, I, I, they, I think they'll happen. Hopefully. So, yeah, uh, you know. You know. Check out the uh, forum, tld.net. It's it's good. I put up a thing there at, uh, right after every episode. Um, it puts up a thing, folks. Yeah, it's a thing. It is a thing. Um, it's good to read. I enjoy reading it. The form is great. Yeah. Where all the cool people are. Yeah. And us. And us. That's right. Um, yeah, check out the website, theloftloadun.com. Um, and uh, we'll be back next week. All right. Thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.